Oh, a bit of, oh, bit super frothy. frothy. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers, man. <laughs> I was choked on it. Mm. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to On The Esky. <laughs> uh, Sean Dice here on <laughs> live on Moke. <laughs> Good start, man. <laughs> <laughs> bit of a mess. Uh, uh, full table again. We've got Macca on my right. I've got uh, Pepsi and Monkey on my left. Uh, my name is Sean, of course. Uh, this is a sports podcast, and we're going to take a pretty, well, again, full show. Mm-hmm. going to take a deep dive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a look at the NRL and have a look at uh, why there's so many injuries that have been in preseason. Uh, we're going to have a look at the NBA and the, the tight playoff race with nearly all the teams still in the contention for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a, t- t- have a talk about the tennis and about uh, how crowds have kind of affected the last five days and then a bit of a look at the medical timeouts and Ooh. see how it's been affecting <laughs> matches. Uh, and then how good is it to have Shield Cricket back? Tom. Big time. Answer that yeah. with the big very. Mm-hmm. Us boys on the Esky, we did commit a few weeks ago to be real champions of Sheffield Shield cricket. Oh, it's been great uh, too. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone loves to talk about who should be playing for Australia. Not too many people these days uh, really get intricately involved Looks in like the Sheffield Shield. So we're gonna <laughs> commit commit to following each game intently, see who's making runs, who's taking polls, and who should be putting their hand up for Aussie selection. Love it. What are we going to get started with well, today, I think, boys? I think we get started in the big one in the cricket, and that's the the India versus England second tests. Mm-hmm. And we'll take a pretty good look at, I think, at who has um, the upper hand now in the series after, the, well, to spoilers, they go 1-1. One, one. Yeah, so India tore it up, one apiece after really getting... Yeah, spinning to win it. Yeah, really getting uh, poleaxed in that in that in first, first test at Chennai. Yeah, uh, full bounce back, that one. Yeah, yeah. big time. And, and a big turnaround. Uh, I do seem to recall last week we were handing out a few predictions. I said India would bounce back. Yep. They did uh, very different uh, uh, teams in, in this. I think there were yeah, se- yeah. seven yeah. changes yeah. between the two sides. Maka, do you want to run us through a little bit? Yeah, what we'll start then? with uh, the visitors, England. Um, they swapped 500 wickets or 600 wickets to Jimmy Anderson with 500 wickets for Stuart Broad. I mm-hmm. thought that was an interesting one, especially mm-hmm. the way Anderson had them hooping. We were mm-hmm. talking about yeah. foot on the throat. You'd think Anderson, let's... Didn't we think they'd bring Broad in for someone else? Yeah, well, for Archer, who, um, oh, who hurt, he yeah. hurt his yeah. hand, and mm-hmm. they brought in Ollie Stone, who also bowls wheels. Uh, he's he's uh, really good. I was having a look yeah. at his action today. So clean. Yeah. yeah. Not the deck for him, unfortunately. We'll get <laughs> no, into that a bit no, more, but yeah, yeah. he's got a bright future. Mm-hmm. Keeper swap for the um, Pommies uh, with Bot- Butler being rested for Ben Folks, who I had a re- thought had a really tidy game uh, behind the stumps, especially on that spitting wicket. Uh, and Offy for Offy, best out for Moeen Ali, who also has been shrouded in a bit of controversy, if you would, mm-hmm. over the past uh, couple of days. Um, for the home team, Washington Sundar has to be one of the most filthy people <laughs> in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, dropped after making 80-odd. Mm-hmm. Um, only, f- I think it's his, f- would have been his three tests? Four t- uh, when did he come in for the Aussies series? Nah. Three or four games, not too yeah, many. he's not, not too many. I yeah, Kuldeep yeah, Yadav in for him. No, uh, it's, yeah, three tests, isn't it? Did he play? Two? I think two I plus no. the first. Yeah, no, he would have played the first he's two in this and he played two played in t- Australia. He's only played two, I think. I think he's he played, played the last, anyway, not the last one in <laughs> the last one in Australia and this one here. I think he's played two. He was out also with uh, Nadim uh, and Jasper Bumrah was rested. Uh, Mohammed Siraj came in to watch a bit of cricket for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> over six over or something. <laughs> Um, and Axar Patel, who made his debut, and he had quite a great, um, great test match, especially yeah. that fourth innings. Yep. He um, 
took a bit of the shine from Ravi Ashwin. I think people were going to mm. think um, he was going to have a 10 for, but actually I had uh, different ideas. So, like Wicked you said, seven changes. Um, <laughs> when, a, when a team wins so dominantly as England do, you think the other team would have more changes, but mm. England were actually mm. the one that sort of flipped half yeah, the so team. Let, but, um, let's talk about, I guess, there's the resting slash rotation policy mm. that England mm-hmm. seemed to have going because that makes sense with, I guess, Jimmy Anderson. He's really old man so, <laughs> so they, yeah. they've been playing test cricket for the better part of the last two months so you know probably want to give him a little bit of a break and rest those old weary legs and arms mm. but still you'd think you know this is a premier series for them mm. absolutely um, yeah you would, you'd want your best 11 you could have out there especially with you lose um archer yeah that you think you'd want yeah. Anderson abroad but maybe hey they took one look at this pitch and thought ah, oh, it's Probably not going to be Jimmy Anderson. Yeah, day. true. Couldn't mm. be. Yeah, maybe they honestly, they honestly might have looked at the deck and gone, "We're going to be doing very well to win this with the spinners they have." Do we just try and blood some youth, or do they stick strong? They said we're going to do this rotation policy, and yeah. it doesn't matter if we win. I, I just thought going one nil up in India, if you win one more game mm-hmm. out of the next three, mm. like you can't lose the series. Mm-hmm. So why not yeah. get on top of it straight away, especially mm. with all the momentum? You know, India are going to be chopping and changing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it bizarre, but they must just be sticking to their guns. The only force change there was Jofra, but again, on a deck like that, is Jofra? He's not going to be really scaring you with the short ball. The ball wasn't, you know, bouncing above waist high for the quick. So, mm. but um, then would you say would you have both Bess and Ali in the team if you if you've looked at that deck in the morning and gone, oh, this is going to well, spin? They, they've got Jack Leach as well, so yeah. would they go three spinners? Matt yeah. or India, oh, oh, I suppose. Pick, yeah, picks three I think spinners. Bess and Ali, the way they bowl, they're both quite similar. similar. Off, yeah. off spinners, you know, they're not, you know, Ashwin, we, we know what he does with his hands. But mm. um, Jack Leach, obviously left arm orthodox. You, if you've got a spinner from each end and they're spinning in opposite directions, that's um, ideal. You know, if you're going to have someone, Ali, you know, you take Ali off to bowl, you to put Bess in, it's just effectively the same yeah. bowler. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, again, I'm not a selective for England. <laughs> I, I, I'm not involved in their policy. They thought this was what was best and they got um, pants for it. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, the pitch was a big talking point. I think people thought some people early. I know um, I saw Michael Vaughan on Twitter saying this is unplayable, unacceptable for yeah, test Vaughan cricket. We can't absolutely yep. can't be playing on this. How yeah. dare you? Mm. But I don't think Warney then came and yeah, said, Warn- said, well, India batted it on day one and it seemed all right for them. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> spinners sticking out for spinners. Yeah, yeah, of well, yeah no shocks there. But, yeah. Um, Yes, we talked about predictions a bit earlier. I think last week I was yeah. thinking for some of the changes of the team. I thought Rohit Sharma could use a bit of time out and he, and he told me to fuck off and hit <laughs> yeah. a casual 160 on an absolute turning deck where no one could see it. So shout out to you, Rohit. Um, I'm glad I got to fire you up. And, uh, <laughs> well, they must be listening. You said something else about another Indian director. Yeah, Mr. Pant behind the stumps. Mm. I said he couldn't catch a ball to save himself and he was flying around <laughs> yeah. left to right like he had a trampoline. So uh, we fired up the West Indies team a couple of weeks ago. I've fired up a couple of the Indians now. I need to get in the Aussies That's a bit more. <laughs> them up, maybe, there can only be one conclusion and that is these test teams must be listening to our podcast yeah. and going, fuck these guys. We're going <laughs> to go out think and score 160 or Let's take, show some, these guys. take some screamers left, right, make diving stumpings. Absolutely. So Rohit or, or Rich Bar, please give us a shout out on um, any of your socials. Yeah. Right. Get a bit of a following. It'll be good. Uh, 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 okay, Mike, yeah, Washington, uh, two test match. Two, yeah. So what would you say? 170 runs. Yeah, so, uh, so in yeah. those two tests, because he had that 70-odd against us. Mm. Yep. Um, and then he had 85, I think, in the first. Yeah. Yep. So with That's the bat, with the bat, he's averaging 56 
through to test batting seven, which is mm. unreal. I suppose the counter argument and what the Indian selectors were thinking were picking him to be a spinner. Yeah. He's not getting picked on his batting. And mm. in those two tests, he's got four wickets at 67. Mm. So mm. I suppose... That was the thinking. Yeah, um, well, the bloke they brought in. Yeah, Akshar, yeah, well, did Akshar came in and, and went ham, and yeah. they brought in Cool Deep, who who had a reasonable game. Mm. Nothing. See, there you go. There's your third spinner, a left arm wrist. So they've got three yeah. different types of spinners. Yeah. And again, I Cool Deep didn't do too much. You didn't have to because the other two offies were absolutely um, destroying the, the promise. So, but so, um, yeah, run us through it, Peps. Uh, before oh, you do sorry. that, I just wanted to finish up on this. Uh, we talked about England chopping and changing. I just want to finish up the point of um, India being able to make changes to their side because mm. we've talked all summer about Australia. Yeah, you know, also. they've got eleven, and that's about it. And mm. you see India, like even someone like Washington, who's done well with the bat, they've gone. Well, we lost. You're meant to be a bowler. Uh, we're going to change it, and mm. we're going to make changes, and then bring in really strong talent. Back and then mm. you know roll over uh, a team like England um, and put mm. them to the sword a week after they just had the opposite happen mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, yeah, yep. we have we have spoken about it before on the Esky. Is that the the depth of the Indian team at the moment in all formats is unprecedented. Yeah, the the ability yeah. to just go oh well we we can pick three four five six spinners that can be elite mm. at Test level mm. is unreal. Mm-hmm. As well as you know, Jasper Brummer wasn't in this game, you know, <laughs> and we think of him as one of the you know two or three best quicks in the world at the moment. Yes, so. I, I think he was sore. Mm. I don't think it was yeah. just a rotation kind yeah. of thing. I think it was a forced move. Mm. However, I again, think he doesn't play, and, and and they bowl. They get twenty wickets. Yeah. Like if you, if you you know can now add Jasper Brummer to that. Yes, granted, it's a sp- it's a spinning deck. I would want to <laughs> Jasper oh, Brummer bowling that. Yeah, he'll, he'll oh, doesn't matter what that. surface. No. He could get you out on glass. So. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, run us through the, us through the game, Pepe. Pep. Yeah, so as aforementioned, Rohit Sharma, uh, he must have listened to us bagging him, saying he shouldn't be a test cricketer, obviously <laughs> one of the most accomplished ODI cricketers of all time, goes out and scores 161. Did you see him early on? He was scoring better around a ball yeah. for his first 50, just sort of brought it back a little bit as some guys were falling around him. Mm. He didn't make 329. Uh, you know, you look at that. Uh, obviously, in hindsight, you think that's an excellent score yeah. on this oh, yeah. deck. Yeah. At the time, I was thinking, well, yeah, it's oh, solid. Well, yeah. well, I was thinking England scored five hundred on mm. the, at this same ground last last week. I thought maybe that was a little bit unders. Boy, was I wrong. Jinka <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Rahane, he he, mm. ca- he came out after his one run, two <laughs> two knocks, did get a few nuts in the first test. He had yeah. sixty seven, and that man Rishabh Pant, he had a quick five fifty eight. Uh, I think he should be India's keeper for the next ten years. I'd yeah, know. he's I, in good nick. Oh, well, he's start. He's with the bat. He is unreal, unreal, and, oh, yeah. and just yeah. just hits just gets the, after it. Hits mm. the ball so cleanly, and he he could be one of those. He could be a Coley type where it's just three formats, pick and stick, doesn't matter. Like mm. he's the guy. Yeah. Mm. Um, Moeen Ali seemed to be a reasonable inclusion in this. He was he went for a bit, but he got four poles for one hundred and twenty eight. And that Ollie Stone that we mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's, he's only in about his. Can we have a little look at Ollie Stone? Early twenties, I think Ollie. Yeah, yeah early, and he'd yeah. be he'd be under ten tests. I think he had three for forty seven. Yeah. Like we said, a really nice clean action mm. pushes the high one forties. Uh, probably not a, a real paceman's deck, but I would hate to be facing him in an overcast, yeah, you know, yeah. headingly <laughs> uh, yeah. type green green yes. deck. I think he'll have a bright future ahead mm. of him. 
Uh, Coley. He, out for a duck. There was re- Absolute picture, yeah. though. <laughs> Reasonable ball there from Moen Ali. Uh, Coley has not scored a international 100 for 34 innings. It's something like 460 days or something. Yeah, it's a long time. There. In saying that, he... He batted well in the second innings. We'll get to that. He's yeah. he's yeah. he's getting scores. He's just he's getting scores, but he's not getting tons. He yeah. you know he had to cut. He didn't play here. Guys are getting out around him. So yeah, he didn't play here because of the birth of his child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't discount Brad Coley. But year and a half, or yeah, about nearly a year and a half since it's since he's raised his bat and taken his hat off. So. Yeah, November nineteen was the last time against Bangladesh. Uh, so he's had twelve test innings. Uh, since then, no tons. He does. Coley out, perhaps. Drop Coley. Let's make that the headline. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few comments well, on there. a comment or two. Yeah, he it. does nothing for us as captaincy and he's not hitting runs. Get rid of him. Very bold. And I was like, she's Coley. Yeah. Mate. He's <laughs> still, all right, he's but still I don't third or fourth in the world. <laughs> he is one of the best cricketers of all time. I probably wouldn't be dropping him no, anytime no. soon. No, not at all. You know what this is? This is uh, exactly the same kind of chat that was getting thrown around Steve C. Smith. Wins the AB, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's I think it's a bit more noise than news. Um, I, I think in that time as well, he does have nine fifty, so he's been doing his job. Yeah, well, he got seventy two in the last one, and yeah. he was not out. I think in that because everyone else got out around uh, him. He possibly was, he was the last one there. So second inning stats there. Have you got Ollie Stone there as well? Yeah, so two Test matches. Oh. Age, yeah. So he's 27. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah. I'm just, he's probably cricket been, young. Yeah. Cricket young, yeah. 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 Probably uh, been around the county system a fair bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But they got Mark Wood can't get in there. Like, you know, you've obviously got Broad and Anderson on the back mm-hmm. end. So mm-hmm. they're, they're not going to lose. Chris much. Wokes, he's pretty handy. Yeah. Joffre, like there, England. Yeah, they got Did some you want to talk about depth? Fast bowling yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, did you see Collie when, when he got out? He didn't want to walk. Yeah, oh, he wanted to, yeah. When he got he bowled by Ali. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Because yeah. he wasn't sure. Because he got. Oh, compl- hit the yeah, he got completely. Yeah. I think he thought maybe um, it had come off parts, but like his gloves, like it ricocheted and then topped the bowlers off. Off. Folks, folks gloves. Folks, sorry. Yeah, that way around. If a can yes. of pants gloves, he'd be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this is yeah. Uh, the same as. Uh, what were you saying last week? Kelsey instead of Gronk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get him back to front. Uh, <laughs> but the, the English wicketkeeper um, had knocked the, the bales off. So he wa- there was thoughts yeah. that he might look at trying to um, review it with the DRS. Uh, but they were like... Tough look when you don't walk when you get bowled. Yeah, <laughs> and, tough and look. an absolute peach. You're just like, what the fuck just happened to me? You know but what? He it's couldn't gone. believe it. It's yeah. Yeah. very encouraging, you know, because you play park cricket. You're never out. Yeah, absolutely not. You have to... the middle. Right? <laughs> well, was, the keeper must exactly right. Yeah. yeah, that stump gets removed from the ground. Man, I want to see it. And it's, it's <laughs> nice to see that the same, yeah. the same uh, sparks between you know the between brain me. and the and the, <laughs> the actions of a human are the same between me it, and it. the captain, of, oh, <laughs> oh, the captain of India. Oh, fucking captain, your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's spreading. It's so funny to see. I, I wasn't out. I wasn't out. What a good middle to middle. Nah. No, nah. not walking. Have a look at the TV. That's it. Yeah. Um, so in the first innings, Coley got 11 off 48 and then... The second. S- yeah, 72 off 104. And not, not out? out? Uh, s- no, I think he got out. I he got out. Yeah, got yeah. Out. Okay. yeah. That was yeah, the first Yeah, he got yeah. by Stokes. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Runs through Indi- um, England's first innings. <laughs> Skittled, really. Yeah. yeah. Went straight through them. 134. This was when the deck started... Looking real turn, very nasty. Um, yeah, th- there was a lot of a lot of turn. Obviously, I think a lot of bounce. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to oh, talk sorry. about. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. The 
the bounce, I think, was just about more deadly than than the turn. There's guys mm. trying to get on that front foot, you know, and just and just really smother the ball, and it's it's bouncing a foot away from their bat mm. and just going. Yeah. And you saw sometimes punt was taking you know a half volley off the spinners. Yeah. Up here, I think yeah. I think yeah. that's more devastating sometimes than the lateral. Oh, movement. absolutely right. And uh, they had numbers around the bat. There was always a leg slip mm-hmm. or a leg, you know, a, a short leg. The slips were involved, mm-hmm. and uh, Ravi Ashwin, his great talent is the bounce he gets. He's quite tall. He gets that natural bounce anyway. So you, like Pep said, I saw a couple of times. Uh, Pommies had come down for a front foot or a sweep, and they'd wear one in the grill. Having yeah. a couple times, so yeah. that, like you're clearly not picking the ball up. No. You're just going to get out. There were a couple of sharp catches at short leg. Did um, a root top one as well. Yeah, like trying to do a sweep and it just topped. Yeah, popped up. Like yeah, missed so, Yeah, and yeah, if you can't sweep in India, then if you, can, you can't, that, that's how. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Matty Hayden used to always say that's how you you play yep. the spin in India. Yep. Yep. If you can't sweep, then you've got it's you know you're bang for time which yeah, um ben folks did quite weapon taken away from you is yeah ben folks was the only one to um really put up a fight there he um he actually was sort of gritty real that real gritty mm. um you know hung in there um, and he had 42 not ravi ashwin yeah. 5 for 43 opened the bowling mm. in mm-hmm. this so the indians knew straight away <laughs> yeah. that there's gonna be a little, <laughs> yeah, just, just tell just a the new turn, ball good luck yeah, yeah. a little bit of turn in this yeah and even with, with the newer ball with the seam so pronounced that helps that bounce. bounce. Like you think of a quick hit in the seam and it moving. Well, the principle with the spinner is exactly the same. But mm. instead of just, you know, doing a little bit off there to get you an edge, it's, you know, moving two metres. So. Yeah. <laughs> How about the Indians in the field for a change? Yeah. Like considering <laughs> they change. It was good of them to show up. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't real great, the Australian series of their well, fielding, but they've definitely got a lot better playing back in India. It's definitely something that we've spoken about before and we were speaking about it, you know, even after they beat us down here 2-1 a few months ago, is that if, if India start fielding at an elite level, like... like mm. Just keep adding, like adding it to the Australian list. Australian <laughs> or South African teams yeah. of mm. the past, it go just about close to being unbeatable. It's mm. probably been one of the points where they may have been a little bit lacklustre in, yeah. in the game. It's a, it's a point of difference... To say the, the other absolutely team, like strange teams is catches win matches and it's yeah. been over a period of time. It's a weird thing for a, for a country that's so in love with cricket and devoted to it. Like you know, they're just the simple fielding mistakes. But mm. that they wasn't love the batman. Ca- they love bowling. Yeah, exactly. No one wants to field. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the old backyard treatment. Did not show in their second test here in Chennai no, because yeah, exactly. the fielding yeah. was absolutely immaculate. Mm. Obviously, we've spoken about Rishabh Pant. He's listening to the podcast. He's saying these four Aussie idiots that sit around <laughs> drinking beers and knocking by keeping. He Took some absolute screamers, left hand, right mm. hand. Uh, and with the spinners, I think his big thing was um, he struggles against the spinners, like with catches and stumpings, even buys, but he was on the money. I don't from, think there from, were even any extras in the innings, from, which from, tells you a bit, yeah. From what I saw, he did not have any dramas yeah, with the spinners. Yeah. And in a deck that was had a few landmines in it, he mm. looked really good. Rahane had a really nice catch there yeah. uh, coming forward at slip, like sort of one of those ones where your arms – he, his elbows hits the ground before the ball's there and yeah, managed probably, yeah. managed to contain the ball. Uh, yeah, it couldn't fault the Indians in the field in this one. It's a little interesting point here. Mohamed Siraj comes in, obviously, for Jasprit Bumrah. Yep. Uh, he didn't get the ball till the 38th over. <laughs> picked as a strike bowler. Uh, and he also got... Uh, a pole first ball. <laughs> <laughs> I've been staying in the field yeah. for bloody a session and a half. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was 
It mud. was a rank wicket. It was mud. It, it yeah, was yeah. shit gets wicket yeah. uh, yeah. personified. It was a hip height, down leg mm. side, should have been pulled for six, six. probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I forget who the batsman was, but just got a little bit of an inside edge and punt. That was the catch pen. Going, okay. yeah, yeah, hori- yeah, horizontal to his left, uh, stuck it, you know, in the little was webbing. Stokes? No, it was a righty. Can, can you have a look uh, at Siraj's first wicket there? It was a right-hander. Yeah, Ollie Pope. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he, so, so he was just sort of looking to just sort of play it down to fine leg, got a little bit thin, and then partner's oh, yeah. taken an absolute screamer yeah. off that. So, yeah. Siraj, there you go. Ernie. Patience, patience. <laughs> there you go. Sat out and he's fielded as a strike bowler for 37 overs. <laughs> King Coley, what a captain. <laughs> he, he <gets> the rock. <laughs> Captain's call, 38th over. Let's bring on our strike bowler for his first ball, and he gets one with yeah. an absolute rank. What do you think? I think, I think he was side. out two overs late. <laughs> like two overs late, like, ah, oh, you've had enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what do you think? He bobbed five overs in that first inning. <laughs> I think he bobbed five overs. What do you think the chat was? The colleague just go to him and go, mate, Ashwin just needs a break for a couple of hours. I think that was probably. <laughs> Honestly, I actually, yeah. yeah. You talk yeah. about spelling the quicks. You're, yeah. you're bowling a spin in it. Well, Ravi probably had bowled 15 straight yeah. at that stage, and they were probably like, yep, you need a break. Let's, yeah. let's spell in our <laughs> quick strike bowler yeah, exactly. to come in for a lazy five. So, yeah. so they only bowled, what, 10 of the 58 overs? Yeah, so innings? between Ishan Sharma and Mohamed Siraj, they bowled 10 overs out of 58, I think five apiece. Very, it's so different over there, isn't it? Yeah. To, to think yeah, of that ever happening yeah, down exactly. under, we, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it is the other side of the world and I guess the, the cricket uh, reflects that. I, th- I was thinking, and this is a bit off script here, but if we, if we were to go to India right now and on that deck, who are the three spinners we pick? That's a great question. You obviously, know, like, well, uh, obviously, Lion gets a gig. Take the goat. You'd probably want a leg spinner. Swepson, I guess, Swepson, is there. That, guess, like, it, but his shield record is yeah. underwhelming. Then. Probably a better shield bowler than Zampa has yeah. been. Obviously, yeah. Zampa I think he's unreal much given up in the, red in ball, the yeah. short form. And then, I don't know. Do That's you, what do I mean. John Holland? Two? Is it John Holland John or Holland something like well that? played uh, well today in the Shield, the last few days in the Shield. Do you take two specialists and then use someone like Labuschagne as your third? To yeah, yeah Labuschagne is smudge. smudge. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. you know, you hope <laughs> but that some rank. Pat Cummins can even bowl on that. Like, like this is what we're talking about in India's depth. Mm. We've got a tour coming up to India not too far away. Yeah, if yeah. it's like this, <laughs> then I have... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need fun. 329 is, is absolute... We're cheering if and, we and that's a great impromptu point that you bring up there, Mac, because I I couldn't tell you with confidence who our best three spinners mm. are at Test Cricket. Well, our best if Swepson's our second best, then yeah, yeah, that's where we're at. Whereas even England, like Jack Leach, is very handy yeah. bowler. Yep. Obviously, your stats are going to be a bit enhanced on this deck, and yes. and and you can talk about pitching conditions for so long, but it's so true. Like in cricket, what. You pitch you play on mm. is so important to the outcome of the game. Mm. That's why India winning here is huge. That's why England pantsing India in the first test is mm. so big. That's why we love this game because it's the intricacies mm. that we love. So, that's yeah, a little bit off off, off tr- track, but um, yeah, that's no, an interesting point. Bring back Xavier Doherty. Xavier. <laughs> uh, do you want to go you through? Play the- a test match, Xavier Doherty. Yeah, a couple, a couple daughters. I think I think in India we, it was a similar situation. Yeah, Xavier well, Doherty. Did, didn't they there. take um, Zampa over to Pakistan? Last I year. think Zampa has over Australia, but his Red Bull numbers are just uh, horrible. Yeah. I don't think it was great, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to run through the second innings? Yes, yeah, so India go out, obviously, with a lead of ooh, near, close to 200. They were yeah. just off enforcing that follow-on. I think mm. they had 195 lead. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have done it. I no, wouldn't have uh, thought. Uh, no, no. They, w- they probably wouldn't have given Ashwin a break, but... 
Ashwin had other ideas. Mm. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> I don't know in India if you'd ever want to enforce a follow-on. No, really. no, no, it's, no. You don't want to be batting on a day four, day five, crumbling pitch there in exactly Chennai right. or anywhere else in the yeah, subcontinent. Uh, so India go out there. They make a uh, reasonably quick 286. I think this was close to four and over. Ravi Ashwin... Your day, your game, right? Batting, <laughs> yeah. batting eight. Michelle Pfeiffer. We we were talking about him last yeah. week. I think about his batting. Um, batting behind Sunda, so that's how high they mm. thought of Sunda. But then mm. Ravi said, "All right, I'll pick up." <laughs> yeah. Picked up yeah. his fifth <laughs> Test hunt, which is pretty unbelievable yeah. considering he's not. They don't consider him an all rounder. No, he's picked no. on his bowling, and it just happens to be able to bat a fair bit. Yeah, hadn't scored a ton since two thousand sixteen. It was. One of the old boys on the ABC radio that I was listening to, our summer down under, I think if you split his uh, test career in, into like a first half and a second half with the bat, I think his first half he was averaging in the high 30s. Yeah, right. And then in his second half, it's like about 17. Mm. So he's obviously put the, two stories, put, yeah, had, yeah. had put the bat away a little bit in the nets mm. and focused mm. more on his bowling. Yeah. Didn't matter here. Mm. Massive knock for them. Well, um, I'll tell you, sorry, before we move off Ashwin's yeah. batting, a hundred and a five for in a game. Who's so done that? Botham? He's done it three times. Yeah. I think he's second well, behind, I think Ian Botham. Botham's done it six or seven times, <laughs> which is wild. Like yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great cricketer. I'd imagine Jacques Callis would be up there. But I just mm. thought the other two were against um, the Windies, I think. But mm. not to it, discredit new, who new you're playing. I mean, yeah. new, we'll get to that next Yeah, second. exactly right. But I mean... That's that's a very good cricketer. That's yeah. that's that's an all round dominant. Yeah, gen- genuine all rounder. Mm. You'd be uh, sick of him, wouldn't you? If you were the pommies, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, this guy's just ripped us. <laughs> now we got to chase the ball out. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. He had an unbelievable Test match. Obviously, named man of the match in this one. Mm. We were possibly thinking, could he have a hundred and ten? Ten. ten. Yeah. There's only a very few. I think maybe three people yeah, have yeah. ever done that. I think both of them is one. And Shakib Al Hassan, shout out to any yeah, Bangladeshis, Shakib, I yeah. believe, has done Absolutely. that. Uh, so they make 286. Coley has 62. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moen Ali, justifying his selection, had another four here for 98. He ended up with eight for 200 odd in the test. And Jack Leach, four for 100. Nothing to really write home about there from the English bowlers. Uh, so the target set was 482. That would have had to break <laughs> all, all sorts of all kinds of records. <laughs> they did not make 182. <laughs> they were, they were never 482. No, they, didn't make they they fell a little short of the 482. They were bowled out for 164. Akshar Patel five for 60, justifying his uh, inclusion in this team. It's Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, mm. uh, it's interesting looking at these guys because we've spoken about Washington Sundar. Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, Shabazz Nadim in mm. the in the last. Uh, there's obviously. A breeding ground for for these guys over there. There's seven so wickets on debut, like that's an amazing. Yeah, yeah. like you. I'm not going to make Jimmy do this because <laughs> <laughs> we've got 200 years of cricket to look through. But I mean, that, that that's a great effort. Yeah. It won't be an all yeah. record, but again, and look at that. Taking five for you'd think boot. you'd think he keeps his spot. However, we've, we, been, we've been very wrong. Well, I'm not did, they want to select these. They won this it. test, so hopefully they yeah. stick. You think with it. Akshar Patel keeps his spot here, <coughs> and then I think the most interesting and poignant point of this whole test the spinners took all 10 wickets in in this uh england mm. second innings and 32 of the 40 yeah 
Uh, of the overs, yeah. yeah. Of the yeah, all wickets. There was oh, one of the of, yeah. sorry, yeah, of, yes. yeah, across all uh, the innings of the forty wickets on available, spinners thir- got thirty two. And Root was run out, so <laughs> <laughs> the Quicks took six <laughs> wickets. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's sorry, seven. seven. No, yeah, seven. seven sorry, seven. Yeah, yeah, seven. Quick math on the esky. Quick long math on the esky. Long maths lesson uh, for Mr. McGrath today. But, uh, uh, a short tangent here. I was speaking with your friend Simo. Shout out to mm. Simo uh, Van Muir's if you're listening on the SQ today. Talking about us te- teaching long division still to third graders. I think it's an absolute rot. Get rid of it. Never used it. <laughs> uh, you can just use a calculator for your quick math. Yeah. Third graders, if you're listening, don't listen and don't listen to what, don't listen to Mr. Van Muir's about Mr. your v. long. Ignore Mr. Uh, v. You don't listen, need it. Listen to on the SQ for all your sporting <laughs> needs and fuck that long division exactly. off. There are something called calculators. Uh, that have been invented. Well said. I, right. I wonder if we can figure out how to do some long division on the SQ. Oh, <laughs> Just to fuck it. Let's not try. Don't, yeah, <laughs> don't. That so will take us a long time. I think I've got the best figures in an innings on debut. Yep. We've got Albert Trot back in ni- back. 1895. Oh, I remember yeah. that was good. Yeah, yeah. Trotty. <laughs> yeah. Trotty. He, knew, he knew my great, great, oh, Trotty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Trotty. That's it. Uh, 20, 27 overs, 10 maidens. 43 runs, 8 wickets. 8 for 43. 8 for 43 <laughs> debut, so if you don't mind. And Shah's 5 for 60 is obviously a oh, long man. way down, I'd yeah. imagine. That's yeah. why Jimmy's the best in the business. He's all the way. He's digging through the archives. <laughs> quick, he's quick. He's <laughs> gone back 125 years. So I think we'll finish up. Uh, we've got one or two more points to finish up the Eng- England and India series. Mm. Um, well, test, second test match. Uh, so the next one's next weekend. So it's in hotter, seven days. Hotter about, I no, think. They bad. go two yeah. for the last two tests there. Yeah. Similar, so, oh, See, similar. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be, because it was a whole new deck. This was a whole new pitch. Is it going to be the same thing? Are we going to have a worn down Mm-hmm. Ground, I like. I God, I'm no curator, but I can't imagine having two test matches so yeah, close together. Yeah, yeah. It's good for the d- the surface. I assume so. these boys aren't doing drop in pitches either. So oh, no, that's no, not the no, way. No, of no, the no chance. No. Um, so they'd, they'd go, you'd have some, you know, guys fielding in nice and close, yeah, running over the the other, the other wicket. Um, crowds. I think the crowd was a massive oh, part yeah, of this yeah, one as well. Yeah, I mean, you, no crowd in the first one and no, crowd yep. in the second. Which so. and I mean, and didn't difference. seem to be any social distancing <laughs> no. or Corona God. rules. No. It was get in there and get loud. And it oh. God through Fox Cricket. Shout out Fox Cricket. It was loud. It was yeah, yeah. and you I know, felt like I was watching cricket in India. Exactly yeah. right. Which again, nature is slowly healing, but mm. that's a part of it as well. We're looking at the Australian Open. No crowds. We'll get into that a bit later. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're facing yeah. Ravi Ash when you're trying to bat for a Test match. You've got three blokes standing around you. Mm-hmm. Now the noise is involved. Mm-hmm. Like this is international sport. This yeah. is this yeah. is a, the battle that we love to see. So. Yeah, and you give your wicket away, and you get absolutely yeah, you get your <laughs> for it. Yeah. Get off quickly because it's yeah. a lot. Yeah, and as you, if you've got the pads on, and you know you're, you're watching nervous thinking if you're going to be out there and your teammates just, you know, gotten out and you hear that roar of the crowd, I yeah. think it does play into your Oh, mind. absolutely. I, yeah, I think, yeah, it's, I think it's a massive advantage uh, for for the Indians and it showed mm. in this game. Yeah, mm. big time. So let's talk about Mo and Ali. He's mm-hmm. uh, returning home, so he'll miss mm. the next uh, two tests mm-hmm. in mm. India. Mm. What? Why is he going home? Do you well, know? we talked a little bit at the start about the England uh, rotation policy and it sounds like it's part of that kind of policy. Uh, plus, um, he did have to do quarantine uh, coming back across um, to join the England squad. So he's, you know, he had to do his two weeks. Mm. Um, then I think he's been, there's another month I think he's missed as well. So it's been about six weeks or so that since he's been, you know, home or seen any family. Mm. Uh, so I think it was, they, the English team always had, um, available to him 
to do uh, a rest period or, you know, to take a break at this point. Um, so, of course, that, they've offered that to him and he said, yeah, you know, I've got two young kids. I haven't seen them in a while. I want to go home mm. um, mm. and, ch- you know, be with the family and I need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've done that. And, you know, the media, well, not, not so much the media, but the fans kind of got said, you know, he's been the scapegoat. They've they've booted him off and or he's quitting on the team and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But I think the, the English cricket team came out and tried to clarify today that mm. no, it was very much, it was always on the cards. We'd pre-planned this. I was always available to Ali yeah. and he's um, made the decision to um, go home for uh, to, well, miss the rest of the series. Yeah, I think and with the T20s coming out, they're going back to India to play T20s. Yes, so it was so one of those, do you stay for, do you miss three months and don't see it? He has got two young children. I'm not, oh God, this could be wildly wrong. I'm pretty sure he had COVID. That's why he uh, actually yes. had to have a, an isolation or right. lockdown. Mm-hmm. So in a foreign country, you know, it's hard enough when you're touring with the team. He had to do it a little bit separate. He's taken eight wickets. He went for a bit. I didn't do much with the bat at all. But oh, um, yeah, the, he he a quick, quick 40, oh, I think. They made less than 300. Yeah, yeah, yeah nothing with the bat. Um, yeah, not in this one. <laughs> it's one of those ones have said, look, there's a three-week turnaround. The, like we said, they're coming and going. He said, yeah, I'll come back. I'll play T20. If we're thinking about England as a whole, I'm thinking of Moeen Ali. He's a coloured um, – yeah. he's a white ball cricketer. Yeah. Mm. Um, He's in the test team, I guess, because it's a spinning deck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Don Best, again, it was a re- rotation policy. Yep. Mo and Ali's a colored clothes player. He's, um, that's who I see long term. That's when he's played his best cricket. Yep. And he's agreed with that. And I think, yeah, the Pommies are just building it up. It, it, it seems like, oh, what are you quitting? You're picking and choosing when you can play. How do you, but it's uh, much to do about nothing for me. But yep. um, that's why England. Cricket fans are morons, so <laughs> <laughs> shout out to them. Expect uh, Dom Best to be straight back in this side yeah, for the yes. first test. Yeah, again, yeah, again, it's a like-for-like like situation, I think. you got How many office spinners do you have mm-hmm. on a turning deck? You put in Dom Best. Again, yeah. good young cricket player. So. Yeah. What would you dig up there? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Samoan had COVID in the Sri Lanka test. Yeah, right. that yeah. sounds so like yeah. So he, Yeah, it was a pretty intense – I mean, imagine being in Chennai, being isolated, mm. or oh, go, oh, well, um, wherever they were in – um, Sri Lanka, like that. That's hard. That's mm. hard. Talking mm. to your family on Skype, not even playing cricket. So, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Got all, the, all the power to him. There's one last thing I want to touch on before we move mm-hmm. on to the other uh, cricket news. Uh, a lot of people say you win the toss in India, mm. you win the game. Uh, the last series between England and India, uh, you guys know the result. India yeah. got. They absolutely, absolutely routed Routed. England. Yes, I was going to say rooted, but routed as well. England got Joe rooted in this game. Let's put it that way. (laughs) In this series, I should say they got absolutely spanked for zip. Uh, You know who won all the tosses in this? England. England. Yeah. So obviously, winning the toss is a massive advantage in any cricket venue in the world. Uh, It's probably a little bit more pronounced on the subcontinent. Mm -hmm. Does it? Predict the outcome of the game? No, no, no. absolutely no. not. And it, and and there's talks of, and it's very much the radicals of people who think Test cricket needs fixing. But mm. the last <laughs> I don't know eighteen months have just proven that it's just amazing. It's still great. And, it's, and it oh, is the alpha it's of the cricket. Pinnacle. It's the pinnacle. There were radicals saying, "All right, the away team gets to choose what they do because the toss mm. is so important. Mm. If you know the home team wins a toss, it's game over type situation. Which, yeah, probably. But that's part like we talk about." the ground you play on, mm-hmm. the team you play against. That's why you need India have a pool of 20 players. They can mix and match who they pick. When they play in Australia, of course they're going to play their best three quicks. Mm-hmm. When they play in Chennai, they're going to play three spinners. Mm. 
and again, that's our problem where we actually don't have that big pool <laughs> where we can <laughs> chop and change <laughs> for um yeah, like for like. Moving on. Moving on. Let's go run through some international test cricket. Ah, and, and so, some beverages. I'd love one, monkey. Sorry, I'll, I was going for Pepsi. Uh, <laughs> While we are breaking. Well, I, was, I, was, I was just about to talk about uh, someone whose name really needs to be highlighted from this week, Mohammed Rizwan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were speaking about him in the test series. Uh, of course, Pakistan winning that against South Africa 2 to zip. Uh, test matches being held back in Pakistan. Uh, well... Before last season, there'd been a 10-year hiatus in that. Two T20s had been played since our last broadcast. The second one, um, uh, they were both at Lahore. Uh, What did you call me? Lahore. (laughs) He's been waiting all week to say that joke. (laughs) (laughs) I nailed it. It's uh, it's French for the whore. (laughs) Uh, So so Pakistan winning. uh, Sorry, Pakistan losing this one. They they batted first. They made seven for 144. Rizwan uh, obviously bats seven in the test. He opens in the T20s. He had 51 here. Uh, Dwayne Pretorius, named to maybe highlight uh, South African quick. Five for 17 of his four overs. He played 13 2020 internationals before this. He'd never had two in a... Wickets? Or in a game. In a game, yeah. yeah. right. So he'd taken a bunch of one-fers and none-fers. Obviously, wickets, maybe not the best indicator of a performance in T20s, although when you read five for 17, that's... That's a good bowler. Pretty fucking good, yeah. Yeah. So shout-out to Dwayne Pretorius. Uh, South Africa easily chased down this in the 17th over. They win by six wickets. Reza Hendricks and Peter van Bilgeon, I'm going to say. I imagine that's 100% correct. Uh, they had 42 each. At me, any Afrikaans speakers. We obviously got the <laughs> Anrik Nautica chat uh, down to a T last week. I'm sure I didn't get that one right. Would love to hear about it in the comments. Uh, so the series goes to one apiece. Mm-hmm. The third game in French for the whore. Uh, <laughs> South Africa bat first here. They make eight for 164. Big pat on the back and uh, some sh- sore shoulders, I imagine, on David Miller. He had mm. 85, half of their runs. Such a good hero of the ball. He's and in, in the 2020s, oh. oh my goodness, he has to be in the top five cleanest strikers. Oh, it's just, and when he's world, on, like he was say. on, you, mm. you can't not, you can't stop him. He's yeah, just, you just have to. He belted seven sixes in this. Uh, mm. The Pakistani uh, quick of the test series, Hassan Ali, he had two for 29 off his four. Keep an eye on him. Mm. Pakistan get the runs in a 19th over. They had four wickets in hand. That man again, Mohammad Rizwan, mm. he had 40. Baba Azam chipped in with 40 odd. Uh, and Hassan Ali, he can hit a ball too. He finished this game off with 20 off seven. Uh, keep an eye out for South African Tabriz Shamsi. Uh, he's a left arm Chinaman. Uh, he had his <laughs> monkey, Hong, Hong Konger. He's a left arm Hong Konger. Uh, he had his best 2020 <laughs> figures with four for 25. Pakistan win the T20s 2 1. They win the tests 2 zip. No ODIs to be played. Uh, they come out. Way on top in this series. Yep. South mm. Africa looking a little how you going. Obviously hard to judge on the subcontinent, but they mm. really got their ass handed to them in this series. Mohamed Rizwan, player of both the Tests and T20 series, 360-odd runs across all matches. Mm. Keep an eye out for him. Mm. I think, the, yeah, the, the best thing about that is we've had two different series in Pakistan and it's finished and that was great. 
So cricket is back in Pakistan. Yes. We can now... No hiccups. No hiccups. So great. So that's awesome. Awesome for Pakistan. Awesome for world cricket. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And definitely. a country of about 200 million people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who adore cricket and just, I you love, know... Just, yeah. just yeah. love it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really nice to see. And hopefully... Outside of cricket, that country continues to move forward in the right yeah. direction and we see plenty more cricket being played over there in yep. Pakistan. They are, you can't question their passion for, oh. for the game. Do you want to talk about the resurgence of the West Indies cricket? Yeah. Well, Credit on the Esky <laughs> As we were saying, as we were saying, we put an absolute rocket up them a few weeks ago. We were saying they're shit. They don't want to be involved in the test team. They all want to play different sports. Uh They've gone out and been Bangladesh two times here mm-hmm. in the two Test zip, Series. Yeah. This one in Dakar. Uh, Windies, they bat first. They make 409. I think we were on day two at yes. the time of last yep. podcast. Yep. So already covered De Silva, 92. Bonner, 90. Alzari Joseph, 82. Bangladesh had just gone into bat, perhaps. Yep. Yes. Yep. And uh, uh, a couple of early wickets they'd lost. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, so let's pick up from there. They got... Uh, bowled out for 296 in this. Leton Das made 71. The big story out of this one. The big fella. The big fella. The big story. The big man himself. <laughs> Rakeem Cornwall. Can you find some measurements on him for us, please, Oh, James? yeah. Do we want... I don't know. Height could be deceiving here. I'm going to say... Oh, he's a big fella. Well, well I, I guess centimetres and, and, and kgs here. So we'll Ooh. go... I'm going to go 185. Yes. And one, uh, 132. Let's go, big fella. I'm going to go... 180 flat and 140. Yeah, right. I'll go the, He's a big man. I'll go the other way and say 190 and, yeah, 140 as well. I don't think he's oh, 190. He's the big oh, show. What yeah. is he? <laughs> he's the got a show, The big show seven foot yeah. three. <laughs> seven Anyways, he, um, he opened the bowling in this. Mm-hmm. Again, spinners, another, another opening, subcontinent. Mm-hmm. They tend to do well. He had five for 74 in this. His best bowling figure so far in test match cricket. Windies go out and they got skittled for 117. So the Banglers probably thought they had a little sniff here. Yeah, top, I, I, yeah, they're well on top of that at that stage. Yeah. I would have thought. I mean, indeed, they only needed 231. Yeah, to, to win. yeah. So I mean, again, the, the destroyer that came on that opened the match, <laughs> that opened the bowling. Our man Rakim took another four wickets. Yeah, nine, <laughs> nine for the match, and yeah. he. Opened again and had 30 overs straight. 30 so. overs straight. We talked about spelling. <laughs> you reckon the big man wanted to come the out biggest a couple man overs in cricket. Mate, a picture <laughs> of fitness. You look up athlete and there is a picture of Rakeem Cornwall. That's the first hit on Google. You look it up in the dictionary. There's him and Homer Simpson. <laughs> They're there. He's bowled, he's bowled nearly a full T20 match end yeah. to end. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> the bowl yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is it's just good for cricket all around. So what were our guesses again? Uh, I, I said, said 132. I said 180 centimetres, 140 kgs. Yeah, and he was 185 132. and 132. And I was 140 and 190. Taller. I don't think he's that tall. You got it? He is 198. Oh, he's <laughs> serious. Same as me. Yeah, I thought he was, over, I thought he was like 6'4", 6'5". 2 meter Rakeem. 6'6". Yeah. Any kgs? And he's 140 kilos. Yeah. Oh, oh that is a man. <laughs> Yeah. So big, <laughs> undercutting by six inches. That is so big. Yeah, he's big. I remember seeing a picture of like the the batsman jumping on him after, he, and he's they're like like little children hanging oh, off his I'm back. Getting this fella up. Okay. <laughs> is he's, is he's there massive. a more likable person in Test cricket at the moment? Oh, than Cam Corn. 
cool. But just what, like, he just bowls it off easy, just rolls yeah, up. He just sort of <sighs> walks in. Because I, I, the reason I asked about the measurements uh, is because we have had that chat recently about, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, look, look there next to next to the captain. He oh. it, yeah. He's huge. He's, yeah, guys coming out of, like, the West Indies going more into, say, the oh, American 28. sports and then mm. instead of cricket. Like, he could play left tackle. <laughs> oh, look at him there. Because he is ginormous. He might have to hit the weight room a little bit before that. But True. But that's probably why he enjoys his cricket. Definitely has the frame. Definitely has the frame to do that. Look at yeah. that one. <laughs> oh, wow. Did He's you, just um, absolutely tearing over a few blokes there. Did you see the catch he took for the 10th wicket in the last yeah, innings? Oh, absolute screamer as he, well. And they all just they, they all got move. around him. Oh, it was beautiful to watch. But yeah. again, you know, it's part of that <laughs> West Indies flair, West Indies, like, we love it. It's a little bit different. Yeah. And, you know, it won the test match. He bowls 30 overs straight. They, you know, they had a small total to defend. It was, it was... It was really good to see, I think. Um, yeah, like in a tight match in the end of it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like we said, congratulations to um, on the Esky for saving West Indies cricket. <laughs> <laughs> We've brought them back to the heights of the 80s um, when they had all those gun players. Now they've just got a big fat bloke rolling well, off Do the one well. underneath it. Yeah, I think you're going to be able to say in the annal, annals, annals of history. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, settle down, settle uh, down. Yeah, the wedding night's not for a couple of days. I th- I th- Holy <laughs> access denied. Uh, it's, an, it's annals of history, I think, isn't it? Annals, 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 annals. of history. Yeah, well, you learn, you live and you learn, don't you? We have here on the earth. <laughs> this has been long really division dr- and really drawn out. I was going to say, <laughs> Curly Ambrose, Courtney Walsh, Brian Lara, Rakeem Cornwall. Here yeah, watch this. Oh, oh this. this it looked like he fell over. He's reaching right for a either. cheeseburger at second slip. Look at I that. mean, if you're reaching for your toes at that tour, you're... <laughs> watch watch, 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 watch the boys <laughs> jumping all over him. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they love him. All right, yeah. I think that's enough for Akeem Cornwell for tonight. If yeah. there is such a thing, but yes. <laughs> Bangladesh, they need 231 to win this uh, test match. They had plenty of time. Mm-hmm. They get scheduled for 213. They fall 17 runs short. Our man, Rakeem, had 405. He finished with 979 on the test. That's pretty handy. Mm. Windies win this series 2 zip. Nkrumah. Nkrumah? Nkrumah. Nkrumah Bonner. Yeah, Bonner. Bonner. Not Bonner. <laughs> Not Bonner. Bonner, <laughs> anal. We're all, it's all <laughs> happening <laughs> here on the Esky. Yes. Jeez. Something's on the mind. Yeah, God. It is the wedding night. Shout out to Pepsi over there. The man's we're what, less yeah. than 48 hours yeah, away yeah. from the big day. Tying so, the knot. Yeah. Tying the knot. Yes. Yeah. Um, Excited! Shout out the future Mrs. Pizzullo, Sarah. If you listen, we know you love your cricket, Sarah. If you are this far into this dribble, I'm marrying the right. (laughs) (laughs) We've made that same joke almost exactly on 45 minutes ago. There you go. go. (laughs) She also had something to say about you. She just said, "Just, just, it's bright. It's bright. Just name all the tight ends for." The Buccaneers, just while we're having a break between the cricket. Yeah, Gronk. There you go. Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them are just so, so blind. Okay, Howard. Anthony Auclair, French-Canadian. Yeah. Um, this is... Let's go. Let's let's move on. Let's go into some Shield cricket. Shield cricket. Yes, shield cricket. Let's get stuck in some Shield. The final point on that was we thought the Windies are garbage. We thought they were going to get smoked here. It showed, looked like they were in that showed first Showed a lot of ticker. Uh, Kyle Mayers, obviously, with that double turn in the mm-hmm. first. Uh, Nkrumah Bona, Bonner. Um, <laughs> sorry, slip of tongue. Freudian. Uh, he, he's made some runs there. And, and Cornwall. And the most well. likable cricketer in the world, Rakeem Cornwall, shows that he's not just there uh, to make sure they don't lose any fights. <laughs> 
in the uh, in the stands. Marsh Cup. Marsh Cup. <laughs> yes. Domestic cricket. Here we are. Here back we at so home in Australia. The Shield, before the Shield, uh, our domestic one-day competition kicked off. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have been doing this sort of weird format where they try to smoke out as many games as they can quite quickly. Obviously, the rise of well, 2020 cricket. I think for as well with this, uh, Victoria, they got permission to come up from Victoria to come into New South Wales mm. because of the lockdown mm. in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So probably part of that was like, hey, if you're coming up, we've got to play everything at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac, you probably remember back in the day, the ING Cup mm. or Mercantile mm. Mutual Cup or whoever, which, whichever sponsorship had it, that... The one-day domestic competition was fire. Like, yeah, yeah. Like oh, you that's used to watch it. It was televised free day. Absolutely. TV, it was maybe, a, maybe on a Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Or run home from school and flick it on like, and catch it. Yeah. They had the ING sign, hit the sign. They'd win that's like right. 100 grand. Brad, yeah. like That's when your Brad Hodge, Andrew Simons made their names. Mm-hmm. And again, we're, yeah. and we'll go into it throughout the season about shield players and making your name really force your way into the Aussie team. Mm. There just doesn't seem to be enough of that. Mm. Maybe because eyes aren't on the domestic level, but Mm. that's all we've got now for the next couple of months. So let's focus on (laughs) one-day cricket. Let's focus on Shield cricket. It's also great because, you know, the Australian team can't go anywhere. So all the Australian, like the big names are playing. Exactly right. So you're facing world-class bowling. You're bowling the world-class batting. It's excellent cricket too. It's absolutely, yeah. And this this game had a bit of it all flattened out Mm. a bit at the end, but Peps run us through North Sydney Oval. It's a great uh, segue that, the fact that you guys mentioned that anyone could be playing in these games, uh, enter into the New South Wales lineup: Steve Smith, <laughs> Pat Cummins, Nathan Lyon. If who, you don't who, mind, who cap- captain you know. New South Wales, by the way. Uh, it's never. It's Peter Neville. Is it still Neville, or did they? Neville. Give it to well, I don't, I don't think it's Steve's. I don't think. No, well, I thought there was a chat beforehand they were going to give it to Cummins. I just was wondering if they'd actually. Done uh, that that is a excellent shout, and Cummins may have, may have done right, that. Well, let Monkey figure that Look out. Look up you, who was the captain in this one. Uh, so New South Wales, the Blues, they started two for six after the first two overs. We're looking like they're in all kinds of curry. Uh, enter a bloke called Steve Smith. He makes 127. They finish up nine for three, 18 of their 50. Uh, a little cameo from Ollie Davies, 57 of 41. And Pat Cummins, that man, is pretty good with the bat as well as the ball. He had 49 of 30. Um, Victoria go out and they lose this pretty comfortably. They get scheduled for 259. Matt Short, no relation to Darcy, 67 in this. And James Pattinson, he can strike the ball quite mm-hmm. well. He had 54 of 36. That man, Pat Cummins, three for 38 of his nine. I think the other bowlers chipped in with a few wickets. Be very interesting to follow this competition as it matures. Mm. Who, who, who was captain, Jimmy? Yeah, so it was Pat Cummins. Yeah, so oh, Cummins. Okay. Cool. So I think that's that's the start of the. Is this, let, is this grooming? Yeah, this is definitely grooming. Um, well, I think Neville's named captain for the next one. Might see if they update that. True. So the Australian Cricket Board is like a middle-aged man and Pat <laughs> Cummins is like a 16-year-old girl <laughs> and they're just getting in there. And yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> a bit of grooming going on for young yeah, Patrick. Yeah, that may be edited out. <laughs> Match 12 of the Sheffield Shield. The Sheffield Shield obviously resuming yes, after resume. a three-month hiatus, mm. obviously since the before, November. November, before I think, the bash, before the yeah. big bash. Yeah. Uh, an absolutely stacked New South Wales mm. side again. Uh, I like that it's paired with the one. Day. That was the old school thing as yeah, well. You'd go exactly. to Queensland, you'd play you'd one play day. one day and you and play a Shield game. So it's, yeah. uh, Cummins out of this side. I don't know if it was a resting type situation. I'd imagine, I'd imagine yeah. so. I saw Trent Copeland. That man will bowl to 70. Hazelwood 
Yeah, they probably so. wanted to see get Starkey get some more overs, I'd say, in this. Star- Abbott, Abbott, that Star- was the fast bowlers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unreal bowling lineup. Abbott's probably a bit unlucky. He's here playing for New South Wales instead of Being not playing T20. Yeah, and we have mentioned that. Yeah, we talked about if that. If anyone yeah. wants to get into the back catalogue of on the ESCY, they probably need a few views. Yes. Um, <laughs> New South Wales, despite this stellar side, they get absolutely skittled for 165. Shout out to young Mitch Perry. He had three for 25 mm. of 17 overs. Mm. Bolt, yeah, nice, neat outswing. is really, really tightened up down. It was a very green deck um, on the could SCG. You imagine, could you imagine bowling 17 overs and going for 25? That's usually two. Um, like that's two, and I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm good for twenty five. Uh, yes, considering you, you pick off Steve Smith as one of them, so I think yeah, <laughs> Smudge was one of them. Yeah, snicked him off. Yeah, yeah that's one point. Smudge six sm- and over. One point six and over. One Smudge's point. extravagant leaves. Yeah, I'm very. Sure. Extravagant. They're getting more extravagant. Oh, he's but, just added uh, some spin moves to them. So he's way, He's trying to one up mine. It's mine. It's getting weird. It's going to be a leave off or oh, between Smudge the two. Smudge is number one. I think. I it think, is yeah. just he's that boy's all over the spectrum. I can yeah, I can big, guarantee you that big time spectrum. <laughs> we love him, of course. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Bendulia Estate where Steve Smith got married. Another there you go. Big, really? Yeah, big wedding coming up on on the weekend. We've God. plugged that a little bit. Um, yep, yep. Is that how? Is that why you picked that? <laughs> Sarah Lee, you have one choice. <laughs> oh, Steve Smith got married here. Done. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's pick this place. Yeah. Maybe some talent will rub off eventually. It might have one joke in our speech that I don't want to spoil. Tune in next. Tune in next week. We'll uh, we'll, we'll rip that one out. <laughs> <on> the <laughs> review. Yeah. Under over two and a half out of ten on the joke there. Victoria two hundred. Even Joseph, what happened? They were two for 150. Two for about 151. I mean, uh, yeah, New South Wales skittled for 160, and Madison and Harris came out. Harris played quite tidy, but Madison was taking a liking to Stark. Mm-hmm. Stark was very wayward, and we've yes. seen a wayward Stark. Yes. Um, not so much the wides and stuff, but not just half volleys, wide outside off, and Madison just nice timing. Uh, they put on 94 for the first wicket. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one, uh, two for about 150. <laughs> and then they lost. Nathan Lyon. Yes, yeah, Nathan Lyon on that SCG pitch, which, mm. I mean, we're looking for a couple extra bats in Australia, but to see Nathan Lyon, he absolutely ripped through him six for 21 in the end. Mm. And after um, a quiet summer, he'd be pretty happy. Absolutely about right. Yeah. Victoria lose eight for about f- uh, 49 and absolutely yeah. capitulate. It was an absolute, um, yeah, absolute um, capitulation, as I say. So Lyon rips through. Uh, New South Wales won for 22 as we speak overnight. Um, Finish the stumps on day two. Day two. Day, day two. two. So, again, yeah, we still got two days of cricket. and should, we've lost, should get a result. Yeah, yeah, we've lost 21 wickets in two days. Yeah. So mm. two ways to sort of look at this game. Oh, great. We've got young Mitch Perry, Lyon getting some form. Batting stocks. The one actually highlight I did like from this was Enriquez. We've got 67 yes, up there. Yes. My favourite number. Another bloke that probably missed out on the T20. Yeah, well, my so. favourite number from Enriquez innings, 170 deliveries face. Add up some rocks. We are crying out mm-hmm. for someone to do they that. Can eat yep. And especially, look, they made 160, so there's wickets falling around him. So he just get, got behind the ball, mm. played it back to the bowler. Again, that's what we need in the test team. We talk mm-hmm. about Pujara. We talk about um, Joe Root's longevity. Mm-hmm. That's what you just need to do. So Enriquez, we've said he's in the mix for that number five spot, yep. possibly. Yep. I mean, chess, test championship, fingers crossed. Possibly. <laughs> we've yeah. got to see who could be there. We, we didn't cover that, but yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's probably well, a positive. One all over there I think is a pretty good result. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, we'll have a look at that maybe next week mm-hmm. on the ESCI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, Madison looked aggressive at the top of the order. He probably... He came in at that 
that weird time with Ferguson and there was a big overhaul and Madison probably came in a little bit too early. Yeah. Um, so he might be one to watch. Curtis Patterson, who's very unlucky. Um, I think he made 140 here in Canberra and then was dropped the next yeah, the next yeah. game. So he would have loved to stand up and score some runs. Maybe in the second knock he can um, put his hand up. Again, that's why we're so excited for the Shield cricket. There's mm-hmm. the, all these names that can maybe let's let's strengthen this depth pool. So mm-hmm. um, that game's very much in the balance, the way these sure bowlers is. are yep. going with yep. the quality of the players um, in there. So, yeah, Vic- uh, Victoria currently 20 runs ahead, not even. So very poised. Mitchell Stark. You mentioned uh, before yeah. that he was a little bit expensive. Nick Maddinson was taking a liking to him. Finished up with none for 71 of his 14 overs here. That's just about five and over. Yep. Has he got any concerns, do you think? I think big concerns. I yeah. think we, we sort of have talked about the last couple of weeks that, you know, our question marks are number five, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, opening the batting and whatever hap- whatever's happening there. And our third quick. We love Cummins. Hazelwood, very consistent. Lion here. Yep, you're not dropping off any of those three, I would have thought. We were talking about Stark late in that India series. He was a liability more than an attacking weapon, which he is such a weapon when he's on. And it's that Mitchell Johnson, it's a left arm quick and it's swinging and it's bouncing. Mm But, I mean... Yeah, but the problem is there's no no one that kind of fits that... Aggressive mould ready to come in because oh but Jimmy Patterson Jimmy Patterson well, Patterson's, I think. Patterson's I probably the, the exactly main one who yeah. I was going to think and of. again do and we need bowl, someone different yeah. bowlers different yeah. bowlers because the on. other two I was thinking of is probably Jai Richardson who's over with T Twenty and then Sean Abbott of course who's playing in this game yeah mm-hmm. yep. probably the other two um, I think you know, Jai Richardson was in the team did his mm. shoulder and, and yeah. got dropped out but yeah and, th- and bowls wheels yeah yeah and moves it so I think if I mean, and it always is the case. If we've got one position, it's quick bowlers. So I think we really need to be like India, be like England. You're not bowling well, you're out. Joy Richardson, you're in. You're not bowling well, you're out. Prove that you deserve to be in here. Mm. Mm. Great, you've taken... 200 odd wickets has, um, at, yeah, at test yeah. level and you've, you've had some devastating spells. Where's the loyalty back? <laughs> There's lo- but I mean, look at look at Washington Sunda. Look at Washington yeah. Sunda. Yes. Where's his loyalty? And they win. Mm-hmm. What do we care about more than anything is winning. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, again, and you, and you tie yourself to favourites and they, like we, I've said a million times, we love scapegoats. Oh, Starkey's bowling like shit. Oh, get him out of there. Get him out of there. You know, people have bad games. It's when it's... It's when the bad outweighs the good. Yeah, it's is when, when bad games become bad form. That's yeah, where you, yeah, exactly uh, right. Uh, well, he's he's out of sorts. He probably needs to play some more shield cricket, get back in a form before we bring him back in. So. And you don't if you're dropped, like, and it, it, it seems to be the way in Australia. If you're dropped, your t- career's not over. Yeah. Look what Mitch Johnson did. He got dropped. He was out for two years. Came back and had one of the all-time. Well, look at the Australian Test captain. series. Yeah, that exactly series, right. Man. Tim Payne's come from nowhere. Michael Clark was dropped. Ricky Point. Like we've spoken about it before. Get dropped. Earn your spot. Come back in. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, you get in, don't let that guy come back yeah, in. There's not too many guys that have had a long test career that never got dropped. Yes. So. Yeah. The other game? Tasmania and Queensland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tassie bat first in this one. They make 332. Caleb Jewell, remember the name, mm-hmm. 23-year-old Tasmanian, had 140. Brendan Doggett, the best of the Queensland bowlers, four for 88. In return. Oh, the Peppy making 171. Speaking of returns. <laughs> Apparently, the, the joke is I look like Joe Burns. I think with some longer hair and a little bit more stubble. A couple of beers, yes. And about 80 <laughs> times more cricketing talent. Yes, I could be a Joe Burns. 80 uh, times. Jeez. If you would. Joe Burns. Uh, <laughs> let's, go let's go the ton. Let's go 100 times more. Uh, 171 of Queensland's mm-hmm. 275. 
That's if well, I know we don't like quick math on this show, but it's like fifty five percent, maybe sixty percent. Bit more, yeah. Bit more than that's that. more actually. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. what's one seventy three forty? Let's call that nearly sixty. That's two thirds of their rounds. Yeah, yeah, two thirds. Yeah, let's go with that. That's good. The I think Marnus had forty nine. Yeah. So outside of those two, they made forty runs. Yeah, yes. Xavier Bartlett batting late. Um, he hit, hit twenty odd. Mm-hmm. He's one to watch. Good swing bowler, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, a lot of ducks, a lot of single figures for mm. the Queenslanders. Mm. Joe Burns, such an anomaly. You know, it's one of those ones we've casted him aside. We talk about people making shield runs. 170 is a lot, a lot he, of shield runs. He makes a lot of shield runs. Though. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, does he start falling into the Sean Marsh category where he makes a lot of shield runs, but then yeah, you know, I know. Yeah, it's interesting. I, well. For sure, master problem. We can't bat in Australia. He, he bats right elsewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's and and the argument is of what is the Tasmanian bowling lineup? I challenge True. I challenge anyone here to name them. But no one else hit 170 runs. Minus Labuschagne didn't hit 170. Yeah. And yes, obviously he had, he had a bit of luck Matt along Red the way. Shaw, all yeah. on that side. So yeah. I mean, Bo Webster. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but <laughs> it's, 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 on the, it's on the board. But that's, he's not even, yeah. I don't think he's even a specialist mm. spinner. No. He bats about six in the in the big bash. He bats Bo six Webster. and bowls. Does he bowl same up? Or? I think he bowls think offies. He Could we have a look at Bo Webster, please? So uh, Tas- t- Tasmania resume their number seven. This game, I guess you'd say, is pretty evenly poised. It's Obviously, Tassie yeah. have hmm. the 50. lead by about fifty odd. Hmm. Two days remaining. Should get a result. There's going to be two games that you should see a result in. Yeah, which is good. Again, not not yeah. Two Tasmania and Queensland. No real names that we sort of talk about and and are jumping off um, the page. Caleb Jewell, 23, lefty batting four. That's, that's what we Keep like to see. Eye, yeah. Other than that, it's, it's Joe Burns. It's minus Labuschagne. The Queensland side's got a fair few. Yeah, in terms of their bats. Yeah. 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 So I mean. And, the, and that's the joke, you know, it's all Victoria and New South Wales, <laughs> but, I mean, read out the 11s and, and that's who we're talking about. Indeed, so, indeed. Um, yeah. But we want to see these, these Absolutely. Let, I want to hear about Brendan Doggett bowling, you know, <laughs> see him up and get us some good. Bring me back to those days. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, Webster's a right arm off spin. Off there you go. Yeah. All right, so I think that finishes up uh, Shield coverage. Uh, the next upcoming cricket we kind of alluded to, the T20 series, Australia versus New Zealand, that starts on Monday, February the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next Shield games that happen after these is next week. It starts Thursday, February the 25th. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final note that Jimmy's just added for us is um, Will Pukowski um, is mm-hmm. out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd say you've got his test season. I don't think he's going to play it's cricket. Summer, he's not going to play cricket. Summer. He's not playing cricket probably for six months, I'd say, because he's going under the nine, knife. Um, nine months. Nine months, months oh, yeah. What are they saying? That's yeah. a full Rico, yeah. Uh, yeah. For a full full shoulder reeking Rico. Um, so he had a compound injury that he got from the SCG test. Uh, so I guess he must have tried to let it heal from that. Um, gave it yeah. a, like six weeks. It was so innocuous. Like I just remember him yeah. going over and being like, oh, yeah. a bit of a stinger, maybe missed one or two, and yeah. here we go, but he's blowing out his whole shoulder. Yeah, I remember reading the chat and, and a few people going, oh, looks like his shoulder popped out, probably be good for the next test yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But if yeah. it's joint, like if it's if he's ruined that AC joint or the, that, oh, you know, in the... There's, there is hundreds of things that can go wrong yeah. in that joint, mm. so... Well, it sounds like they got to open him up, clean it up, yeah. uh, well, recondition it, maybe maybe even put it back together. Uh, so, yes, uh, a shoulder reconditioned yeah. for a bloke that's all the concu- 20. All the concussion um, stuff the before. Mental health, mental health. Finally got there. Looked so good. Yeah, you know, captured the nation, if you would. Yeah, he hit 60. Yeah. But, ca- you know, go, oh, my mm. God, here he is. He's here. 
Well, that's I mean, the, the only essential sh- Aussie story, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the, the shining light is if ever there was a year to be having a season-long surgery, it's this year. It's yeah. now. Like, Dimitri it don't sense. have a game yeah. till the Ashes, and I think yep. he's hoping if rehab goes well, he should be fit for a Shield game and then the Ashes. So, I yep. mean, he's picked absolutely first if he's fully fit, even yeah. after one game. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think our best two openers are Warner and Pukowski, yeah. without argument. Mm. So, so hopefully, yeah, everything goes best, well. Yeah, yeah, all the best to Will and his rehab, and yeah, hopefully we are talking about him scoring some runs come next summer. That's it for cricket. That wraps up the crickets. Um, I think we'll stay domestic and have a look at the NRL and AFL. Let's start with NRL. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those questions we wanted to kind of cover was uh, the amount of injuries that happen in training. So mm. I'll run through some. So uh, Bryce Cartwright, who's just joined power from the Titans, uh, broke his jaw on Monday, and that was after we talked about McInnes. Um doing his ACL on the Friday. Also at training. Also at training. Uh, how do you say the New Zealand Warriors? Eliasa Katoa. Katoa fractured his eye socket. Uh, looks like he may play on the first. Uh, Billy Smith, which is a name I can pronounce, <laughs> uh, for the Roosters did his shoulder, could miss two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Jack Williams from Cronulla. Uh, he was admitted to hospital and actually put into an induced coma. Yeah, so this was from the trial game. I don't yes. know if you guys saw the uh, footage uh, it was essentially a big, big don't, in the, don't yeah. argue, and it, and it got him pretty clean in his throat. Yeah. Uh, he spent three nights in hospital, induced coma. Jeez. I imagine that's intensive care. Wow. Uh, they was questioning there was some nerve damage there. Apparently, he's recovering well. <laughs> he's in good spirits. Uh, Eddie Blacker, he is... The, the prop that did the fend. Yeah, the Dragons prop. I think he made his debut last year. Cops three weeks. Maybe I'm a one-eyed... Red-eyed, red-veed-eyed, dragon supporter. Did you yeah. see the footage of this I didn't show? see the fend, but my question to you was, it was it open hand or closed hand? Open. So I think, yeah, I'd say that's probably a bit stiff because it's a, it's a fend. And if he hits him in the face, then it's probably okay. Like it's yeah, you yeah. can't punch people when you've got the ball. Yeah, but exactly. But like if it's a, if it's an open hand and he's and it, it, pushed, if you can get that footage up so the if, boys, can, if he hasn't like can watch it, grabbed or squeezed or yeah, it's I, just a fan. Like you imagine Derek Henry doing the same thing. It's just oh, yeah. it's going to be the same and, outcome. And, and my thoughts, sorry to cross sports yeah. again. But my yeah. thoughts go out to Jack Williams. That's a horrific injury to have suffered. But it's just unlucky for me. Watching this, it it did seem rather innocuous because um, you, you, you kind of thinking, well, so I, that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Or is it, is it more elbow? Does he cough him with the no, elbow I as think, well? I think that's just Fen. So I think it'll... Drag, drag, oh, just should, let it go. It should, it should, should play it again. So he, he took the three weeks. Uh, he could have had four early guilty plea. Yeah. Uh, Do you th- well, if with the suspension line, is they starting to, you know, they took out the shoulder charge. Are they going to try to start stamping out the Fen? fen? Thing. Well, can I ask is that as the league nuffy on the mm. panel, is it if I... Give you don't argue to the face. Is that a penalty? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you're not meant. You're not meant to be able to fend to the face. Stop. So I think it's elbow. So he hits him with the elbow. Okay. And the it's more forearm. So I yeah. think that's if again the forearm it, shiver is I think what's done him here. Yeah, and I think that if you want to clamp out stuff to the head, which is what yeah. world sports doing, yeah. like you know yeah. that's what's going to do it. And it's unfortunately it's that there. Okay, yeah. So it's probably his forearm and elbow yeah. that's making. Yeah, contact I, there. I think that's unlucky though. That's yeah. that's his hand and mm. slipping up his mm. forearm. Yeah. Into well, the, the argument is if Jack Williams gets up and, and goes away, it is that yeah they want to stamp out. Yeah, yeah, but the, but it's it's a result based thing, not yeah, the right. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is that happens almost every week in the NRL. Yeah, um, yeah, and they've it, re- reverse engineered this back from the injury and going, "This is yeah. a pretty fucked up injury." Mm. Mm. Let's slap mm. the guy yeah. with trying a to be a bit fire, PC with a little suspension. Yeah, you, yeah. 
Because if you change it and he goes low and you fend him, you know, on the top of his head and you push him down and get him out of the way and he's fine. Like it's still te- it's a fend, but it's just. I think what's undone him is the the forearm shiver here, where he's mm. hit him with the probably the very hard point of the the forearm down the bottom towards the elbow, uh, which can do a fair bit of damage, especially when you hit him straight under the throat. But mm. Mm. you yeah. know, small man or big man, these things happen. Indeed, indeed. Wishing Jack very Williams all the best with his recovery. Yes, quick recovery, definitely. A uh, little bit of news out of Bronco Land, Tony Staggs. Mm-hmm. He's continuing his rehab. Obviously did his ACL in yep. one of the last games last year. They reckon he'll be back mid-season. We were speaking last week about he's probably the best player at Brisbane. Oh, but yes. Yep. I mean, he, I'd say after all the stuff Payne House has done, yeah, I'd pick him as your best player out of Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Uh not really any news, actually. No, <laughs> no. It's just, seems he's re- just, he's just seems, to be, seems to be rehabbing well. Yeah. Uh, well, Sean, what, do, what do you think about all this, um, the injuries in training? Because does it mean, you know, as blokes probably coming off um, the off-season a bit rough yeah. Or, yeah. or are they just going too hard? Because it seems a bit odd. Because I know last year, like, Jack Bird did his ACL really, like, the week before the first, um, first game. Mm. But outside of that, I can't really think of any many injuries that happened in – uh, in the training leading up to it because they didn't – I think they had more preseason than they did this year. Mm. Mm. Well, they they played like four games preseason where they didn't play any now because mm. they're just not mm. travelling for that. If you look at that list of injuries, we've got broken jaw, fractured eye socket, uh, shoulder injury, and then obviously the unlucky fend. They're all contact injuries. Mm. So there's actually not a lot. That's just there's no incidents. Tissue. There's no soft tissue. There's no ACL. That's the argument, the ACL and the soft tissue. If you're underdone – you know, you're not yeah. going to be as fit, so you're going to your yeah, muscles aren't ready to go. I think it's just one of those things with injuries we hate about the sport. Mm. But is that what well, is that lead to? Then maybe are they going too hard in training? That, oh, that's oh. that's interesting. That is interesting. Uh, we will get to the AFL in a sec. I do think they would really like to simulate the game a mm. lot these days. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know if we are over analysing th- well, this point. I think if we went back, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. If we looked at every preseason. You probably would be pulling out a bunch mm. of injuries from, yeah. from I, each I like, one. I like the point you just made about going live because if we use the sport, the, um, the fighting analogy, uh, they're definitely moving a lot away from sparring mm. for that reason because, mm. yeah, guys get banged up, guys, you know, uh, they, they get knocked down in training oh, yeah. and then, you know, leading into the fight, you know, your chin's more susceptible. So uh, similar sort of situation, I guess. If if you're going live, you're going hard, uh, you you got to expect, I guess, there's going to be some fallout from that. There's going to be some injuries. Mm, mm. Yes, maybe coming into the season more prepared, but it seems that the guys that have kind of toned down their sparring and focused more on technique have actually progressed further in the UFC world. Mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe that sort of stuff starts flowing into the other contact team mm. sports where it's more of the technical mental game and less of um, the meathead game, I guess. Yeah, but you don't want to go the other way either. Uh, I think if you... Yeah, you don't want either extreme, at, I think. The yeah, well, if you look at the NFL yeah. this year, obviously with no preseason, mm. there was no really yeah. hard simulated contact. Well, tra- they had a bunch of injuries in Yeah, but training camps weeks. also changed as well. Like, um, mm. it used to, training camp used to be really bu- brutal in the NFL. Mm. Like, mm. You, you'd be banging pads every day and you'd mm. be doing it for two months. Two a day, yeah. Up. yeah. Mm-hmm. Two a day is like, yeah, it's crazy. Whereas now they've, in part of the, C- C- yeah, the CBA, bit. they've kind of written all that out just to p- try to protect players because mm. it's a long season and, you know, they're going to be banging on each other all year. So, yeah, be 
Interesting point. Interesting to see. I don't know if we're going to get a I don't think we get an answer, answer at, at, at mm. this discussion. Maybe something um, to follow um, throughout the coming years. Long-term indeed. thing, yeah. Indeed. Sean, what happened with these Raiders boys? So it kind of flew under the radar and it only came out because of another story um, in relation to the Raiders. So a couple of Raiders players. So Corey Har- Har- oh Come on, God. you can do this. You can do Har- this. Harawira, no. No, oh fuck. <laughs> I, I, know, I know how to no say it. I just can't get it out. Try are we are no no gra- no I know I gotta say it quickly <laughs> I just can't do it yeah there's no are we are Naira the yeah. Kiwi um, and former Corey Hornsburg former, former uh, Canterbury Bulldog yes played for the Raiders last year um, uh, Corey Hornsburg as well they both got done for yeah, yeah. DU, DUI um, during the off season so Corey I think was like a week after Christmas and then oh they're both Corys that doesn't help anyone. Um, <laughs> CHN <laughs> uh, I think he was first And then uh, Horsburgh was um, uh, In late uh, January Horsburgh Yeah but both got yeah. done for GUI uh, Both have been dropped from the top side Like as in they've got to, gone back to feeder club They need to earn their spots mm. back Ricky's That's just right. like I'm not having any of that yeah. uh, But during the week the Kind of what led into this story was um, A bunch of junior players They played in it says under 18 uh, side, and that's what the news reported as, but I don't think these boys, because they're out drinking, so I don't think they're actually under 18. Out drinking. Um, yeah, well, they're out out civic, <laughs> out, out, out in the city. 18-year-olds um, in, in civic, civic. I yes. won't hear it. Yeah, uh, and... What uh, is a club called Mooseheads, by any chance? <laughs> yeah, quite possibly for another great shout-out for Mooseheads. Um, shout-out Mooseheads, if you're looking to sponsor any <laughs> upcoming podcast, we're right uh, so the, the the boys got into a brawl with a whole bunch of people. Um, what really out, um, did them in was uh, the club found out about it and asked them about it. Of the four boys, mm-hmm. three lied about their involvement. Sounds like one told the truth and then probably, yep. you know, snitched. as part of that snitch. It's classic um, teacher well, move, that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 We know who did it, so yeah. if you yeah. tell yeah. 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 told yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. The other, the oh, other no. three were like, all right, we did it. this. So they got the one. Old prisoner's dilemma. Yeah, this <laughs> is uh, shout out to the New York Police Department. I think I saw a little documentary on Netflix. They, they run this one as well. Got uh, people to confess to some uh, things they did not do. Yes. Canberra Raiders, NYPD, yeah. Yeah. same and the same breath. Mm-hmm. But exactly. anyway, well, didn't one of the guys get glassed or get hit over the head with a ball uh, or something? I think they did the glassing, which uh, is kind of, again, not a great look. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. of course. Lying of course. to the club didn't help as well. So as part of that, part of their involvement, all four guys have been cut from the squad. So, What do you reckon the uh, Raiders senior members hit them with? Uh, look, guys, we're not mad. We're just really disappointed yeah. that you lied to us. You, yeah. you, you well, felt, Ricky you felt that you couldn't be open with us. Well, Ricky came out during the week and said that's not a culture. Well, that's not what we stand for. So, no, yeah, that's um, fair. You know, understandable. We can't stand by those guys. Sorry, you're out. Yeah. Uh, look for, yeah, look and, for them. and we go. Sorry to cut you off there, Sean. But we yeah. we've done it the last couple of weeks and talking about what's acceptable. What culture do we want to stamp out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If this was um, Jack White and and you know. Name some Raiders players for me, Papali. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Papali, yeah. is it the same thing? Like, yes, awesome, you cut it. Absolutely, we don't tolerate this, we go. But mm. is it because you're 18-year-old kids or is it because we don't want the culture? So, yeah, exactly. so yeah, it's, it's a good thing. It's, I'm not I'm not saying yeah. it's a bad thing, but keep it consistent. Uh, that, I agree with you because like Payne have, Haas has just done something very similar and he's cost copped a big fine, but he's playing in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, he's got his three-week suspension, but after that he'll be mm. playing for Brisbane. And who's so. more likely to bounce back from something like this? An 18-year-old yeah. kid who had his hopes hung up on... Footy yeah. or the guy who's making, you know, a yeah, million yeah. dollars. 
well, you know, his whole support yeah. system's just mm. probably disappeared from exactly. Him, which is, and we're not, you know, God, we're not going to solve footy culture here <laughs> no, in, in your no, living room no, here, no, Sean. No. But I mean, it's 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 a, you just want to get rid of this Mungo meathead boys club get mentality. Pissed, oh, do whatever yeah. you want because I'm I'm good at. Footy. But that's Australian culture, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that that served so well recently. Don't open a newspaper or anything in the past seven years. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they did it with was it Dugan and Fergo? Yeah, th- yeah, that. same thing. But yeah. Well, they was keeping training and getting pissed on yeah. the roof. So yeah, but again, that's them. you know, it's not like they're in a brawl. It was no assault. It was mm. obviously they were meant to be at training, and they they took a photo of themselves. Mm. But yeah, but I, I think there's a lot more. But they're also good good examples because both have had stellar NRL careers after that, and they were very mm-hmm. young when they did that. So yeah. maybe they did live and learn, and I think. Maybe uh, the other side of that is they did get out of the Raiders and got better deals in Sydney. So uh, yeah, we we, we haven't heard about it. They don't better live, for them they don't live anymore. Could you, could you imagine the Canberra Raiders right now if they had every single one of them that played? <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, <laughs> Dugan Ferguson. Can you imagine Mil- that under eighteen Milford team playing for the yeah. Valley Dragons? All those boys coming through. Oh, I don't know if they all grew up in the ACT, but oh, they all not Ferguson. Ferguson um, I know Croker. He's Dugan. from Goulburn originally. Dugan, obviously, Tuggeron. Mm. Oh, there was a whole list of them. And they all left. No, was it Carney? There was a bunch Ka- of them. Carney's from Goulburn. Goulburn. There was a bunch yeah. of them that came through the system all at the same time and they played together a bit. Anyway, that, that's Raiders history you don't need to go into. A big uh, tangent <laughs> Brett Mullins. there. there yes. we, we just <laughs> talk a lot about that. What's, what's going on with Craig Bellamy? Is uh, is there some little secret Chinese oh, whispers going on? It sounds on? like there's a report that's come out that in the for the last six months he's been having some secret chats with the Shark CEO about possibly joining the club from next year. Of course, his coaching deal runs out with Melbourne at the end of this season. There's Who? talk about him going to... Uh, Brisbane is one of the other ones, but of course Kevin Walters is now there and they're mm-hmm. thinking about how would they join up. Uh, Melbourne, staying at Melbourne and I think Titans from memory were some of the places. It's just listed. about anywhere really. But, it, he, you know, him and Wayne are probably the two premier coaches mm-hmm. that you, they're the name coaches there. Those franchise face guys mm-hmm. you can put in there and everyone knows who they are. So uh, Wayne, of course, is in a similar position. He's having chats about whether he stays at, South or whether he goes elsewhere, uh, the similar spots that Craig's also involved in. So there's a bit of overlap between the two of them. Uh, where they go could then start off next year's coaching carousel, as you will, for how that all goes. But interesting that the Sharks, which kind of uh, left field because it sounded like Bellamy more likely to go back to Queensland. Yeah, and, and, and not a huge club, I guess, in, in Cronulla. <laughs> yeah. But, but it'd yeah. want to be a lot of money, wouldn't it? God, for Bell, you'd yeah, have you to. You'd think I so. Mean, you'd think, yeah. And have to, yeah. Sharkies have definitely not been the richest club, but they've definitely invel- um, in, uh, invested more in the in the Shire. So <laughs> sounds like they're interesting. Uh, is, it, is it John Morris, their current coach? Josh. Josh. Josh yeah. Yeah, I think probably the youngest. I know it is John. It's John. He's Josh. John. Josh. Oh, you're you're thinking of the Morris brothers. Yeah, it's, it's John Morris. John yeah, Mar- yeah. Who, who's calling me out? That's their it's real brain Dragons, fart. Real brain fart from me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hooker second, John Morris. Yeah, quite second, a good-looking young rooster. Second or third year, I think, with Sharks. Bit of everything coach. on the Eskie, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Little, little. Let's yeah. rate all the rugby league coaches <laughs> and their looks. Well, John Start Morris is not last. Of course, I was. Wayne's probably last. Look, keep going. I was thinking of Josh Morris. Think of the Morris brothers. From the Roosters, Bulldogs, Dragons. Yeah, but John Morris, the coach, yes. I think he's been yes. there two or three years. I wonder what that kind of means for him. He probably is like, well, it's Craig. Like, of course you're going to talk to Craig Bell. I mean, yeah. I've only been here three years. He's won 
Four or five pre- yeah. well, six premierships, two asterisks. Um, well, John, <laughs> so he's been around John's off contract at the end of the season. There's, ooh, there's that so, too. So great, great shout. Yeah. Interesting sort of. Mm. So, position. yeah, coaching carousel to come in the NRL. Uh, the Indigenous All-Stars versus Mary All-Stars is Saturday night in Townsville. Uh, just wanted to shout that out, out, that game. The Marys won this corresponding game last year at 30-16 and it was in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, being interesting sides with uh, the new guys coming in with the Melbourne lockdown. Big story, uh, big rumour story Cameron Smith, uh, he's, of course, relocated his family up to the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's rumours he's been seen training with the under-19 squad and uh, Josh Holbrook has been watching, overseeing some of that. Of course, the Titans head coach uh, and in the Gold Coast, um, the Titans feeder club. Uh, he's been doing some coaching slash assistance work with some of the other younger clubs, 18, like under-18 clubs in the Gold Coast. Rumours out there that he's signed with them. And Gold Coast, of course, denying everything. That's not official. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you see who's um, leading the denials? They're, um, oh, what's his title? Culture manager or something. <laughs> Mal, Mal, Mal Meninga Mal is the culture, culture manager. Culture yeah, manager is the most bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mal's come out and denying it all. But How do I get that gig? Uh, <laughs> culture in, manager. In denying it all, there's a comment here where he, he was talking to Yvonne Sampson and yeah. he drops, mm-hmm. that's the... F- $550,000 question <laughs> in terms of contract figures. So yeah, yeah, an exact it's number. An exact number, so. Uh, Jeez, that's under- we've been, this has been speculated, obviously, for months. For a very long time, yeah. but, you know, he's been he's been cited in and around the club. Yes. They're talking yeah. about it. Um, yeah, it's very hard for them to kind of hide if it's going to happen. Uh, Mark Guy, I think, was coming out and saying, hey, if the Titans – I think he, he's maybe waiting. If the Titans start, say, on four, he's going to be in like, nah, but if they win their first four, he might be like, <laughs> he wouldn't all right, that, would he? Oh, who knows? But then I think about Nathan Pence, who's the – yeah. um, He's the current hooker who's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, was looking at Origin as a yeah, hooker he, a couple yeah, of years ago. So handy. So, solid. Very good, yeah. So if he stays – because I think he's still on contract with them. If he stays there, does that mean – Cameron comes in and plays maybe six with Ash nah, Taylor playing nah, seven. Nah, nah, oh. You disregard that? No, but no, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> well, uh, well, it was just how, how do you put your best 13 on? Like you got to put Cameron and, in the side yeah, somewhere. And keep Pete's there. And how do you keep Pete's in? Because I don't know who six is, but I know Ash and Taylor play seven. Um, Have a look at Because uh, well, well, maybe you play Cameron at seven and you push Taylor into six yeah. as a shout. Uh, Some Brady-esque type talk here, isn't yes. there? Yeah, 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 getting get the goat, Dick. A goat. Can I do it at a shit club? Get the without coach Craig, on the field, without yeah. Craig Bellamy. Man. Yeah. So what does this mean for Melbourne? Uh, well, they've got Harry, uh, Grant. Harry they Grant's Harry back Grant. there. Yeah. So, they're, they're uh, so Cam's done in Melbourne. Yeah, I think they've got... No, we're not saying that. <laughs> we're not saying... It's not a fi- no, nothing's official. Everything on the thing. SQ is alleged. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. Nothing's been announced from the storm, which is yeah. like... Like, they haven't done a big... Like, no. There's been nothing. Yeah. Which is so weird because yeah. this is the greatest player... Yeah, you know, whatever. One yeah, of the greatest exactly. players of all time. The greatest no player of all time. Top three. Like, you'd roll the carpet out, you yeah. build a statue for him, and I don't know, we're a couple of weeks from round one, and yeah. no one actually knows if he's... Yeah, official model, definitely. So... To keep an eye on that. Because I know there's they've got... Harry Grant's there, Smith's, Smith's there. I know Daniel Hughes might be going to the Warriors to move from in the halves to play young, fullback. A called so. Aaron Clark. Uh, I think he's played a few first-grade games. I, I don't know if they've got a legitimate six. Jamal Fogarty, he's a good shout. Yeah. 
I saw a photo of him today. He is like he's a big half. True, but yeah, well, maybe in that kind of Jack Whiting model. But uh, but you know, if you want to get the best out of Ash Taylor, do you put Cameron Smith next to him? Like, maybe yeah, yeah, they do pay a lot of money to have Ash Taylor there. Mm. Maybe it's just I don't know a mentoring role. Could be. So anyway, all speculation. We will follow this in the coming weeks as we get closer to the season and. Uh, what happens with Cameron. At this point, he's got no contract, so you, I guess we can consider him retired at this point. TB12. Mm. Uh, so we asked if Vunavalu stood down from yeah. the Reds, uh, obviously former Melbourne Storms, mm-hmm. uh, Storm Reds winger. Reds' first game. Well, the Super Rugby actually starts tomorrow on Friday. You yeah, joke. they had the... Yep. Their Baby first games tomorrow, so <laughs> lovely I've promotion. advertised everywhere. It's on yeah. billboards. Absolutely. I can't wait for that. The, the competition that is in quote, that local sports team. That yes. sport is going places in this yeah. country. For uh, sure. I reckon ice hockey's got a big hit um, standing in Australia. Yeah, go Braves, I guess. Uh, Did Foxo buy all the rights to that? Someone bought all the rights to rugby. Uh, maybe it's KO. I think it's all going to be on KO. So no free to I will not be watching. And we <laughs> shall not be commenting too much because obviously we're all league heads here. We probably wouldn't have much to add, really. No. Mm. This, Just like the NHL. But, uh, this story so involving Vunavalu, what happened, Sean? Uh, so he didn't tell the club what happened and it kind of came out later on, like a month later. Like it's only just come out and he did a press conference think Tuesday um, to confirm it. He's mm-hmm. been stood down. I think there's probably fine pending, but it happened in January. He's pushed a security guard at a nightclub, at a nightclub or I think it might have been like an RSL, like a at a club. Um, <laughs> nightclub, heaving, <laughs> RSL, yeah, it's RSL, all the same. Yeah. You know, it's all the same. <laughs> uh, women was, everywhere. I think it, I think it was more a pub than a nightclub. So, uh, But anyways, it <laughs> um, hasn't gone down well for him. It's come out and... Um, he's now been stood down, which is a bummer for him because uh, I think the Wallabies were trying to fast-track yeah, him into yeah, the squad. Yeah. Uh, so that was all on the tables too. So Be a good addition to the St. George Dragons. Hopefully their management <laughs> listening, I reckon, throw him a few bones and get him on the wing this year for the Big Red V. Yeah, well, you know, can't talk about religion, but if you push your security guard, we'll, we'll let you play for the Dragon. Push, <laughs> push, and allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. Um, so on that, uh, Nines got the rugby ah, that's from the right. looks of it. Yes. That we uh, talked about this, yeah, because rugby's yeah, got it. Back and, in then, and then the, the overlap between them and rugby league, how that's going to go. Very, so very strange. Yeah. We're going to have to see that. Of course, it sounds like we're not promoting the rugby no, at all. Well, I haven't seen a single uh, I've seen promotion for the rugby league, but I haven't seen anything for mm, you know. Mm. Interesting. Uh, maybe, well, maybe they didn't pay for that anyway. Maybe we should move to Australia's premier... Mm-mm-mm. Winter contact sport mm. in it's terms get, of viewership. I think, well, I think it is yeah. that way. No, absolutely it is. Yeah. Yeah. Really, it's <laughs> best sport in Australia. <laughs> well, come on, people. Let's get into this, some AFL, Sean. St. Kilda. Do you want to run us through it, Mecca? Uh, yeah, take, sure. Take us away. We'll start with uh, St. Kilda. They've been hit with the injury bug. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been talking about the league, uh, how they've been sort of uh, the training has as it's ramped up, the more injuries have uh, been hit. Um, youngster Ben Patton, who's who uh, forced his way into the team last mm-hmm. year, um, he's one of the new coaches at the club. Jared Ruffhead, mm-hmm. former Hawks legend, <laughs> great great name, absolutely yeah. So former <laughs> Hawks Ruffhead legend, team, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out uh, Ruffy, you can hop on the potty anytime you want. You'll fit in. Come, uh, come back from uh, Tumor, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So retired now. Um, brought on St Kilda have been pretty progressive with their coaching staff. They've got um, they've had a. Woman on staff, Beck Goddard. Mm-hmm. Billy Slater was actually brought on right, as yeah. a coaching. Yeah. He's like a 
leadership mentor sort of mm-hmm. role. And they've brought him, obviously, you bring in a bloke who's won four premierships. He yeah. was in that Hawks yeah. dynasty. Yeah, he's going to have. That, yeah. You'd think you have something to offer. Instead, he's running around tackling young fellas. And it was actually, I actually saw this. Mm, it looked pretty bad. Nasty. He was, he was um, put in an ambulance. Um, Stop, they stopped the game for 20 minutes. So yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, I mean. Rough stuff again, Patton. He's got a big future ahead, so yeah. hopefully that's a quick bounce back. I suppose um, you can only assume probably a pretty bad break. Oh, if the break of coming, the yeah, yeah, lower. Look, it looked lower leg. I mean, yeah. hopefully no compound or anything, but yeah. just a small fracture. Um, they've also lost Rowan Marshall, who's um, over the last couple of years become one of the premier ruckmen, top five ruckmen. Yeah, yeah. He moves can well, go forward and be goes handy. forward with yeah. Paddy Ryder. That's what makes him killed so good. That yeah, yeah, one two, one two punch. Absolutely, in, in bigs. Yep. one goes forward, one dominates the ruck, and Marshall gets his hands on the footy mm. and. Um, mm uses it quite well. So uh, Saints playing finals last year, they got a win in the finals. They beat the Bulldogs, which mm-hmm. was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Bloody <laughs> umpires, piece of shit. Um, day. <laughs> I'm not I'm not salty at all. Um, but also GWS, Lockie Whitfield, uh, ins out for round one. I think that's just a, a calf or a hammy there. Uh-uh. Bit of, no? Do you know what happened here? No? He, uh, he's got a bruised liver. Wasn't it? Oh, no, I'm thinking, yeah, 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 what was this? You remember old Pepsi and his old spleen? Yeah, yeah. spleeno. Yeah, you got to watch out for the old organ injury sometimes. Uh, he was, I think, backing into a pack in an intra-club and copped a knee. Uh, oh, right, in, in the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah just, in between just the rib. sort of yeah, below yeah. the rib yeah, yeah. And, and above the hip and you've got a little bit of squishy stuff around there. Yeah, Pepsi, I remember going down. The courageous Pizzolo going back with the flight, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Togarong Hawks. Togarong and, football club uh, now. Yeah, and I think he yeah his liver got a little bit of a knock. Uh, it no. seems like there's nothing serious. Is yeah, just yeah, no punctured ob- lung or anything. No, I think it's but just the, uh, obviously yeah. anything involving organs, uh, <laughs> internal. Yeah, internal. Yeah, you, organs. Want, you want to be uh, quite mindful of. Yeah. Uh, so they think he might miss round one or round two. Yeah, that he should be back. He's made himself one of the premier players in the competition as yeah, well. Yeah, indeed. But, um, indeed. Braden Bruce, uh, much more unlucky though. He was the recruit that brought in to hopefully bolster the ruck stocks. Mm. Uh, I think they said he was going to. He might be there. Yeah, the he was year. going. To, he he made his name at North Melbourne. Yeah. Um, obviously, North Melbourne of Todd Goldstein, who's mm-hmm. been one of the best ruckmen for ten years. Mm-hmm. And then it was a bit of a weird one. Bruce. Um, in free agency, went to Melbourne, who obviously have Max, Max Gorn. Mort, yeah, you're probably not knocking him off for the number yeah, one. No, but it, I, apparently he just wants to work at his craft and he wanted to challenge the best ruckman, so he's been behind Goldstein, behind Gorn. You're not going to get a better apprenticeship. And then um, he's he's done his shoulder at training, so it's a full Rico, he, just like oh, Bukowski, right. and it's looking like the whole year for he him. He is so. a fucking huge human He's being a thick well. unit. He's not yeah. traditionally tall. I wouldn't be. I don't think he's no. 200 centimetres, but... He'd be about one ninety six, I reckon, but yeah, he is thick. Fair. Like that's yeah, still, that's he still is pretty decent. Oh yeah, he's yeah, a big when fella. You, when you consider like guys like Gorn are like two oh eight. Yeah, 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 big yeah. man. So different types, but he's just a hulking man. And they obviously had Shane Mumford there for a mm. while, so they they that big enforcer with that gun midfield. He's, um, two, he's 216. He is. Oh, he yeah. is. There you go. Yeah, so pr- around about 116 kg. Yeah, yeah, like so a that big, that's, that's a big, big, big AFL <laughs> So for um, him to be doing a shoulder, he must have copped a big hit or obviously mm. coming down from a pack. I had no idea he was that big. So. Yeah, oh. yeah, big man, big man. So, uh, wishing yeah. him all the best. 
with his rehab and hopefully oh, seeing him bit, running yeah. around in 2022. Mm, bit of good news though with Mad Jack Door. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, he said with the new the way COVID sort of worked with the um, the AFL list, they've been cut down, but they've mm. been granted a couple of spots for late preseason. So Mad Jack Door, formerly of North Melbourne, um, it's looking like it's all but signed that he's going to make the Demons list mm-hmm. or Melbourne Footy Club list now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had a this bloke's book. I mean, he he's he's only a young fella, but the story he has had. Um, he was obviously the first Sudanese player to come across, which I believe yeah. was 2011. Yeah, yeah, he's been around for a while. 54 he, games in 10 years. Yeah, so, so he never look. God, he's a, he's a he's got a rig on him. Mate, you can see some players him at the beach. Yeah, like, what, once bumped into him at the Naruma Golf Club. Shout out to the Naruma Golf Club. <laughs> he is. Four centimetres taller than me. Yeah, right. And 20 kilos oh, of lean muscle. And, and a rig. And, and talent. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and just an absolute physical specimen. Had an absolutely horror run with injuries and yeah. being in and out of the side. And then obviously... The mental health stuff yeah, that came through. But yeah. that, this is part of this amazing story. I mean, mm. just to run through it quickly. Obviously, had some mental health battles. Ended mm. up jumping off uh, the Bolt Bridge, I think it was, mm. in Melbourne. Um, that was only... Um, not not two years ago, ago. Yeah. would have been two yeah, years ago. Shattered his pelvis, shattered his hip. 18. There you go. So, oh, so, so two years. Yeah, so two and a bit. Yeah. So the poor bloke. I mean, and and apparently he's in the ER, and it was you know, it was, yeah. you're not going to walk again. And you know, he's got his mind right. Yep. He got his body right. And I remember his first game back. He kicked a goal, and just the oh, elation on his face. Yeah, and then and you've then got then seventeen other blokes get around, blokes yeah, get around you, which is running in. And yeah. that's God. You love. We've, we've both played footy together, Peps. That's that's why you play. You play oh, with, indeed. and that feeling of of brother um, brotherhood. So, um, looking to get on the demon spot. Obviously, we were talking about Ben Brown. Probably first month might not be um, fully fit or missing some games. Mm-hmm. Majak um, swung forward last year and actually showed a little bit. So, yep. Yep. could be. I can't imagine he's in the best eighteen, but. If given a chance, you know, God, he's, he's persevered over everything so far. Yeah. Um, it'll be it'll be a great story if he made the list. I oh, think. absolutely! Yeah, you yeah. know, keep you, you got to keep these stories in the AFL. You know, there's too much too much bad. You know, we've just gone through injuries. We talk about the Eddie Maguire situation, mental health, concussions, yeah. all this bad. The comparison but, to the NRL and what they've got exactly through. like like good in Meat sport. sport yeah. yeah, good in sport is great. You know, yeah. and and we love talking about this stuff, this stuff. That's why we do this stuff. We want to talk mm. about the good stuff. So mm, definitely, good luck to Mad Jack. Good luck to the footy. I mean, I can't wait. It's starting to heat up. Um, Very close definitely. now. Yeah, under a month uh, to. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it sounds like fans are going to be able to get in now. This um, lockdown's been done from yeah. Mr. Andrews. So the quick short one. Yeah, yes. cannot wait. Not the. Yeah, I mean, God, there's nothing too much in middle of uh, February for the footy. Just teams mm-hmm. starting to ramp up. Some mm-hmm. intra clubs behind doors mm-hmm. are starting, and some um, cross team. Um, some teams are organising with themselves some pracky matches. But yeah, Nav Cup should start in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And the last thing I want to touch on with Majak was he was the first Sudanese. Uh, player mm. to play in the AFL, guys like Alia Lear, uh, obviously Sydney Swans picks himself these days. He's no, he's now at Port Adelaide. Of course, former Swans player uh, picked himself in their back six mm. the mm. last two mm. years. Mabior Chol coming through there at the Tigers. Ruben mm. Williams showing a little bit of promise there at the Brisbane Lions. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of. Sudanese guys, yeah, athletic. I mean, t- you think about the tall build. We talk about Majak, you know, filling out that body. Oh, I mean, yeah, and, yeah. and it's it's great. Grow the game, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and Majak, so you know, the word pioneer, hundred percent. Paved the way for those guys. So, would love to see him make that list and 
yeah, just from I suppose where he was in the headspace kind of way mm. a few years ago. Mm. And I think he's got a little bub these days. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Would, yeah. Just would love to see him thriving and do, yeah, doing yeah, well absolutely. in this league. Hundred percent. Um, that's um, yeah, that's a world NFL. Just much, back yeah. on Ben Patton, he's out for the season. It is. Uh, uh, yeah. so that's a bad break. Bad break. Yeah, then, so yeah. Yeah. Fractured. Compound. Fractured his fibula. Oh. Oh. I was gonna say, is it fibula? Because that's yeah, that's bad. Yeah, both both bone. Tip tip fib. Tip Again, fib. a good yeah. young player who's in that twenty two and, a, and a team that's trying to push for top four. Yeah. And for an incident like that, what do you reckon going through Ruffy's head? Ruffy's head would he'd be <laughs> filthy <laughs> like that's yeah, and that's like that's a, it seems oh well you lose that play for the year. Everyone saw that happen. That was, you know mm. that that takes a bit to get over. Yeah. Like, yeah. like oh god, that's our back pocket. But mm. it's also oh god, that could have been avoided. Yeah, yeah. That just happened. So you know, this is where the mindset, the mentality, mm. that positive mm. mindset has to come in. Yeah, all the best to all Ben Patton yeah. with his recovery. You mentioned uh, Navcap before. Is there going to be Neefall this year? No, so the so Neefall has been disbanded. scrapped. It's oh. been disbanded. So the Anything East, replacing it? Yeah, so the Eastern, it's pretty much what the AFL wanted. Uh, I've got my opinions on the Neefall, but we <laughs> do not have enough time here. My girlfriend <laughs> needs to see me tonight at some time. Um, so it's pretty much the VFL has added and incorporated the Eastern teams. So both okay. Queensland teams, both Sydney teams. Um, yep. And I don't think it even has all the VFL teams in it, just sort of the AFL-affiliated ones. Yeah, okay. um, so uh, that's what they sort of wanted all along um, and tried to get a foot in Canberra, but it just sort of went through and ripped through AFL Canberra. And again, I've got – we won't do that. <laughs> we won't do that now. Uh, do, yeah. do you think the quality of the uh, Canberra and Sydney and Brisbane AFL will lift after this? No, I think it's gone the other way. Right now yeah, it's gone yeah. the complete other way. I mean, I know just from people I know and talking to people I know, I mean – the players left in AFL Canberra aren't anywhere near the standard they were five years ago. They've mm-hmm. gone country. They've gone to make money. Mm-hmm. That's where the money is. Mm-hmm. Um, in trying to bring equality in, you've actually cost yourself. Right. So okay. It's sad to see as a Canberran who absolutely um, loves his AFL, mm. loved the footy club I played at growing up. But um, look, it is what it is. AFL, money rules all. So mm. here we are. I think for that second tier competition, it's, it's great. You're yeah. actually going to see the... Um, the reserve players going up against each yeah, other, and then yeah. your academy players coming through. Guys actually fight get for it because of yeah, that. the grassroots footy, unfortunately, is what suffers. So. Yes, well, yes. Well, yeah. what, so about, what about Tasmanian footy as well? Well, they're st- they're holding pretty strong. Tasmania, they yeah. I think they came out and saying we're not going to host games anymore unless yeah, we get the a team. Made them. Yeah, yeah. They, really? they've they've put that to the AFL. So yeah. what happened there? Um, yeah, they literally just said we won't be hosting games. Hawthorne and North, Hawthorne, North Melbourne have yeah. game, like much like GWS playing yeah, yeah, Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, so. The Tasmania are a major sponsor of Hawthorne. They've, yeah. they've pulled their yeah, sponsorship. Yeah, well, they're, they're in the. Uh, it may still be under contract, but mm. they've said well, not extended it or not renewed. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, so. We want a team. Otherwise, there's no footy. So, yeah. I don't know what leverage they have to be no, doing that. Yeah, um, I don't know. The Hawthorne Footy Club can well afford to play yeah. all their games at probably, the G. So yeah, North North Melbourne's probably the they're the ones who suffer yeah. again. Yeah. They've, they've sold games to Canberra and to um, yeah. Tasmania, so yeah. I think that's probably what they're attacking. Um, you know, do North Melbourne move to Tasmania? Is the is yeah. the chat? So if I was a North fan, I would hate that and be <laughs> against that. But you know, stranger things have happened. Exactly right. Yeah. So. There you go. Maybe there is a bit going on in the AFL in February. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait till July on the Esky. It'll be heating up. Oh, my oh, goodness. Definitely. Wait till March. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. 
All right, I think we'll that'll finish the AFL and the domestic sports for now. I think we'll move international and just kick off with the NFL. And right after we finished the uh, podcast last week, the one of the big stories, uh, JJ Watt was uh, released uh, from the Texans instead of trying to trade for you called someone. This. Yeah, that was uh, good, Sean. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, yeah, I thought maybe they'd get something late, but. Obviously, I think they've done JJ a solid. They've basically said, hey, you've been a great custodian for our club, for our team, and, you know, we'll let you go. It's probably not great for the Texans. No, overall, I think, and, and we talked about them being a basket case last week. Yeah, How yeah. can you let JJ Watt leave for nothing? You can't tell me they don't get a second-round pick at the worst. You, like, oh, yeah. Even later, like, you can get a fourth-round pick for him. Easy. Exactly. Or, you know, go, there's been talking about the, the, the Steelers, and we'll probably approach that a bit later, mm. but... Like the steel, oh, you know, someone with pick thirty, or they're going to give you pick thirty for JJ Watt. Like you could have got something, get yeah, something, you could have got get something, something versus nothing. Big and and JJ came out. He released this nice video on Twitter, thanking the fans and thanking yeah. everything. That but, was quite wholesome, actually. But the, t- I th- the, the whole chat was he said to them, "All right, I want to release this video and be the one to tell them. Mm. Um, you know, we're doing you a solid. We're releasing you. They were the ones who." Announced it first, so <laughs> and apparently he was so pissed off at that that he mm. wasn't even able to be the one who released it. So oh, they didn't that, do him a solid that, at all. They that's, just that's Houston being Houston. At oh, exactly, the they're, like they're, they're a basket case. They've got they're all over the shop. Yeah. So we'll I get mean, to Sean Watson in a minute, but yeah, it's it's crazy. And following on from that, I think they've said at least a dozen teams, maybe up to twenty teams of the league, are interested 20. in JJ Watt, which is. a Good fair shout. I think JJ Watt, of course, will probably want to go to a team that's going to compete. Yep. Um, Obviously, been a lot of chat around him going to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers to yep, play alongside his brother. Uh, the Browns have come. I think he was yep. been one that's come out uh, very recently. He's a Wisconsin yep. boy. Would he want to go to the Green Bay Packers? Uh, word on the street is that the Steelers and the Packers may not have the cap room yes. to so afford yeah, him. Yeah. And then we'll get to so – there's been a lot of movement of um, some less uh, – it's starting to start with free agency, free agency three weeks away. Mm. Uh, guys are getting cut. So there's a, a teams who have People worked out, hey, the, the yeah. number is going to be maybe 180, 185. Mm. It's not going to be the 220 we thought. Uh, we need to clear space and mm. big name guys are starting to move on or won't be extended or won't be re-signed. And there's a lot of them. We've only got a small subset of guys that have actually been cut. But yeah. it's, it's a lot of movement. Well, I think as of sorry before we jump on, yeah, but yeah. as of right now, I think there's twelve teams with oh, fifteen million cap right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You think of JJ Watt, he's uh, Texans just released him from a seventeen million dollar hit. He's obviously going to come down from that. He's thirty two. Yeah, yeah. He's but best, best still be double behind him. It'll be, oh, it'll be a ten million dollar deal. Yeah. So the amount of teams that can afford him, uh, I think it's ten or eleven right now. Obviously, there's roster moves Extensive, as you say, Sean. Yeah, yeah. He's only going to want to go to a contender. So if yep. it's someone like Jacksonville, he's not going to go there. Yep. He's not going to go anywhere like the Jets or anything. So yep. all of a sudden the teams that he's going to actually he, – he might think he's got, oh, I've got the pick of the choice. But mm. there might be eight uh, – and again, they're all contenders. So, mm. he's he again, he will go to a good team. He will make a team better. But yeah. Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me if he gets um, a deal that's maybe a bit more backloaded, where it's mm. you know like take the Steelers for example, let's say it's seven mil this mm. year that, that he gets incentive based perhaps. Yeah, maybe incentive based. Hey, if we win the Super Bowl, we get more money. Uh, maybe there's a decent signing bonus in it, so which is then spread out through mm. over mm. back end years, which he may never actually play, but they can work it out then and make it you know 
future problem versus current problem. Yeah. Do a run. Uh, I think a few teams will definitely look at him like, hey, he's a piece we can add to then possibly oh, make he's a, a run. He's a beast in the middle in the past. I've heard the Rams have been really keen. So imagine so you put Aaron Donald and JJ Watt in it. I mean, you got Brockers on the other side. Exactly right. Like that's, imagine that. You're not running Aaron the ball. Aaron Donald and JJ Watt. So, I mean, what's, <laughs> what's got to prioritize? Like, obviously, he wants to be contender. He wants to win yes. the Super Bowl. That's one. How important do you want to play with you? I'm sure they want to play together, but how important is that? And then money. Yeah. Like we can sit here and say, oh, you'd take the you know $4 million cap to, to go there. $4 million is a lot of money. Yeah, like if you, anyone wants to give me $4 million or on the SP, exactly $4 million. Right. Um, but yeah, no, we'll see where JJ um, <laughs> ends up. Uh, I reckon that happens sooner rather than later. I think if you can afford JJ Watt, um, yes, so he's got someone's well, got to pick him up. You get on, him in quick before teams do open up some space. On that, Chicago Bears. What's another good one? Yeah, his missus plays for the Chicago yeah, Red Stars. That's, that's right. Is that they do have about ten mil cap space? Mm. Kill little Mac and JJ Watt. And True, but they got no quarterback. So again, no. again, are they going to win? They're not. They're not. We're a playoff team this year. They're a quarterback away. It's almost like you've got a, a, a checklist where you can go through mm-hmm. and say, are they in playoff contention? Which no, is, well, I think you can rule that out. All right, maybe we'll skip ahead because uh, you've, you've given me a great segue because uh, it's come out a bit that uh, Bears might be a front runner for Wentz. So mm. maybe... Oh, no, he, no, he... Sorry to jump all over that. I meant to get on this earlier. He actually came out and said, I will not be playing for the Chicago Bears. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> he doesn't want to play. I he think doesn't want to play for yeah, them? Where do you he think went. he ends up? Well, Colt, Colts have offered two, first, uh, two second round picks for him. Um, Eagles, I think, are still holding out for a Stafford type deal, which is probably not going to happen, unfortunately, for them because Wentz is more on his regression, whereas um, Stafford's definitely shown, you know, a decade mm. way, decade of. I don't know if Wentz football. is on regression. Like, obviously, he had a shit season. Oh well, he's had since since he got injured, um, leading into the Super Bowl year. He hasn't been real great since then. Like his numbers compared, po- like pre and post injury, are very different. Okay. So oh, you, you're, yeah. you're, if you bring him on, you're a club that thinks you can rehab him. Mm. Which yeah, maybe you put him with kind of good offensive line, get him some weapons yeah. that yes, you can fix him up. But he's um, he's rating, I think, in like a clean pocket was the worst this year. I did hear that. I think yeah, I'm so like, he's, I, he's, he's he's definitely struggled this year. I'm one of the people who are on an island here. I, I, and people, if you're a Philadelphia fan, you would hate him. And I, if he's on the Colts. And I, I'll get into some bets I've put on later. But <laughs> I, I, I still, I think you can win with Carson Wentz. I, don't, I think Philadelphia's roster year, right now mm-hmm. stinks. Their receivers, no receivers stink. Their offensive mm-hmm. line was trash. Mm-hmm. Who's their running back? Um, Sanders was Sanders, Sanders he was is pretty good, good, but, but he's he banged hurt. up. Yeah. Like okay, and he can't play defense. Like I, I'm. Ex- I reckon we've got a Ryan Tannehill on our hands. I think we can have a comeback. I, I really, he, his money he's on to his he's, production is yeah, awesome. That's always going to come to into it. Being a bloke who had Joe Flacco as your yeah. quarterback, yeah. that's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Yes. You say you're making this much and you're doing this. <laughs> mm. That's yeah. wrong. Which I think is one of the issues with Wentz is his cap number is ginormous. It's yeah, more than uh, and, and was. So, that's yeah. why teams aren't going to give you a Matt Stafford deal to bring on that number no, for that. So no. Philadelphia have no leverage there, and I think yeah. And Hertz could be anything, but I don't think there's um, much there. That that Ryan Tannehill comparison is very interesting because you have to think back when he was on the Dolphins. People used to heap that much shit on yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, he's used he to He was yeah. the problem. They needed to draft someone. He yeah. sucks. Eighth blah, overall blah, pick. Blah. He stinks. 
And now all of a sudden, oh, MVP candidate. Look what he can do with Derrick Henry because it does help you've got a 2,000-yard rusher behind he's you. He's got an You're in an environment which yeah, suits you. Yeah, unbelievable this, running yeah. back and a, and a reasonable offense Offensive and a good line. system. You've got A.J. Brown and yeah. Corey Davis on the outside. Like, they, got they won the Super Bowl with their backup quarterback. So their team was sick. They obviously had a very good team. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, if, <laughs> they've lost a lot of pieces. Their team is banged yeah, up. Yeah. They yeah. paid that the wrong people. Line was decimated. This decimated. Year. Yeah, exactly right. Coaches and, gone. Uh, so, yeah. So... Uh, I think Philadelphia are aspiring down. They're going to want to try and get something back for Carson mm. Wentz. I'm, mm. I am telling you, if the Colts can land um, Carson Wentz, that's that's a good team. Yeah, I think I'm so. Going, I, I, their, their roster they're is stacked. Already, yeah. so they won't yeah. have to give up much for him. I'm, I thought the Bears were a perfect fit for him, but he he said he doesn't. Want to play. I don't know why he's calling the shots, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> But may, yeah. He may have a no trade clause in his contract. It could be like some of that. I mean, if does, when you so get paid something that big, I imagine it you, would surprise you, you me, put yeah. stuff in there as well. Speaking of Deshaun Watson, lovely, well, do, do lovely what, segue. I know. Well, I think we need to finish off on this. JJ, this, this tweet about it. You know, support of his brother winning Defensive Player of the Year award. Well, possibly thought he had more tackles, more sacks, more tackles for loss, and more pass um, knockdowns than Donald did this year. But of course, Aaron Donald won the uh, won this award. What are your boys' thoughts? Well, I think uh, JJ, uh, the caption was, I'm just going to say what my brother won't say. Mm. <laughs> Which, to, you know. Which is good. But, yeah. and, and they're pretty good. They've, they've got a bit of banter online. Yeah. They've never actually played um, on the same field together. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. So they grew up together, went to the same college. Um, JJ is quite a bit older, but never. Where did they go to college? Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, they, both went to yeah, they both Wisconsin They're from boys, Wisconsin. They? So yeah. I, I, that's why I think the Packers are. I think JJ's six years older than him. Rogers yeah, tweeted. a fair gap between Rogers them. tweeted something about um, JJ Watt coming. He put out a tweet today or yesterday saying um, free agency is insane or free agency mm. is awesome. So he's, his phone would be blowing up. Imagine <laughs> all the people. Like we said, he's a pretty outgoing guy. He's fine. He'd have a Could major in the league. put out the cheese? My my only thinking on this um, was it's probably a problem for Aaron Donald um, just because he's in comparison. Like he won Defensive Player of the Year this year, but when he won it, not last year, but the year before. uh, Before Stephen Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. That season compared to this season is so much better. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like he's, he's, he's a... He's a product of his own, you know, it's an error of his own success. Like, yeah. And but you, you and compare the two and go, well, and this one wasn't as great as that one, so why is he winning the award when guys like TJ? I think Xavier Howard was probably hard down by. Mm-hmm. First guy in 12 years, I think, yeah, he worked it out to take 10 uh, picks. Yeah, like, double-digit picks. Mm. Uh, sometimes you do get held to your own account, I suppose, yeah. there, Sean. Uh, I think also you have to think that sport in general, as much as we like to analyse numbers, it it's not just numbers, you know. This, yeah, exactly right. This yeah, guy, yeah, this yeah. guy gets a double team. He gets a triple team every mm. single snap. Mm. There is that, and that's when the analytics come in. The percentage, like that's yes, obviously they're the Madden stats that you that come up. Yes. And T, like God, TJ Watt's insane. I think he kept was runner up. JJ Watt's his brother. Of course, JJ Watt going to think wins the big brother. He's his big brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I don't think that's a knock on anything. I think it's just interesting that. And I th- the Pittsburgh people, fans are really excited. Like, oh, my God, we're going to have two Watts on our offensive mm. line. Your offense needs work. I'll tell you that much <laughs> in Pittsburgh, but yeah. don't worry about that. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, well, there's still talk about Big Ben and, you know, his contract's going to have to come down a substantial number if they want to keep him. Mm. Uh, 
So we'll have to follow that and see how that goes. Be interesting to see what happens there. Yes, Trevor Lawrence. They've got nothing else otherwise. Actually, I think Deshaun Watson was the next. Uh, Desha- uh, Macca Paul, wanted to talk about. Yeah, Deshaun we were talking Watson. about Deshaun Watson, and obviously all this trade um, noise that's coming up. He was caught in Miami um, partying with a few of his old Clemson teammates, and mm-hmm. um, Miami are rumored to be the the front runners for for Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think about that team, they missed, they won 10 games this year, missed out on the playoffs. Mm. Tua were not quite what we think, which I think is harsh. Um, he's developing. Let's be yeah, exactly. So. He's played nine games. Like, we've yeah. got to give these guys a little bit more time. However, if you can get Deshaun Watson in the door, mm. so here's, here's a proposed deal for you pick three, mm-hmm. which the Dolphins have, pick 18, which the Dolphins have, mm-hmm. and Tua mm. for Deshaun. Do you do that deal? I think it's not enough. And the reason I say it is, yes, uh, I'd go more first-round picks. And my issue is those first-round picks are in this year's draft. I'd want to move them into subsequent drafts. Oh, you pick three in this draft. I'd I'd take that every day of the week. You get Penny Sewell. He's a gun left Mm -hmm. tackle. Mm -hmm. The beauty for the Dolphins is pick three came from... The yeah. Houston Texans for Larry Tunsil. So that's essentially a free pick for them. So mm. that's what I think um, Houston would say, no, we need more because we're actually not gaining anything from that mm. pick. We're yeah. getting back and, our own pick. And Stafford, of course, went for – what was his? It was two and three. He's Again, the golf, the golf contract a lot, a lot in made yeah, way too much. Well. This is a bloke who says, I'm not playing for you. Yeah, They need they, – they don't have to do anything yet. They don't have to move. Free agency is yeah. a while away. The draft's a while they, away. They definitely said they don't want to do – like, well, we're not trading him, blah, yeah, blah, blah. They but, can yeah. wait and they and they will wait. Yeah. I it's it's going to be – like you say, it's the supply and demand. Like, there's going to be a lot of demand, but since Watson kind of controls where he can go, the you know, he's – that demand then gets diminished, which then means that exactly right. The, so the, the it needs to sort of say, "Will you go yeah. to Miami?" Yes, you'll go to Miami. Okay, well, that's what we have to lock into. That's what we can get the best back. Yeah. Carolina in the mix for Deshaun Watson. They've got that new owner who's a billionaire. He wants to yeah. win now. He wants to be splashy. Exactly. They're so looking to move Teddy. Um, exactly. Well, but does so. he want to go to? Does he want to leave Houston, who are a basket case, and go to Carolina, who, who slightly better? But you know, you got CMC. But if he's healthy. That's yeah, and then not, outside not, of that, they've got a young defense which is coming. Yeah, and not anytime soon. Like I don't yeah. think he adds five wins to Carolina. No. They were five eleven team. They're not going to have any draft picks to add to that. So yeah. I think Miami is smart. I would that that was the betting I that was putting on earlier. I put a multi on the Colts and Miami to win their respective divisions. Okay, got a juicy yeah. nine dollars for that. So stay tuned on the Esky, and I'll be um, <laughs> buying some new uh, <laughs> podcast gear for the boys. <laughs> Very good. Uh, moving on. So Trevor Lawrence, uh, well, there's pro days coming up. Most of the pro days are actually in March. Trevor Lawrence brought his forward, uh, had, a, had a workout on Tuesday, I think it was. Um, yeah. He measured in a little bit lighter than people thought. Yeah, 213. Yeah. Uh, I think what they're saying, because he had this workout earlier because he needed uh, shoulder surgery on his left shoulder, which is his um, non-throwing shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh the, the thinking is maybe he couldn't lift uh, weights, so he couldn't have maintained his weight or put on a little bit of weight. I think they're thinking he's maybe going to be more at 220, uh, but even still he's a little bit lean, so look to see him maybe towards the draft. And, um, well, I don't think they'll re-measure him actually now that I think about it because uh, he's going to take six to eight weeks until he's recovered. Um, then it's probably going to be another four to five months until he actually gets clearance to um, throw again. 
Uh, surgery, I think, I saw a report surgery went well. Um, he's recovering fine. Uh, it's looking like he will um, uh, be right for the start of the season, for the start of training camp. Yeah. Uh, it's quite interesting watching uh, the workout because uh, Urban Meyer is standing like three yards in front of him watching every, yeah, single, pass. every single pass. So it, it looks like, you know, it's not a guy going down to the dealership for the first time. He's there taking the car out for a drive. He, he's, I think he's ready. He's all in. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lawrence, Lawrence looks, bombs. Yeah, he looks really good. Uh, my concerns watching this was his footwork was probably a little bit slow. Um, and get, I'm nitpicking yeah. here. Full way a little bit slow, but you, you get that a little bit with the taller guys, yep. a bit more gangly. Uh, arm strength, he didn't throw a ball over 50 yards um, oh, from, from throwing to catching, but it's the, still plenty. One, you, the, you're not going to throw it. One you, of those last couple. Yeah, they're, they're nice. They're nice. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I did the math. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Math. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it matters. I, I've got no concerns no. Yeah. with his, the, the, his arm the strength. Throwing, the throwing uh, power on the, you know, the seams, the posts, you know, those 20, 30 yards throws, absolutely excellent. Look um, at that. He, yeah, he can zip it in. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe he's not going to throw a 70, 80-yard bomb like Mahomes or Josh Allen is. Not, uh, I don't think quite their arm no, strength. It's different, yeah, yeah, different quarterback. Yeah. Different type of quarterback, yeah. though, yes. Um, from, he, yeah, if you remember that um, – and I'm just taking piss that so you may have talked about it. Yeah, yeah, no, the no, national no. championship two years ago, mm. um, he had about halfway and he ran away from everyone, scored a touchdown, and was outrunning defensive yeah. backs. Yeah. Like he is an athletic, he is very athletic beast. And that hair, ooh. oh my goodness! Yeah. The biggest new story will be when he actually cuts his hair short. Yeah. And we'll have to see if that ever reminiscent of uh, sunshine. Of uh, yeah. remember the Tottenham. Well, we're gonna remember Tom Brady had long hair Ryan for a little Gosling. while. So. No, no, Ryan um, yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah, no, no, it no, was, no. Gosling was the, he was yeah. in the movie, he was in the movie, yeah. different position. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> it, <laughs> that apple, um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, god, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, Lawrence, you got lost in his hair, I understand. Flicking those golden yeah. locks, um, I, yeah, he is the most. Like, oh, I do remember now. Urban Meyer doesn't take this job if well, he's, they aren't he, picking he's there, like. Exactly. In like the this, group, he's, he's watching it very, if very If you closely. are a team other than the Jaguars and you're watching this, you just wanted to hang out at Clemson or you wanted to watch the receivers catching so there, the ball. There's yeah. Urban there. Because there's no point watching Trevor Lawrence because you're not going to get him. The Jaguars. Jordan Palmer, of course, the uh, quarterback coach. For yeah, him. yeah. He's a bit of a um, guru. Guru. Carson's yes. brother, college mm. um, uh, analyst. Yeah. He um, He's worked with... He worked with Josh Allen, uh, you know, in that off year. Apparently, he's working with Lamar this year, which mm-hmm. gets everyone excited in this mm-hmm. room. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, Lawrence is couldn't be closer to a lock first round pick. That, like, there's no point. It's like the Jets are on the clock with pick two. Yeah, because it's you think so. Yeah, if the Jaguars take up that whole fifteen minutes or whatever they get, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so they just showed his record there, thirty-two and two. Um, two of those losses, of course. Do he have, he lose? No, two of those losses. One this year, of course, to Ohio, uh, not making yep. it into the national championship, and then the mm-hmm. other one losing in the national championship. Mm-hmm. Only L- LSU. L- yeah, yep. against LSU. So in the last three years, he. His first year of starting is the year they won. The yeah, he won as a freshman, freshman, lost in the Natty to Joe Burrow and LSU, yeah. and then lost to, in the to uh, Justin, Fields. Justin Fields. So that like, what, what do you think his big game potential is? As I'm just thinking, is possibly a one criticism as like a leader of a team like Clemson, one of the best teams in, in college football. Mm. Uh, he didn't have a great game against Ohio. He started off well against um, uh, LSU, but then. LSU came on real strong in the second half and they just couldn't stay with them. So just 
maybe that's one of his criticisms is his uh, big game potential. But yeah, yeah, it's not bad. I don't, I don't um, hate that because it's been so perfect. But I think you mm. get nitpicky with when when yeah. he's such a home run. You go, well, he, you yeah. know, he made the. The natty and didn't go great. Oh, and I was dra- just nitpicking. He's like his footwork's yeah. probably a little bit slow compared to like you know if you watch Peyton Manning's footwork, it's hundred percent. And this is what this is what happens, and it's currently happening with sort of Zach Wilson is the hot thing. So he's yeah. coming up, whereas Trey Lance was the hot thing. He hasn't played. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, going played down and playing in a lower division. Lower, yeah, yeah, FCS. FCS so, so yeah, we're, and again we're we're criticizing Trevor Lawrence on two losses. There, he's two losses. <laughs> like you want to talk about big game potential, he's yeah. lost two games. So I, I, I like it's completely different games again, college. Um, but yeah, I, I'm so excited to see this. You know, I hate seeing basket cases in any um, yeah, league. Do, you hate, he you he hate doesn't seeing, come across as like a right and left for Jamarcus Russell. No, so no, no. I, th- no. I, think, he, I think you're going to be all right. In he that he changes this team, and and yeah. again, we talk about the Texans being a basket case. Now you add Trevor Lawrence into this division. This is why the Colts bet is looking good, boys. I'm telling you, like the Jags will be all right, but they've got a rookie quarterback. Titans, but it, Titans. They need to buy well, I'd say, in free agency and draft mm. well, and mm. then we can discuss whether they can bounce back. And maybe they're a ten and six kind of team. Yeah. So we'll, and, we'll, and we'll like they've got a rookie, rookie quarterback, a rookie Skip head coach. Go like fifteen minutes. So. Yeah, cool. It's cool to see, like you know, this guy could be the next Peyton Manning, which yeah. would be awesome. Like, yeah. we, and and then you know we get to watch him. That's mm-hmm. that's just what I get excited about. So, there you go. He had more rushing touchdowns than interceptions. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's not bad for your. And I, I think it is a bit nitpicky as well, Sean. Going back mm. to his big game potential. It's a. It's it's a small sample size. It's two games. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He but won. He won the Natty as a freshman. Yeah. B, B yeah. it's there's 50-something other guys out there that are on the same side. Exactly. The quarterback yeah. does a lot, but he can't do everything. I think uh, any Trevor Lawrence hate is devil's advocate. Of, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And it, and it, But it's needed. Yeah. It's needed yeah, in the you room. Have to, you you want to analyse. Yeah, you want to... Yeah. Yeah. We can say he's not absolutely perfect. No. So. <laughs> and, and no, <laughs> he's, he's pretty bloody close. Fucking close. Fucking close. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking close. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I think he got engaged as well and is due to get married. Very, very soon too. Which, Congratulations. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, God. Yeah. What are you getting married now for? You're about to hit your prime. God. Imagine the numbers this man could put up. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, but yeah. God. You what he, I think he's been with his missus a long time as well. Oh, she must yeah. be a hell of a woman. But yeah. Otherwise, word. his body count would be astronomical. Um, <laughs> with that hair. Um, but I guess talking about the next level, who, who in the NFL currently is sort of – is it Trevor His Lawrence? Mold. Yeah. Well, this this is probably one of the issues um, for Trevor is tall quarterbacks haven't been overly successful. Like Peyton at six five was mm-hmm. one of the few of the bigger, but guys that usually go over that six 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 seven. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mike well, Lennon, six, six. Mike Lennon, like He's yeah, first one that comes to mind for me. Again, yeah. I think we're nitpicking, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, those yeah. guys you talk about can't Brad, move Brady, it apart. Yeah, Tom they Brady's can't. six foot four. Yeah. Yes. We're talking about five centimetres yeah. here. Yeah, We're talking yeah. about two inches. Mm. And all those guys can't move in the pocket. Like I'm telling <laughs> two you, this inches guy important. has wheels. Two, two inches. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Sean's been very R-rated this uh, Yeah, this, this If episode. you add it two it's inches, it might bring it to three. <laughs> 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 here we are. Wedding week. Anyway. Sarah, if you're listening... Well done, Dale. Yeah, two hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good job. You're locked in for another 55, 60 years. Congratulations to you. But no, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, he will be good for the next 15 yeah, years. Yeah, so let's stop, let's stop man out. crushing over yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Yep. All right. 
Uh, what else has happened? Kawan so, Short? Yeah, Kawan Short uh, has played 18, eight, sorry, eight seasons. Hall of Famer. Yeah, eight <laughs> seasons for uh, Panthers. He's been to the Pro Bowl three of those. Uh, he's only played five games though in the last two years, yep. so he's officially been released by the Panthers. Yeah, injury ravaged. Trying to move, move on. Uh, one of the first big signings. As in contract-wise, uh, all-pro kicker for Jason Sanders for the Miami Dolphins signed a five-year, twenty-two million-dollar extension through to twenty twenty-six. I think that uh, makes for him, the brand. I think that makes him the third highest-paid kicker ever. Mm-hmm. So Marvelous job, though. Congratulations yeah. to you. What have you missed a kick yeah, this hey, year? Um, I mean, we don't need to spend too much time talking about kickers, but he was uh, lights out this year. Wow, well, there was a cool um, <laughs> kickers are people too, Joseph. <laughs> no, no, they are not. Hey, I've got the greatest <laughs> kicker of all time, and fuck, they no, no. Outside of Justin Tucker, I want yeah. to talk about tickets. Tickets. I think it's a, it's a great deal for him. Tickets. It's, it's a, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got a tick. <laughs> it's a great deal for him, I guess, uh, coming into also with uh, the cap number possibly reintroduced, like getting his mm. before that all becomes official. Is a great forward to Sean Watson. So, so a few kind of big names. There's multiple actually. There's a whole bunch of reports about teams like they're probably not going to resign guys just because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. where they are and where you know the numbers wise. So there's going to be a lot of veterans. It looks like available for free agency, which is going to make free agency very very interesting. Bit uh, two two names to kind of pick out was Patrick Peterson. He didn't have a great year unfortunately for the Cards. I think he, you know, PFF had him like 90 out of 130 really? corners. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. if you that's if you follow if you follow PFF. Uh, but sounds like the Clark cards uh, may not may not resign him, so he could be on the market. Thirty one years old, so a little bit old for a corner. Mm, he's but definitely slowed down. Has, like, yeah, but as, great, as, as you do at that age. But he's yeah. he's still he's veteran still talent in, in my opinion. Get him he, as a, yeah. He's one we were talking about last week. I think he's one who could shift to safety and yeah, actually yeah, read the that. field yeah. a lot like well. That. I mean, he's yep. got the yep. history Charles of Woodson. got some yeah. size yep. kicking return kicks. Yep. Like he's got that yeah. um, vision, and he's quite a large. Corner. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Think, so, mate. I think he he'd play number two for on a team easily. Yeah. Uh, if you know, give someone else the the premier wide receivers, and he's going to lock down whoever your number two is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, maybe try to transition him to safety. See with that, how that goes. What's going on with Alan Robinson? Because he <laughs> has been the shining light on a mm. otherwise dormant. Chicago Bears. Maybe offense. another reason why Wentz said I'm not going to play for the Bears because it sounds like the Bears are not going to look to. Offer him a really? long-term extension, oh, maybe again oh, cap number. Money. Yeah, yeah. M- like money. you said, they've he got ten million. Paid. They've got ten million. He'll make, he'll make money on the open market. Mm, he, yeah. I think he's the, he's good. Like yeah. he's he's, very he's good. a legitimate receiver. And you, he's come from Jacksonville, who was throwing the ball to him. You know, uh, who was it? Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles. Yeah. Now Mitch Trubisky's throwing the ball, and look, if you look Baldy at his Fox, numbers. Yeah. He's got great numbers with those guys throwing him the ball. He, if he lands on, you know, a Ravens or something, he could make, you know. Paging Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah. Paging Green Bay Packers. Packers is a perfect, perfect kind of position for him. but Money will be no for money. him. Yeah, like, no you're going to have to pay out. Yeah. He, he wants to get paid. He's now. in the prime. He'll make $15 million. Yeah. Like, he, mm-hmm. someone like, it's, it's gross, but like the Jets have the most money. They'll throw it at him. And mm. But if they get Justin Fields, that's attractive. Mac, they've got, I don't know, the Jets seem to have pieces they've got lots of draft picks this year as well so mm. um yeah they're two of the bigger names so interesting story the next one up the pouncy brothers have decided to retire together both aged at 31 because the, fancy not, the twins they're not, they're not just brothers they're twins twins <laughs> twins <laughs> Uh, tips I want over there. <laughs> of, of course, drafted in different years. Uh, so, 
Oh, a couple, a couple. <laughs> I'm getting married in two days. Jeez, we enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> yeah, some freedom. <laughs> um, so drafted. Run us through this. Shot. Yeah, drafted a year apart. Uh, how do you say? Is it Marquise? Marquise. Yeah. Marquise. Marquise. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can do Mike. Can't say break. Yeah. Marquise. Uh, he was drafted 18th overall in 2010 by out of Florida, okay. of course. Uh, he spent his whole season at the Steelers. Was probably considered the premier of the two brothers, but yeah. both have had great careers. Uh, he had 134 games, nine Pro Bowls. I. Th- he's been banged up. I think he's. I think Mike was the one that had more injuries. So I'd have to double check. One of them's got really bad hips. Yeah, I uh, think it was Mike. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. Mike's had the bad hips. He was drafted in 15th overall uh, in 2011, taking three spots ahead of where his brother was. Mm-hmm. Of course, out of Florida. He played for the Dolphins and then played this year, I think, at the Chargers, mm-hmm. but didn't play very much for them. Uh, he played 114 games total, four Pro Bowls. So I wonder if it was just like, you know, he's done and he's like, hips are done. I don't think I can keep going. And his brother's like, yeah, well, I've made money. They are yeah. very close. They're, They're very, very close. It's like, let's, yeah. let's go do some other shit yep. and do it together. They're so. part of that. And it's that wild um, Florida team coming yes. out of college. Yeah. It yeah. had Aaron Hernandez, these yep. boys. Ed and Reed and Ray Lewis. <laughs> yeah, can you believe it or not? <laughs> Shout out. Sean's <laughs> <laughs> oh, on. Here we go. It's wedding week, baby. Yeah, let's go. Uh, who do we have? The Pounces, Aaron Hernandez, and they're, like, there's gang relations there. Mm. It was yes. that Riley Cooper who got yep. booted out for um, racism. Yes. Cam Newton was on there yep. um, mm-hmm. as the backup, and yeah. Tim Tebow and Or yeah, Holly was their right. leader. Yeah. Like that, that just Our Lord and Saviour. And Urban Meyer was the coach. So, yeah. like, that was their college. That was – it was – that's a shit hot Florida team. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Well, win. they won back to back. Yeah, they won back to back. So yes, yeah. Um, I, I guarantee you, they both decided that together. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're done. Like yep. they are that yeah. close. So I think both clubs. So the Steelers. Well, Steelers definitely. I think we're a bit shell shocked by this because they're losing their starting center. Mm. Um, Chargers. We're probably looking as Mike to hopefully come back and be a centerpiece mm. for them. Uh, but so again, 31, and we're talking about it, it's earlier. And earlier, I mean, when you're not Tom Brady or Drew, like you know, yeah. when you're a quarterback and you're yeah. a coach on the field. These players are getting banged every single play. I'm yep. putting my head down and getting yep. hit. Yep. I've made my, That's you know, $60 million. Yeah. I've probably invested it well. I'm good. I'm set for life. Yep. I'm going to go enjoy life. I'm still yeah. 31. Yeah. I can still actually go travel and how, enjoy. How many offensive yeah. snaps does a, how many snaps does an offensive team take every year? Uh, eight or nine hundred. Eight or nine hundred. I think it's over a thousand. Well, depends. Depends. Depends on how good your offense yeah. is, I guess. Eight hundred. Uh, I'd say eight hundred. So you know, yeah. you're talking between eight to a thousand uh, times a year that you're having to, you know, block someone you're like Aaron Donald, yeah. JJ yeah. Watt, yeah. like yeah. And your head, like you're at the center, your head's down. You know, oh, it's coming to me. You've got to be yeah. the coach. Mm. You might have a nose tackle, yeah. big nose tackle mm. over the top yeah. of you, like. Yeah, and no one gives you the love that the quarterback gets as well. Like no, you, you know no. what? It's actually not worth it. Everyone yeah. knows your name when you stuff up, but no one knows your name when you do it. Exactly. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good when no one knows who you are. Yeah. So that's why we'd like to shout out the Pouncy Brothers on an excellent, uh, yeah, definitely, career. Yeah, exactly right. Thirteen Pro Bowls between the two of them. Yeah. Enjoy retirement, boys. Would, yeah. would you put fifty the, to sixty snaps on average per game? I reckon a good offense would average sixty. Yes. So I think the Chiefs are averaging easy 600, 60. 960,000, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, close to a thousand. Close to a th- if you play every snap, it's close to a thousand mm. a year. Well, it's a lot of banging heads. Yep. Yeah. That's 10,000 collisions in a 10 year career. Do you reckon you'd put the Pouncy Brothers into the Hall of Fame together? I don't think Mike 
Uh, I don't no, think no separ- offense. No offense I don't to think Mike. separately you would, but would you put them together? Oh, together. Well, if you've played thirteen Pro Bowls, you have to go to the <laughs> you have to go to the Hall of Fame. One rips off the mask. I've been one player all along. We've been playing twice a week. More keys. I I don't think either of these guys will end up in the yeah. Hall of Fame. But if you do it as an interior offensive lineman, you have to be transit. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, indeed, oh indeed. Uh, an interesting shout. Twins in the NFL. Go for it. Twins. Twins Basil. There, there's a couple. There's there's mm-hmm. actually there's three currently. Shaquille mm-hmm. and Shaquille Griffin. Yep. Uh, obviously, Seattle Seahawks. Both Seahawks, on Seahawks. Both on Seahawks. Defensive backs. And Devin and Jason McCourty, also both, both on Patriots. the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, and then Jacob and Cody Hollister, I believe, also both on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I think all the twins, they stick together. Twins. Twins. Basil. Twins. Seattle. No. Uh, Jacob's with Seattle at the moment. Uh, Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of Cody Hollister before again. No, neither have I. I think he's a wide receiver. He looks a lot like his brother. The (laughs) The twin looks like his brother. You're wild. (laughs) Strong draw lines. Very strong. Uh, Cody is a wide receiver with the Titans at the moment. Oh, Titans over two. (laughs) Hey, Titans like to poach Patriots players. True. Well, we got variable there. So <laughs> Even yes. those who didn't play the Patriots. <laughs> they do. They do. They do like to... He was on the Patriots. Look that up. Uh, uh, I, think, I think that's enough chat for twins. Twins. Uh, we should move to a sadder story. Yeah, much sadder story. So it was found out during the week that, um, that Vincent Jackson had passed away at the age of 38. Uh, he was found in a hotel in Brandon, Florida. Uh, Which is uh, Tampa, I believe. Yes, yeah. yeah. Tampa, uh, it sounds like he was down there possibly for, you know, the whole playoff run and the Super Bowl and, mm. and that, of course. Um, did he play for the Bucks at all? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, did. yeah he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Before he played for the Chargers. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, sounds like he was staying in this hotel for about a, over a month. Um, was meant to check out at some point, didn't happen. Um, so well, his family, his, his yeah, his, his family, family. Was, uh, you know, put in a missing person. Mm. So like, hey, he's been missing. Mm. It's like, well, we checked in this hotel. Last, of course, that's where they found him. They found him in the hotel room. So running through some of his stats, like he's absolute physical oh, specimen. You know, so, like, like we were talking about, we were talking Megatron. about Megatron the other week, and we were trying to find a comparison. And I think we really mulled over the fact that Vincent yeah, Jackson is Miss Vinny. Pretty yeah. fucking close. Six foot five, two forty. For our Aussie listeners, try and imagine someone that's like the size of a an, an elite NRL prop. Yep. But he's as quick as the quickest fullback in in the NRL. Yes. He mm. he was six foot five, two forty. Ran a four four six forty. He he was an unreal specimen, and he actually slipped down to the to the second round, I mm. believe. Or my, can you see when he was drafted? Yeah, he was second round. So I think I he remember, was second yeah, round yeah. pick from the Chargers. Had twelve seasons in the NFL, mostly with Los Angeles Chargers, and finished up I think maybe four seasons at the Bucks. Yep. Mm. Three time Pro Bowler, over nine thousand yards, fifty seven touchdowns. Mate, he was. It was he a great was, player, yeah. yeah Phil um, Rivers, that was the connection, but like the pre Keenan Allen days yeah, was Vincent yeah, Jackson chucking yep, up. Antonio Gates Antonio inside. Gates was there. I think he had a bit of LT time. He was part of that Chargers team, we thought, and yeah. with Marty Schottenheimer yeah. um, last Elite. week, we were talking about him. Like that was a that was a very good team. That you know, yeah. again, it's one of those teams that just one thing went wrong. They don't win a Super Bowl. Type. You know, <laughs> they had Peyton Manning and Tom Brady to deal with. Mm, they mm. were always seemed to be the third best team. So he was. Mm. As a physical specimen, great so, wide receiver. I think he, he must have retired at probably around thirty-five, so he's only been out of the league a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, it's very sad. It's very sad when anyone passes away, but yeah. but when someone passes at at the age of thirty-eight, you 
So the, the sheriff yeah, the sheriff has come out today saying that it looks like uh, he'd suffered from chronic alcoholism mm. uh, and that potentially he'd been dealing with CTE for quite a while. Which isn't um, confirmed just Not confirmed yet. yet. I think it's, as his family's kind of said it, like, yes, you know, he's, um, whether it was CTE, whether it was more depression, but he's had his mental mental struggles and mental yeah, battles. Perhaps, perhaps some turned to the bottle behavior, a little bit more yeah. than you'd think. Yeah. Um, so, which is unfortunate. Like, That's just it's so sad. Isn't yeah. It? So, someone that accomplished and you, you, you definitely you know, see it with players that retire that yeah. they can go off the rails because they lose. Again, we're talking about support systems before. Mm. Like they they lose their identity and what they're all about. Mm. What they what they've been doing for probably thirty odd years. In the yeah. case of any, like yeah. if he starts real young, like. It's yeah, it's a very big change. If you've got nothing around you, then it you can just go off the rails and lose yourself a bit. Did you read any of the reports? So some of the uh, the initial report of when they found Vinny, um, they talked very much about they, they're investigating, of course, because you could bloke that dies thirty eight, mm. uh, a physical specimen. We're talking about that, it, yeah, it's a bit interesting. Um, but they said in the initial report there was no signs of tra- um, trauma, mm-hmm. um, so that obviously doesn't mean foul, that no doesn't look like there's foul play in that point, and it doesn't look like well, of course he if. You know, you, you rule out some of the other methods for suicide as well because there's mm-hmm. no form of tra- mm-hmm. trauma. So they got to do an autopsy, look into it, which it leads to um, some kind of overdose. Yeah, well, it, well, the two options is it's he's probably either he's overdosed from something, mm. um, or maybe like his chronic alcoholism, or maybe something his body's given up on him. Like mm. He, mm. Uh, he has he suffered a, a you know a unfortunate stroke or a heart attack or something like. You'd think he's probably in shape, and those two two things would rule out, which leads you to the other option. Which again is still very unfortunate. Um, a situation for him and of course his family. So yeah, it's it's so heavy, isn't it? It's and again, it's more common. We're yeah. talking about it every week here. It's something yeah. new. Again, mm. keep it out in the open. If you are listening, if you are struggling, talk mm. to that support network. Talk to Everyone's mm. got someone. Talk yeah. to anyone. God, just just raise just it. Just write in the comments. We will get in touch with you. Like <laughs> yeah, in all no, honesty, no, seriously, like seriously, yeah. it's. Sometimes you just need to say this stuff out loud. You need to just hear this stuff. Obviously, this Mm. guy was a multi-millionaire who had the greatest life ever and, and, you know, dead before he's 40. So, God, if you are listening, if if this voice is the one that trusts you to tell someone, just do it. Do it, do it, do it. Yep. Talk to your friends. Check in on your friends. Um, It's it's fucking incredibly sad that that this happens, but let's just uh, focus on... How good a football player he was, and well said, Pimp. Ho- hopefully, you know yeah. his. Fam- some good can come from this yeah, as well. And like good and, and you know, more research, more, his fam- more support. Yeah, hopefully for those his families holding up okay. But incredibly sad story there. Yes, definitely. Well said. Let's move into a bit more sport, hey? What NBA, else? yes, yeah, NBA. A lot, a lot to cover there. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. want to run through it? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. We were talking about how um, how close all the teams are, sort of mm-hmm. for playoff spots. Yeah. Uh, well, are you saying twenty seven teams look like they could make the playoffs? Well, realistically, I mean, you could so say all thirty mathematically, <laughs> but I mean, I'm removing Detroit from the conversation, and removing the, and Min- Minnesota from yeah. the league. Yep. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> despite our love for Bradley Beal trying his heart out, I don't think Washington are going to do much damage to anyone. But so you got twenty seven teams who are legitimately, you know. Playing every night for something, mm-hmm. other than you know their millions of dollars or whatever there is, yeah. you know. Just, just before you move on, I just did see that uh, Russell uh, Westbrook. I think he's got his seventh triple double for the year, which is two less than the record or something for the Wizards. So oh, for the Wizards. <laughs> for the Wizards, there yeah. you go. Yeah. He's been on the many, team for five many, minutes. I wonder then, yeah. how many he got in that year. Yeah, he won the MVP. It was 
Oh, well, if he's averaging it, he would have got... 30-odd, yeah, maybe? At yeah. least, yeah, Easy. crazy. So, so it sounds like he'll probably own that record, so <laughs> they're not winning go. matches at this point. Well, Fakes, yeah. Fakes that anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Ask me, I'll, I'll sit down and I'll give you a good conversation about what a triple-double <laughs> means. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're talking about how close it is. I mean, like I said a bit earlier off air, we, the Celtics are one game above 500 mm. and they're in fourth spot in the East, mm. which usually you'd think, oh, God, the East is a shithole. But, yeah. no, it's actually quite competitive and every yeah. night we're getting yeah. we're getting crazy points and there's a, but we're getting close games and we're getting upsets which are turning into not upsets because we've got so many good teams actually vying for it yeah, so and there's a massive yeah. log jam in the east but but if you're if you're not the 76ers and you're not the bucks uh and who's running third Net. uh the Nets, Nets are third yeah the Nets are third. Nets are uh, second uh, at the moment and let's Ooh, put let's you. put the paces in that in that conversation mm-hmm. if you're outside of that there's a f- there's a huge, You're in for playoffs. There's you've, you've, a huge yeah. log jam. There's Absolutely. A log jam yeah. and, a and, and maybe we're putting a line through the Wizards and the Pistons, but at, from there you go. There's on a run third, from that yeah. top four down to 13th, mm. any, anyone's a go. Mm. Absolutely. And if they do a similar thing like the bubble, which I imagine that's what they're going to go towards with the playoffs, and they have those play-in games where it's actually the top 10. Mm. Now, actually, if you can finish 10th, you can get into a bit of a playoff situation, which is we talk about the dog days of the NBA, you know, Right now, our teams are beating up on teams. Yeah. Teams are actually having a crack every night, and we're getting the Kings beating, mm. you know, the team. We're getting, you know, the Bucks are on a four-game slide at the moment, yeah. losing the teams that yeah. aren't great. So yeah. you have to be on every night. You have to bring it because mm. because there's there's games to play for. Mm. So, um, I mean, yeah, let's run through the last yeah, week. Yeah, run through some results? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Mavericks and Pelicans <laughs> put up a lazy 273 points in four quarters. I, w- I wonder what the overs <laughs> were in that. You'd be wow. filthy if you took the under on that one. You just have to <laughs> delete the betting app, at, I reckon. Sometimes when you look at 224 as an overs, you go, geez, that's a bit... And then <laughs> <Two seven. laughs> yeah, smash that by 50. No overtime in this, mind you. 143, 130. Uh, Mavs ran away with this. Uh I think Zion's been shooting some really good uh, percentages. Well, well it, it helps when you're dunking. Everybody. Like you look that at his true. His shot chart is it's nearly comical if you look at all his it's green like green dunk, circles. Dunk, 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 dunk. dunk, dunk. Yeah. dunk. Yeah. Had to go shoot free throws, miss a couple, then yeah, yeah. Dunk, 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 dunk. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. So he's, I mean, and he's a beast. He's a specimen, and oh, they're building their offense around mm, yeah. his athleticism, which mm. is great because the biggest worry was mm, he's super athletic. Is that going to translate? Well, the Pelicans said, we're picking you first. We're going to mold our offense around you. And they've yeah. got guys like Lonzo Ball who just yep. want to pass the ball. Mm. Ingram who could score in ISO. So yep. they're, they're, they're building a team. We're talking about in the West that are, that are a fun team to watch. They've mm. got good young players, all the mm. Lakers players that they've brought over. Mm-hmm. Um, they're building a really strong core. Um, and black players putting up crazy stats. And, and again, we can talk about stats and fantasy ruling, ruling the game. But, you know, you got someone like, Terry Rogier putting up 41. Like, that's that's awesome. Like, good on Terry for getting his. Like, he's gone to the Hornets. He's their number one marquee player. They're building around him. They're not – I don't know. He's just their veteran who's been on the Celtics. Yeah. He was their backup point guard who's now, you know – Averaging 21 points a game. Yeah, exactly right. Like, he's gone from backup point yeah. guard. He's had his shot. He's making good money. Yeah. I mean, the whole, uh, God, I probably could have thrown the Hornets in with that <laughs> crowd that I talked about. But, you know um, – yeah, that's exciting to see there. Uh, the Jazz continue their Dude. crazy run at the moment. Unreal. I mean, I keep discrediting them, but every week we come on, they just keep winning. They keep beating just, and beating so, quality talent too. Well, exactly yeah, so, right. So since the last broadcast, they beat the Bucks, they beat the Heat, 
They beat the 76ers. So Buc- playoff teams. That's three playoff teams. Bucks, and, Bucks and 76ers, obviously, uh, two of the top four teams in the Jimmy, East can you currently. Find out how they and, did against the Clippers? And the Heat, uh, obviously, last year... Uh, the East, the finals, cha- yeah, East exactly. champions reeling at the moment, but still yeah, everyone stacked keeps with good saying, players. You know, they're, they're not going to stand up to the Lakers. They're not going to. They, they won't be that number one team in the West. They're twenty and one. <laughs> twenty and one since January seven. They're twenty three yeah. and five. Before that, obviously, a little bit of a slow start. Uh, they're on an eight game winning streak, and our boy. Joe Ingles, Ingles. He, he's, he's playing more minutes than he was earlier in the year. He's, he's been averaging about 33, 34 minutes the last week or two. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is looking really good. And again, yeah, we were talking about their team, their construct. It's not built there's around. No star. Donovan's their best player. He's, but he's, he's not a superstar. There's yeah. people playing defense that they put up shots, they share the ball around, yeah. they play They're playing team ball. ball. Exactly. Yeah. And big Rudy Gobert goes up and gets boards. 100%. Yeah. Doesn't need it's, it's like there's no there's no diva, there's no prima donna no. that we, which we associate with the NBA. So It seems like a great setup. It's great and they're playing good ball. Um before yeah. we keep singing their play- praises, how'd they do against the Clippers today? Yeah, so they beat the Clippers. Hey. Hey. <laughs> 114 to 96 to put them on a ninth straight win. So yeah, nine, yeah. improve the stats that we just said to nine-game yeah. winning streak, 21-1 since yeah. early January. I mean, the yeah. Clippers are reeling. Can you give us the Clippers record while you're there, Jim? I think, I think they're still third, aren't they're they? They're still third, but they're just... That we talk about the but Jazz sharing the ball around, playing good ball. The Clippers are just seem to be going along. And God, I'm a Lakers fan, of course. I'm going to shit down <laughs> the, the Clippers' throat. But also, PG and Kawhi have not played every single game. And but that's been the story since they've brought the two in. They mm. haven't brought come in, and they thought, oh, we'll come playoffs, we'll chuck them in, and they'll gel. Mm. Hasn't worked yet. There's another 12 months. Make them better. I mean, I know the Lakers. Right now with AD's Achilles, which he, you know he's mm. nursing, it's something bad, but he's got to watch it. it. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't want to blow it like out. It's, so. Yeah, it's a death sentence. Apparently. Yeah, exactly right. So they're going to have to take the foot off the pedal a bit, or they share it around. LeBron's mm. going to have to take more heat. He's well, we were talking about more. resting them last week. Like, when do we start resting LeBron? Do they get to that point where they're like, hey, we're pretty looking good for playoffs when you arrest him? Yeah. But you don't want to burn him out to get to that point. Guy exactly playing his right. 18th season. And when teams are bringing yeah. it every night, like we say, yeah. like we bring it back, you can't rest LeBron. Because I don't think yeah. they do that early on. I think if they, if they get, you know, towards the end of the year mm. and they're going, we're second... We can't come first and we can't come third. Then LeBron, then, then you, you manipulate me. Yeah, two so nights you, off. Yeah, yeah no yeah, worries. Absolutely, At yeah. this stage of the year, I don't think that's a, well. That, that's but that's option. great. Like yeah. how good. Like that's there's, no, there's yeah. no talk of resting. There's you, you have to play well. You have to be able to. But as the problem becomes though, if you burn LeBron out, getting exactly to that point, right. like he's I mean, played fifty straight games to get to that point, and then he's just like I'm stuffed. It hasn't happened for eighteen years. So <laughs> if it does happen this year, then he deserves a bloody blowout to be honest because he is MVP, he is MVP yeah, right now it, to be honest like, he his MVP he does he <laughs> honestly does like I can't imagine anyone well there is probably one man and I, and I do need to give him some credit and it is um, James Harden and again I've been hard on the nets I have said they're not going to um, cop too much I'm, I'm skipping down here I'm jumping yeah, all over right. the place <laughs> here but um, the nets have looked so good lately and I they just seem to gel all they of a sudden. They gel, and Kyrie came out, and he said, and, and their biggest thing is you've got Durant, Irving, Harden. They need the ball in their hands. That's what they do their best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Irving came out and said, I'm the shooting guard. James is the point guard. Mm-hmm. I don't need the ball every play. Mm-hmm. 
And yesterday or the day before, Kyrie went 9 of 11 from 3. He put up some shots. He looked amazing. Harden got 16 assists the other day. Last night he got 12 assists. And it's not so much about the the number being 12, but it's the way he's spreading the floor. It's the passing that he's doing. He's giving himself space when we know what he does when he's one-on-one. Mm. And then, oh, by the way, there's Kevin Durant, who may be the best scorer yeah. that we've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. He's just a seven-foot monster. Yeah. And then, okay, here's Kyrie, who's now, you know, settled into the shooting role. Again, I, you know, isolated. Mm. Their biggest yeah. thing has been defense. They just signed Andre Roberson, who is a, mm. one of the worst offensive players I've ever seen. However, <laughs> he plays he's a lockdown guard. So all of a sudden, these little things that were wrong, yeah, they've shared the ball around. They're starting to get better on defense. And yes, it's early days. And yes, it's the regular season. When it comes to playoffs, it's defense. You need to be better on defense. Mm. But all of a sudden, I mean, the sixes are still rolling. We see what our boy Benny's been doing. He put mm. up... For, and again, we've been, we've been talking about Benny Simmons and his stats and you know what they mean to the Sixers. He's been averaging 14 points a game and they don't lose. Mm. He puts up 42, 42 goes and off, they and they lose a game. Mm. <laughs> so, so you know, again, stats can be misleading, mm. but it's great to see we're seeing high scoring. We're seeing close scores. We're seeing people get high assists, high blocks. Competitive basketball. It's competitive right? basketball. It, it doesn't really mean anything, the numbers, mm. but the quality is so high at the moment. It, mm. uh, you could put on NBA TV, you put on the game, mm. you're going yeah. to get a good so, game so of basketball. Watch, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, he put on 42 against Sacramento in a win there for Orlando. Just a little thing I wanted to mention. The foreign big men, the foreign centers. Absolutely dominating. We've spoken about Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. They're from Cameroon and Serbia, uh, mm-hmm. respectively. Vucevic is Montenegrin. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert is from France. Clint Capella's uh, Swiss. Joseph uh, Nurkic, I think. He, yeah, nice. I think he might be Serbian as well. Yeah, or, or yeah. yeah. You don't want to get that wrong around that. No, region. it's really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Stapps as well. We were talking about Chris big Stapps, man. yeah. Latvian. And it's that Euro... They respect the big game a bit more. Yeah. I mean, we talk about the high scoring. It's get as many shooters on the floor as you can, score mm-hmm. as quickly as you can. Mm-hmm. Now when you get a seven-footer doing this stuff, oh yeah. now yeah. you're adding to the American game. You're getting, you're building this in. Yeah, There's still, you've got, you know, Kyle Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, are yeah. your bigs, but these guys are your, I mean, there's really no such thing as your traditional center anymore, but these All guys right. are the seven-footer who sit in the middle, yeah. they can block shots, yeah. they can post you up, and they yeah. can go out and kick it and shoot a three. I and mean, it, yeah, it just apart seems from like Rubert or Capella. But, it uh, just seems like their skills are becoming more and more silky uh, as, yeah. as big people. And Absolutely. Yeah, it's not like that big dumb idiot that's just there to get yeah. bored. 100%. They're, yeah. they're, they're actually a, an offensive threat, mm. uh, whether it's from the perimeter or, or in the paint, and it's, it's, it's cool to see. Yeah, exactly right. Just athlete, athletes going to work. It's mm. great to see, mm. yeah. This is an interesting one, and... I know last week we, we were getting a little bit uh, daily news, uh, <laughs> uh, weekly-esque. It is wedding week, so we're allowed a couple more. Let's do some gossip. <laughs> Devin Booker, uh, he had 36. Phoenix Suns uh, get the win there against uh, Philadelphia 76ers. He dropped this, two in a row, by the sounds of it. This is, this is an alleg- alleged, alleged... Uh, Starting five of Kendall Jenner's um, <laughs> exes. So she's currently going out with Devin, and before mm-hmm. that was Ben Simmons. So that's good backcourt there. Yeah, it's a good backcourt. That's great. That's great. Uh, then from the, I think we've got six guys total. Uh, to you get a player off the bench coming up here. I think we've got a good team yeah. in. 
Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> Who's put up career numbers this year? He's going up. He scored 40 the other day the as sixth, well. The sixth man here is going to be hard to pick. D'Angelo Russell, <laughs> Kyle Kuzma, Blake Griffin. We don't have a true centre. That's okay, yeah, we're in the modern game here. We can spread out. Blake can play. So the, Blake's gonna have to be the big man. Yeah, but that's fine. Uh, by the way, if you haven't, if you're not up to date with this, this is uh, people that have fucked Kendall Jenner. Uh, <laughs> this is Kendall Jenner's body count. We're going. We're going through the body count. No big men. Um, Cards on the table. No big men. <laughs> I think there is some really big men here. Yeah, most actually, most of these blokes are big men. All right, so I'm going. Griffin. Griffin's gonna be my center. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I don't like Ben Simmons as a point guard, so I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm going. D'Angelo Russell is a P, is a is a point. Yep. I'm going. Devin is two. Yeah, is, shooting is guard. Two. <sighs> Maybe Simmons at the small. F- oh, I think this Kuzma is, this and is Simmons is your forward. Simmons gonna Simmons gonna have to play the power forward. Yeah, I think. Mm, fair enough. And then it's out of Clarkson and Kuzma. I know you, you're a Lakers fan. You'll probably go. Oh, I'll, I'll start with Coos and, and Clarkson, obviously. Um, old Excellent Laker. six man. Uh, Good on you, Kendall. <laughs> like, if this is like if we're being feminists yeah. and you know, yay, you know, uh, she she fucked a lot of um, power to her. Yeah, yeah good she'd on make her. a great general manager. Yeah. Maybe team should look out for Kendall. She could, she got an eye for talent. So well, that's excellent. I think uh, if Kendall, if you're listening. We maybe need a seven footer here. Just take one. Look for the with some team. size. A little we bit more defense, I think, as well, Candle. Someone <laughs> scrappy. Matthew Delvedo, singer, single, I yeah, think. Yeah, shout out to Delhi if yeah. you're listening. Um, and then let's just build around that. We need a few guys that play a few minutes. Yeah, a few role players, yeah. Mate, that's an unbelievable team. Well Might done. go European there, get, get some European style. But yeah, mm. hey, this team could be anything. <laughs> Couldn't it? Yo, shout yo, out to Candle when now you're listening. Way. You know how we've been talking about we should get a uh, little one minute clip to put on social media? I think that's Bang, it. No, that was exactly. it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, run, through, run through the last lot. Luca Donkey. Wow. Luca Donkey. Luca Donchis. You heard of him? He yes. had 40 points twice this week. He's uh, been killing it this year. Yeah, 44 in a loss against the Trailblazers. Uh, Is this his. How long has he been in the league for? I think third, this is third, third year. Third year. Still crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Some yeah. Luca talk. He's unbelievable. The Mavs, outside of him and Pusingas, seem to be a little bit... How you going? How you going? Mm. Be interesting to see how they go. Uh, the Denver, uh, Denver Nuggets, they snapped the Los Angeles Lakers' seven-game winning streak. We're talking about they mm-hmm. won three in uh, overtime Time. last week. Uh, triple overtime game. Nikola Nickel, yeah. Jokic, triple dub. Mm-hmm. I know it's not still real, keeping his average up. Not a real stat. He had 23, 16, and 10 in that. Also had 43 the next <laughs> against the Celtics. Uh, but again, in a lot, again, I'm saying no, put away your pass, score more. He scores 43, they lose. So <laughs> again, these numbers are numbers. That, that Yeah. Good on you, Nikola, for being big and weird. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Jokic or MB could, could win the MVP as a center? Oh, uh, I Embiid's got the record. They're, they're not going to give it to a to a bloke who's on a team that's outside yep. the playoffs or yeah. who's. I mean, yeah, Westbrook got it because he had the triple double yes. average, and that was. Yes. Or oh First my time. god, we Nuggets can't believe should make the playoffs. They should make the playoffs, which might help. Um, but if Embiid's the ones, if the Philly are the one seed, and he keeps going the way he's going, yeah. then yeah, he might come second to LeBron. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> drew that. Julius Randle, he cost our punters club big time. Mm. But, uh, shout out to Daniel Bumont, uh put on this bet. I think he needed 38 mm. combined points and 
boards out of Julius. Didn't get it the game before this. Then he goes out and scores 44, 44 against the Hawks. Little dick move, Julius. <laughs> the question I had to uh, out of this is, are the Knicks okay? Like, they're 3-1 they're and one in this last week. They're that, better than they have been. They've been at 500 said, that, all year. That said, that in the last week they've beaten the Hawks, Rockets, Wizards, probably... You know, the Hawks should be a playoff team. I don't think those the other, other two, two so will much. be. They're 14 and 16. They're below 500. But they are sixth in the East. Yeah. They've been they've been at 500 pretty much all year. They haven't gone too high. They haven't gone too low. Randall's numbers have been awesome. They've Unreal. clearly said, you're our man and we're going to build around yeah. you. It's kind of hard. Like, if you're sixth in the East, the Knicks are a different brand because we know if the Knicks are playing playoffs, if Madison Square Garden's packed, basketball's a lot better for that. Are you better off coming sixth in the East, finishing two games for under five hundred, getting swept, mm. or are you better finishing third last and getting a good draft pick like that? And True. that's what current like sport is right now. Mm. You saying we should tank? Exactly. <laughs> but they've been doing it for, for ten years. Like you know, and where's it gotten a exactly? So maybe it's all right. Let's scrap together a team. Let's just win some basketball. It seems to be the current mood for teams. Is just let's just try and win and and, and do our best to win games. Mm. Whereas. I don't know, the way it's been going. You, you, you don't want to be the eighth seed no. because no. you don't actually benefit that. You don't get no. a, you don't get a lottery pick. Situation yeah. So, yeah. That, that, I, again, Knicks being good is cool because mm. I've never been alive when New York basketball has been relevant. So if the Knicks and the Nets <laughs> are playing playoffs, so <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Mm, mm. Uh, for the record, New York Knicks have not made the playoffs in eight years. That's pretty amazing considering... How shit the East has been. Yeah, how shit the East has been. And over 50% of the teams have the ability to make the playoffs in the NBA. And again, if you're going to tank, that means naturally you're going to come around. Like look at Philadelphia now at the top of their game. They tanked. Yeah. They still bombed a couple draft picks somehow. They're at the top now. Lakers sucked, gathered pieces, traded Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah, parity works. It's not that long ago that the Lakers were a fucking laughing Basket shot. case, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, 100%. But you suffer through that as a fan, hoping that you come on the other side. And mm. if you're a big franchise like the Lakers, that happens. The Knicks are the biggest franchise. It just hasn't happened. I don't think they've won a playoff series since the 90s. Like yeah. it's, yep. it's been a long yeah. time. And they are the most loyal, the most – like New York sports fans are the best because they oh, will yeah. stick by their fan side but no matter what and they'll be the loudest cheers and yeah, the loudest I love my fucking cheers. Yankees. I love yeah. my fucking Nets. Go Yanks. <laughs> That's a bit off. But you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> as we drag on. Uh, go Rangers. I think that finishes up the NBA chat for the week. Ooh, uh, uh, I think on, we covered the – On Luca's mm-hmm. second season in – yeah. In the NBA. Second season, that's crazy. Yeah. No. no. Jimmy, I, I, no, no, sorry, no, Jimmy. I Jimmy the sad man. Wait, 2019 nah. was his rookie season. Oh, 18, 19. This is 18, his third. Yeah. So this is his third. third, third sorry, yeah. 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 So he played 19, he's played 2020, this is 2021, this is his third season. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've, like proved, we've proved like Jimmy's the, human. <laughs> we've proved he's human. The first mistake he's made on the ASCII, there you go. He, uh, he's not a simulation. I don't think it's my first. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's well, like, it's obviously, over there runs through the winter time so, yeah. and, and into yeah. fall. It's yes. a, akin to an Australian cricket season where yes. it uh, takes two years. Yeah. Two, but yeah. unbelievable, yeah. the third-year player to be putting up the numbers. Yeah, he wouldn't have played 200 up. games yet. Which, again, ga- no, like no, he game numbers in, in American no. sport is... Yeah. Um, is miscued, but that's mm. the reality of mm. how this guy is like an NBA, like my NBA player on 2K. 
Like you create him and you boost all his stats up and he's just really good. Mm. Yeah. And he's 23. Like, yep. oh, no, he's a human being. Mm. Allegedly. 21. Allegedly. He's 21 years old. You joke. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Luca. One, one year at college straight out oh, into the system at 19. That's, that's bananas. Speaking of 21-year-olds, mm. how about the world of baseball? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> He's 22. He turned 22 like a month ago. Yeah. So how do you say his last name? Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. Not bad. He just yeah. reached a ginormous deal, and I thought we'd cover this because it's huge money. Mm. There's, uh, I think huge. MLB's in the middle of kind of their free agency, I think, because of the last – No, it's like their preseason. Their season um, runs like our – um, footy. Ah, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, but uh, the last say month, there's been a ridiculous amount of movements and money, mm, trades. Mm, there's been heaps mm, happening. We just, mm. of course, haven't been covering it with everything else that's been going on, mm. especially in the cricket world. Uh, but I thought this one was cool because yeah, he's just signed a three hundred and forty million dollar deal for the next fourteen years. That's a crazy amount, uh, and of that's time a contract for isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, it's the rich agreement, so I think he's got to officially sign it. But it sounds like it's all going to happen. Happening, yeah, it's happening next uh, twenty four hours. Yeah. yeah, and. Uh, that's an extension. I think he's staying where he's at. Yeah, the way MLB and and I'll try and do this as quickly as possible. The way baseball contracts work, the day you debut for your team, mm-hmm. the team pretty much owns you okay. or owns your rights for, and mm. it, it's their collective bargaining agreements. The biggest stitch up, the players <laughs> have fucked themselves. It's for eight years. <laughs> oh yeah. god! So the Longer day you debut, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the day you debut. The team then owns your right. So at the end of every season, mm. you you essentially sign a one year deal on the minimum. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. players uh, want to. There's college baseball is nothing because players don't want to play college baseball. They want to debut at 18. So mm. at 26, you're free yeah. and you sign the big deal. That's when you go and get paid. With deals like these, are becoming a bit more common mm. because players. You know, they, Fernando Tantis is the – he's the face of baseball right now. He is yeah. so exciting. He hits the heart, longest bombs. He's flair. He's got the dreadlocks. Yeah. He flips the bat. <laughs> he talks shit to the pitcher, which is – baseball is all old and traditional. He's, yes. he's in the face. So the young crowd love this guy. He's so fun to watch. He hits the ball out like – 180 kilometers per hour. Like it's hard, mm. I, I'm not great at translating, but his mm. exit velocity is insane. He is flair, so he doesn't want to be paid $500,000 a year for the next eight years. Mm. So the Padres say, okay, because they know as soon as he turns 26, he was going to sign a 10-year $500 million deal. Like mm. this is the money baseball deals yeah. in. Mm. So instead of that, we'll sign you a 14-year deal, which is just preposterous it's, to anyone who doesn't crazy. follow me. Until he's 36. So instead of having that eight-year control – he now has 40, but really they go, oh, we've saved money because that's 60, yeah. we get an extra we've 60 years out of it. Yeah, we yeah. Said, and well, that was the other thing, California state tax, the deal's worth like 160 million, yeah, which hard. again, <laughs> oh, you poor bastard, you only get yeah. paid that much. Yeah, but and, and you, that's still 12 mil a year after tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you, 20, he literally just turned 22. Yeah. Mm, mm. And uh, yeah. Yeah, like Mike Trout signed, I think it was last year or the year before. Ten, like, ten years, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was 12 years, $500 million. Yeah. Like that, That's half a billion dollars. That's mm. how yeah. you equate that. So the players have fucked themselves by agreeing to this collective bargaining agreement because then you're on a team. Like, oh, good, I've got eight years of control. But now, now these deals are becoming more common, more common to young mm. players. And when you know, like, he's going to be good for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So they say... Yeah. 
we're getting an extra six years out of him. That's that's the easiest way to sort of equate that. But yeah, three hundred forty million dollars like that. Oh, so much a lot of money. Crazy. Oh, and money. they signed Manny Machado last year. Who's the um. They're both third baseman shortstop and to like a, I think it was a 10 year, $300 million deal. So mm-hmm. their left side of their infield, that's $600 million. <laughs> Crazy. So Crazy. Unbelievable. They are, they're in the same division as the Dodgers, so not just mm-hmm. the same conference, the same division. Yeah. So they play yeah. each other 15 times a year. Mm-hmm. And the Dodgers, their bankroll is, uh, they're just over the luxury tax. So I think it's $220 million a year. Mm, That's mm, what the Dodgers well. play their, pay their team. So mm. San Diego have a couple of rich owners and they're going head to head. So it's, mm. again, right. I don't know how many baseball fans we have on the year, <laughs> but it's actually pretty cool to, to see this going oh, on. Statistics yeah. and numbers wise, like it's. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's such an interesting. Yeah, story. it's insane. Imagine. Fuck. Like imagine Harry Grant signing a 14 year deal. You'd, yeah. you'd go, that's crazy. Why would you do that to your yeah. team? But. That's it's becoming the norm when, when yeah. we're well, dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars. We talk about Patty Mahomes signing his ten mil deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. How long did Tam Malolo sign for? Nine years. I think oh, it was nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could be right. Yeah, Buddy so, was so, Buddy so, Franklin was a was a nine. And that's year. in a contact sport as mm. well. So this yeah. five and years on top of that, and the topper with baseball, every cent is guaranteed. Mm. Yeah. So football, there's those, you know, they can oh, cut course, you early yeah. and there's clauses. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas baseball, sort of there is every cent is guaranteed. So he might play two years, be shit, and he's set for life. <laughs> <laughs> because they do – sorry, I'll do this really quickly. There's this guy who played for the Mets in like the 80s. Mm. I think his last name is Benia, and they signed him to this big deal and then he, he was shit. So they went, hmm, we have to pay him this money. So they extended the contract. It was something like $30 million. Mm-hmm. So instead of paying this guy $30 million, they made the contract like 60 years this. long yeah. <laughs> and pay him. So on the 1st of July every year, he gets like 500 grand. Oh, wow. <laughs> like he hasn't played baseball for 20 years, but every 1st of July, he gets his big payday. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like running up now. It's something hilarious. Like it's... This is baseball so because because it's so private owner again American sport. There's private owners. Someone owns this, mm. the, the Dodgers and he's paying that out of his own pocket. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. essentially. So yeah. they're probably making revenue and profit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So. But, but you know, yeah, it's still funny. Yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Insane to see. So the other little note is a bit of a crossover. Uh, Tim Tebow, who was with the Nets as a yeah, I think it's about to die. It's all right. Um, uh, he's officially retired from professional baseball. He was, was he playing? In other news, he's playing professional baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was he's he playing at all with the Mets? He he minor, the minor leagues. He was in the minor, 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 minor leagues. Yeah. And he's been with them for five years, I think. Mm. Um, oh, so it's been that long. But it's, it's been quite a while, actually. Yeah, right. Because Peyton took over the Broncos in 2013. And that was the year he left and then went to baseball. Yeah, so right, he's, so eight years in, yeah, in baseball. So he did a few years, I think, on and off. Well, he of course he did the you know Denver Jets and I think he went was a Patriots Jets somewhere else, um, so he finished up around that 2015 kind of season. So since was then, it Philly as well, Philly, yeah, mm. there you go. So, um, so since then, he's tried his hand at baseball, didn't do too bad in the minors, but never good enough to make it in the majors. And uh, he does a lot more commentary work on college football, and they he's absolutely a very good. Co- I, I mean, he's a, he's he's a top ten college player of all time. Like oh, he, yeah. he, yep, his numbers, yep, his. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So he, he like, who else would you want to have on your he panel? He went two natties with. He with was that back to back. Yeah, yep. he was that back to back. Heisman, um, runner up in a Heisman, like all all time oh, runner, and and he's just one of those that doesn't translate to 
pros mm. and then tried playing baseball, which is a credit to his athleticism. Oh, but that's unbelievable. He's talented. Again, you get paid $340 million because you can hit a fast... Like, that is the hardest thing to do in world sport, hit a fastball. Mm. Like, that is hand-eye. So, but credit to him. He didn't try it and, and no, I can't do this, fuck it off. Like, he had a couple of years. Around. I'm going to try and grind through the minors and try and get there, but... I think he bat- his best year, his batting average was uh, 270. That's not bad. That's good. So it's, but you know, minor, yeah, you're not making yeah. any teams. But No, of course. But yeah, for a guy that's took a kind of, you know, transitioned in sports and took it on. Oh, like God, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not Deion Sanders. It's not um, Bo Jackson, but had a crack. Yep. Failed. Good on him. Golf news? We talked a little bit about Pebble Beach yeah, kicking so off. Yeah, Pebble so Beach had just gotten underway. I think Patrick Cantlay got out to a really good start. Yes, of course. Yeah. I think he was oh, terrible. And we said that you usually whoever's first on day one never wins. So Yeah, it's, uh, I'd hate to say the stats, but obviously a lot of guys in the tournament, if you're leading on day one, it doesn't really mean that much. He was 10 under. Uh, Daniel Berger. Uh, he, he finishes with 18 under, 27-year-old Yank. I think this was his fourth PGA win. Um, he, I don't know if you guys saw the 18th hole. He eagled, so he, mm. he, he put it on green regulation and then just made this monster, absolute monster putt. Mm. Uh, Finished s- seven under for that round. So. Yeah, to seal, yeah. The, seal the victory ahead of Max McNeely and Patrick Cantlay, who we said had that mm. early lead. Jordan Spieth. He's there and thereabouts again. Uh, he finished fourth the week before in Phoenix. Uh, um, tight third, yeah. So yeah. Cantlay was 10 under after mm. the first course record, mm. finishes um, 15 under mm. with a four under on the last day. So he's, he's yeah. the second but and third day. Yeah, those two middle days. Absolutely cooked him. Spieth um, had a pretty good pretty good tournament, seven yeah. under for the first, um, uh, seven under for the first and two under. Two under, two under, no, two under, three under, two under. So he's he's coming back, Jordan. It's good to see. Well, yeah, like we said, he's still young as anything. He's, he's twenty seven. Yeah, he's got gold. He's younger him, so. than everyone here. Yeah, mm. and Tiger Woods which, won a Masters at damn forty four, forty five. Yeah, which like is ridiculous. So. And mm. he's got twenty years in golf. So. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I suppose for him, he's probably in his own head a little bit, thinking, "Oh, oh it's a mental I, game." I won these two majors as a twenty three year old, and you know, it has dropped off, I guess, a little bit over the last few years. He's an excellent golfer. He, he'll be there. He, it's uh, I think with Jordan, it's always been about the consistency, about mm. putting in four good. Good days of golf. Uh, it's good to see him there competing. I think he'll be he'll be fine coming into the Genesis uh, this week, uh, which is uh, it's actually worth more points than uh, most of the other tournaments, formerly known as the Los Angeles Open. It's pretty much uh, the premier event in Los Angeles at uh, the Riviera Country Club in Los Angeles. It starts tonight, so yeah. yeah so Thursday night. Uh, in Australia here, it probably will start middle of the night mm. our time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah first tee off at twenty to two, so all the big names are playing. Yep, um, just going through now. Um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. I think Adam Scott actually won it last last year. He's so going again. Yeah, all the big names are here. So speed's backing up again. Uh, it's good to see. It's good to see good golf tournaments coming back again. COVID destroyed. Oh, wow, that was aggressive. <laughs> COVID um, destroyed stuff mm. like golf. Like you, you, yeah. you know, you don't remember missing golf, but you go, oh, sick! There's a golf tournament on every yeah, week, and yeah, the, oh, the yeah. Genesis is on. Like mm-hmm. this is brilliant. Mm. All these great players are playing. So, 
building into the Masters, which is slowly coming. That's you know, it's always on the horizon. Even when they play the Masters, good the Masters is next year. You know mm. what's going to happen. Mm. So, um, yeah, really excited to see um, the Genesis under unfold this weekend. So fighting. UFC next. Uh, I think I'll golf to fighting. Golf to fighting. That's our favourite segue. Mm. Uh, I think I'll cover this pretty quick. Um, there's. We talked a little bit about Connor versus Dustin doing the trilogy. Uh, looks like this is what is going to happen, and they're going to book this for the summer, which will be say May June. Um, yep. So. Not that quick. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be turnaround. it'll be the middle of the year towards um, maybe after like you know spring break that kind of we're talking um, American summer. America, this yeah. is yep. this is so th- that looks like it's going to happen, which it will be interesting to see what happens in the um, lightweight division going forward. Uh, the main card we talked about last week was USC two fifty eight. Uh, the four fights leading into the main card all were by decisions, uh, decent fights, but nothing um, major to. Talk about all to take home out of that. A few upsets, of course. Uh, but the the fight that was carrying this card, the entire card, was the Usman versus Burns fight. Uh, and it definitely delivered. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was you know great fight to start with. Uh, Burns rocks uh, Usman in the first, uh, throwing bombs. Uh, but then Usman works his jab back into it in the second and then just slowly works him down until um, Burns just, just, couldn't, just couldn't stay with it. Very strong straight jab, puts him down and then was and finishes off. The fight's done. It was, mm. you know, Burns was devastated by that point, by the end, uh, because of it. So, uh, he, you know, their former teammates, uh, yeah. you work together a lot. And, you know, yeah. Burns definitely was devastated. He cried a bit. Usman kind of sort of teared up a little bit because of his that. But, you know, he was gassed. He was super happy with fire about the win, you know, put some respect on his name. Uh, respect yeah. me now. Uh, we're interested to see what happens in the welterweight division going forward. Looks like George Masvidal might be the next one to do that. He called them out at the end after the fight. Yeah, so um, it'd be interesting to see what George can do with a full fight camp versus the eight week eight day turnaround that he had for the yeah. first one. Um, well, that's what he was saying, wasn't he? Saying I'm not going to let him have a bitch and say oh, I only had a week. To turn yeah. around, have a full yeah. fight camp, and I'll still beat the shit out yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Is the quote is, "I'm going to put him in a coffin this time." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had the ability to back uh, that up. If I said that, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't say that sentence out loud without laughing at myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think Burns proved that Usman's hittable. Um, was I was a little bit concerned about his um, defense early on in in that first round, but I'm not sure was I'm not sure Masvidal has. Say the punching power that Burns does, but he definitely has the finishing power through other means. But it'll interesting fight. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see when that skip books and when that happens. Um, we'll cover UFC two fifty nine when we get closer to it because it's still two weeks away. Uh, that of course is a massive card, and you know we're already three hours deep, so we'll get to that at another time. Did you guys see the embrace between? Kamara uh, Usman. Oh, they're still Gilbert close, Adams. even though they're not team partners anymore. So much respect. Yeah. So much respect. So I think uh, I've got Gilbert's uh, Instagram up here. It's uh, essentially them uh, embracing after the fight, and Gilbert says, definitely not my night. Felt very good. The best preparation I ever had. I got overexcited and I made some mistakes. Congrats to the champion. So much respect for you. Thanks for making me a very, uh, for making me a better fighter. I'm still very hungry. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so nice to watch guys wail on each other and then have that kind of respect afterwards. It it kind of, 
I don't know. It it it, it transcends the sport, doesn't it? When when yeah. when guys can can have that physical aggression against each other and then straight afterwards yeah, it's sportsmanship. have that respect. Yeah. Mate, I don't have that sportsmanship when I'm when I'm playing on Sunday social cricket. I yeah, want to that's because you're a ruffie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and talk about my sportsmanship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Joseph, Joseph possibly could be a little bit more ruthless than I am in, in Sunday social cricket. Hey, the M's have lost one game all year. That ruthlessness is a part March of seven, it. March 7, March 7, semi-final, get down to the Yam yard. Um... Unbelievable! Uh, I I just got to respect these guys so much for watching them go out and fucking bang, and then well, it's different because you know you're you're fighting a bloke, so you yeah. you, you earn the respect from that war that you, you both go through. Mm. So. Well, it's mm. a build up that aggression before the fight, and then just to kind of switch that off after. It's, yeah. 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 it's all done. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's it's, 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 it's unbelievable, and it's nice to see. Yeah. yeah. So I think we've got uh, soccer to well soccer first, and then we'll wrap up with the Australian Open to finish this off for the podcast. You boys want to run through some soccer? Why don't yeah. take a quick pee break? You go out for a little wee wee. Uh, Champions League is back, baby. Champions League is back. The champions, the champions. And we're back. We're good. We're rolling along here on the Esky. Um, obviously, game of the week was billed as PSG Barcelona um, in Spain. So I think everyone was leaning on Barcelona to sort of take care of business here. And boy, were they wrong. Indeed, so, um, indeed, indeed. Yeah. They had possession. They had 53% of the ball. Didn't translate uh, into attack on the goal. Mm. Barca had 12 shots Four on target, 16 for PSG, nine on target. Mm, that's ruthless. Messi had the pen uh, that got Barca up one zip. Did up. you see the challenge? Yeah, it's very soft. Well, yeah. I mean, watching live, looks like he went down. And we, we were watching at school before mm. um, the kids came and we had the sound off and we thought, oh, VAR is going to kick in any moment now. And then... Yeah. Messi's buried the penalty going, oh, they've actually given like it. Yeah. I thought it was, right. it was just the most incidental... Like you know, he fell over, but yeah, essentially Frankie De Jong. There was a uh, like a little chip put into him on the right side, attacker's right side, and he was nowhere near the ball. And he, yeah, that was yeah, it was it was missing him anyway. He was never going to control it. He just sort of at best, at best, he got his feet tangled. Yeah, at yeah. worst, he incidental. Took, he, he took yeah. a big dive. I uh, thought that yeah, very soft penalty. I thought to to open the scoring. Uh, PSG. Well, uh, all PSG from there, from that point on, well, pretty I, much. I just want to touch on the fact that I think they were lucky that Idris uh, Gwai didn't uh, get that second yellow in the first half. There was more than enough evidence to send him uh, for the second slice of cheese after his second challenge there. Pochettino pulled him off at the half, and from there it was just mm. PSG fucking landslide. Mm. Killing Mbappe, hat-trick. Well, uh, Moyes Keane, uh, he, he had the other goal in that header off of the free kick. Mm. He's him, a Ghanaian yeah. Italian. He's eligible to play for Italy. Young guy to keep an eye on. Uh, Mbappe's yeah, goals, cl- just clinical in his finishing. That first goal. Oh, the touch. Oh, oh comes touch. in, he, brings he, it down. He weaved in between like three defenders, put it away. Uh, absolutely clinical finishing. Second and third, I thought it was more of him being in the right place at the right time. Uh, the finish was especially that third goal. Yeah. That was neat, but you're like on, you got to be right, there. Top right, that's FIFA finesse. Yeah. Just, just bang. <laughs> you got to You got to be there. Like, the, like this guy is so young, and he's so, and we, like he's on the same pitch as Messi, and and you know people criticize Messi in this game. He was slow. He turned over the ball a couple times. 
I don't know, the other end, Mbappe is weaving in between people. He's one touch scoring, and it's you know, are we? We were talking last week about all the you know the tension building is messy done you know, yeah. and Mbappe is just overflowing with like he's who everyone loves to watch. He's, he, he looked a step a step quicker than anyone. Else everyone, yeah, 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 yeah. He looked like he was playing a different game. Like he mm. was he was running around hitting gaps. Like his touch is so clean. He and this talks his old man and Klopp went to school together or they're oh, good really? friends. Yeah, there's something well. there's something silly there. <laughs> that that Liverpool fans love to bring up, and, yeah. and they will. Hey, and, and they have fans, their fingers he's not coming yeah, he, won't, he won't be going there. If he's going anywhere, they're getting rid of Messi, and they're going to pay him that eight hundred million dollars. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like he, we've had this Ronaldo Messi debate for fifteen years, which has just been awesome for soccer. But mm. he's he's the future, which is very exciting to see. And, and France are just stacked to the nine. So indeed, they yeah yeah we've got up there. Um, PSG have never won a Champions League, so I think he's he's the one to. Say I'm going to be the one who brings the Champions League to PSG. Well, th- well, this game, this game was at the Camp Nou. Uh, the new camp. So they go back to Paris. They they can't butcher this. You, a you three goal, <laughs> a three away goal he- lead. The curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Rohit Sharma tuning? At Rohit Sharma, <laughs> at Rishabh Punt, at West Indian cricketers. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you, Peps. Like they, the, you, you, they're quite they equal on on, on paper. Like yeah. on paper, you'd probably give the edge to Barcelona, but that that's that was one of the more dominant performances. And even you read through the stats, you know, nine shots on target to four. I just again without that pen, Barcelona mm. weren't didn't have a real mm. opportunity that I thought. Oh, that's that, that they're pressing here. Mm. Um, I think I think a big uh, lapse. From Barcelona, a big a big stain, uh, and and hats off to the guy, accomplished footballer Gerard Piquet looked out of sorts mm, in this game. Mm, it was his first game mm. back in nearly two months. Uh, I was watching a little bit of the ESPN uh, soccer wrap up, and they were, they were saying if if he wanted to test his fitness, test it against Alaves. Yeah, like, don't do it against Mbappe like, running like, around like in full in, flight. Doing yeah. La Liga against some shit house team yeah. and, and see yeah. if he's got some run in his legs. Mm. He he just looked like mm. he'd be up. Jimmy will tell us how old he is. Gerard PK. Gerard PK. Uh, you know his misses. The marvelous waka waka hair. Oh baby, when you talk like that, you make a pico go mad. Pepe's going off here. He's getting married in a couple of days. Yeah, Thinking of Shakira. To Shakira. 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 Uh, so I don't care how old and slow he looks. He's doing it where it matters. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Thirty-four years old. Uh, yeah, right. I thought not, it was a little bit more. Old. Yeah, not that. Old. Another United one that got away. Which when is when you're chasing Kylian Mbappe, <laughs> you look slow, regardless. True, True yeah. exactly yeah. right. But you're right, Peps, and and they were pretty hard um, throughout the week on him. Like again, you need someone to pull it on. It's Messi and it's mm. PK, mm. probably rightfully so because they get the praise when they go up really mm. well. They're gonna get um, they're gonna get it on the way back. So PSG with a. Red I'm not going to say unsurmountable because I've jinxed everyone I've ever talked about on the, on the Esky here. They shouldn't should not uh, lose this leg given that start. Mm. The other there was three games uh, this week outside of PSG and Barcelona. The Liverpool team goes to uh, the Puskas Arena in Leipzig. 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 Leipzig in Germany there. They get the two-zip win. I think Salah had one. Off a stinky turnover as well. It was oh, just was a back bad? pass that went wrong, and Salah, you, he's too clinical. Mm. Um, Liverpool dominated that game the whole time. That's, yep. yeah, and they can, talk about. They'll go back to Anfield, and again, 
Don't want to put that jinx on them. I do. Liverpool are going to win this 5 0. <laughs> Liverpool's the best team ever, and they're never going to lose again. Should not have should not have any dramas <laughs> advancing to the next round there. This one was a little bit interesting. Porto and Juventus uh, in Portugal. Porto get the win 2-1. Did Ronaldo play? I missed this one completely, so I'm going to have to defer to everyone else here. Have but a look at Porto, Juventus. I had the Dortmund game on. Maybe I'll just fluff about that. That was oh, an yeah. elite game of soccer. Sevilla Sevilla mm. scored first. Dortmund put three on. Then Sevilla scored again, and, and they were pressing. It was... Dortmund just never seem to play boring football. Like, they just have good young players all the time, mm-hmm. and they eventually just sign for Munich. <laughs> but they just play quick. They move it. They're just, they're just yeah, they're a lot of fun to watch. So um, that was a good game. But, um, again, three goals in Spain. That's a great lead to have going yeah, back exactly. home. Three away goals. Uh, you'd think Borussia should be able to clinch that when the return leg heads back yeah. to Germany. Did you find out if Ronaldo played for Juventus in this one? Uh, bring it up. Yeah. It looks uh, like he was in the field. Oh, in the field? Okay. You keep having a look there. Obviously, the other side of the draw will be played next week. You next know. week, so the next round of football. Yeah, yeah, so we can have a look at that. On the Esky. On the Esky, we will. I mean, like we say, the Champions League, we were worried, was it going to go ahead? Were, um, was COVID going to fuck us with this, yeah. with Europe being the way it is? But stoked to have it. No crowd noise mm. for a couple of these games. Made it mm. very, very awkward for mine. I didn't like it one bit, but <laughs> we'll see how <laughs> it is. Obviously, Chelsea, Atletico on the other side. Lazio and Bayern. Real Madrid, Atlanta. Um, Man City versus Mönchengladbach. So um, you'd I imagine. think there's a few big clubs there that should. Yeah, City, like, Madrid, like City, Munich, Madrid, Madrid, yeah, Madrid, uh, Atletico, Chelsea, maybe. That's that's a close there. one. Who's playing Atalanta? Um, Bayern. Oh no, sorry, Madrid. So, yeah, and who's Bayern playing? Lazio. So I think three of those you'd think. Well, let's hope we've got an upset to talk about this time. <laughs> Atalanta. Atalanta. Can Atalanta <laughs> win the UEFA Champions League? I'd love to be talking we're about gonna, that. We're going to ride Atalanta all the way here on the Esky, so um, yeah, go. give us a sponsorship. Oh, what town are they from? I have asked you this before. Oh, we've done it. I have. It's not a town called Atalanta. It is uh, a, an Italian town. One Ooh, syllable. Wow. Jeez, Jimmy is going to burn those fingers off there. Yeah, I believe it starts with B, perhaps. I reckon it's one Bergamo? syllable. Are they from Bergamo? That's two syllables. That's not that one. I think they might be from. It's not a, It's obviously Go not a... Jimmy, what, what did you find? He's not bad. Bergamo. He's not bad at all. Jeez, Pepsi. From Bergamo. Bergano Lombardi. He knows yeah. he's Italian. He knows his geography <laughs> is what he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So that was the week uh, in the soccer. Obviously, no PL action with the Champions League on. Um, yes. There we go. It's good. Yeah, like we said, good to have Champions League back. Um, let's get stuck into our favourite sport, tennis. Yes, let's finish up with the Australian Open. So finishing off where we were last podcast, Kyrgios did lose that game to TM. Uh, so, um, of course, won Kyrgios, a, Kyrgios won the first two. Lost the last three. Mm. Um yeah, great match. Like well, it was, I was an excellent match. I was honestly. distracted so last week because we were just we had it on live here and I, I blanked for five or so minutes just watching the rallies. They were just big hitters. They're both big hitters. And TM, that was before the lockdown. So yeah, they full, had like not full half full Rod Laver. Obviously, it everyone a bit in more that, full than half. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they can allow twenty five thousand in there. Yeah. 
where they choose to go is up to them. <laughs> They're obviously all on Kyrgios. For TM to be you down two back. sets, have the whole crowd against him and pull that off, that, I mean, there's a reason there's a three next to his name down the bottom of the scoreboard. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's a c- complete testament to him. Um, it definitely cooked him <laughs> that, that game. Obviously, he was completely spent, but that's, yeah, that's a win. He lost in the next round, of course. That's a win he can yeah. hang up and he can talk about going It's forward. interesting you we talk about fans because uh, started after that match uh, but and went a bit longer was Djokovic's match that night. Uh, it went past midnight, but right at midnight they booted all the fans out. because they, yeah. yeah, they had to adhere to the lockdown. So as part of that, they had 11.59. They said, everyone, uh, you got to go, you got to go home. Uh, yeah, it's fun, fair enough. Yeah, we, it was, but yeah, <laughs> the well. fans were happy. And it was kind of odd because um, Jockfish, I don't think, was struggling, but you could see the difference. He wasn't happy with the crowd noise, and then they all buggered off, and it was just him. <laughs> there was no one left there to, to watch it, and it was such a different outcome. Mm. Mm. It's just, And it's a sign of the times we're in, where everyone's got to pack up and go home. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But that's sorry. That's the, that's the world sport. We love it. We, we put sport above everything, but... Yeah. So then... For the Aussies, uh, the last one was the Demon. He got knocked out as well. So all mm-hmm. the Aussies in the men's side of the draw were knocked out by this point. Yeah, I believe that was the day after we broke yes. yeah. the day after we broke the week. Yeah. So Ash Barty made it into the quarters, but then she got knocked out as well. Mm. Um, very disappointing, this one. Very, yeah. She was yeah. dominant up to the point where... The first set, she looked so... And she has all tournaments. She won 6-1. She, looks she, won so six one. Yeah, yeah, six really put she her away. very dominant. All tournaments, she had it. Mm-hmm. And then 2-1 up in the second, this... Oh god, this shits me so. This, this is this is why it's probably the worst thing in tennis. An individual sport gets just so hacked on because, and you're right, it's tennis. So this girl, I, which one was it? Uh, Muchova. But yeah, Muchova. She was getting absolutely pantsed, and she stopped. Do you know what she said when she went off the injury timeout? I'm feeling faint. I'm feeling quite faint. Mm. And so it's she stopped. Fucked. Yeah. She stopped, <laughs> and she got what. Would look like ice. Like I'm pretty sure she just got an ice pack. It was the, it was the six year old coming up to me on my mm-hmm. recess duty mm-hmm. saying I'm <laughs> I'm not feeling well. I'll go get an ice pack. And then all of a sudden they're out running around 15 minutes yeah, later. Yeah, oh, that yeah, magic yeah. bit of frozen yeah. water. I think she went off for about nine minutes. You know, probably composed herself. Yeah. Exactly. Took, took the med- We're talking about medical timeouts here. So mm-hmm. she took a medical timeout, composed herself, came back out, and then wins the match. Like mm. the complete turning point. Barty's yeah. sitting there yeah, losing t- her momentum, get cooling down. And then, of course, couldn't restart it, restart it after that. And then Absolutely. went on and, to lose it. And we can't 100%, you know, blame her for doing that. I mean, Barty's, you Barty's see the got a significant a, turning point. Oh, yeah. Barty wins moment. that within 20 minutes. But, yeah. I mean, oh God, like Barty, you, she lost 12 of the next 15 games. I mean, <laughs> like we, Barty got the same amount of rest. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. So yeah. yeah. a good point. 100%. Well. But exactly right. So we can't 100% say, oh, she went off that. that she well, completely you, lost it. Yeah. Ash has to put her hand up and say, I'm the number one player in the world. I'm playing at home. You put that away. She yeah. wants to go off. You go, she's going off because I'm putting her off. You need to just... Exactly. Like, but I think... 12 of the next 15 games. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the point, though, mm-hmm. was, you know, the flow, the momentum. She had it all going her way and then that's yeah. completely changed. But, yes, like you say, she needs to come back out and turn it on, which might lead to kind of our point on crowds. You know, mm-hmm. maybe... This is the bit where it kind of affected her. She couldn't come back out. There was no one there to gear up to get her back in. She's gone. Mm. She's had the high, maybe a bit of the adrenaline drop. Uh, probably very tactical. Let's take the, the medical timeout oh, now. To yeah. I need to break this fly. I know she's so dumb. She's in her zone. Let's get her out of the zone, and then you know, hopefully she can't get back in it. And that was the case. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, 
Kratua, Machiova goes maybe down in the next help. round. But, but yeah. again, yeah. when when that restart happens again, what are the crowd going to do? Get behind Barty and then you, like, you know, you're lifted, obviously. Yep. But she was 6-1 up without the crowd. Yep. So sure. she, yep. she could she 100%. Done. Done you're the number one player in the world. You don't need people clapping you to, to do better. So, we're, you know, again, we're so proud of Ash. She did such a good job. Mm. 100%. If that was Kyrgios... Oh my god, he blew that! How can you yeah. blow that? So no, if it's Tomic, we're talking about tanking. So. Exactly right. We're, we're, it's like oh, poor Ash. She gave it her best, and that mm, that yeah. damn Muchova put that match, uh, that you know injury timeout. Mm, mm. Ash has to stick her hand up. She's got to wear that, and we because we're so frustrated. I don't know if she'll ever have a better chance to win an Oz Open. She's twenty four years old. I hope and I hope she's back next year, but we, we see like Naomi Osaka's back to full fitness. She's yep. flying. Yep. Williams on the way out, that helps, but she's still, you know, <laughs> making semifinals at thirty. Oh, there's still there's women coming through, there's still talent. There's always there's like there's a fifteen year old in Russia just hitting balls against the wall that's coming, you know? Yes. Like it's yeah. it's always coming. So when you're in yeah. that spot when you're up yeah. We talk about the window, you're yeah, in your window. Exactly. You Houston know. Texans were up twenty four nil against Kansas City Chiefs. JJ Watt and Deshaun Watson mm, yeah. 18 yeah. months later like, yeah. the, like you it have your window you've just got to capitalize you've just, that's it hit the point hit it then it's interesting yeah. that but Machova did the same thing she went this is my moment I'm going yeah. to capitalize yeah, and, she took and then she lost the next round so before the medical timeout Barty had 7 winners 7 unforced errors Machova had 1 winner 18 unforced errors after the medical timeout Barty had 7 winners 15 unforced errors Machova had eight winners and four unforced errors. So she had four errors coming yeah. back out in two Probably sets. Yeah. That's yeah. that's wild. And that's compared to the eighteen. Again, credit just. God, you, you've got to give credit to Machova. I mean, she's manipulated yeah. the rules. I'm a salty Australian, so <laughs> of course, I'm, of course I'm going to say that was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but, and it is because you see it, you get played. There should be, but there's no way you can police it. Mm. There's no way someone can go. You're fine. Go mm. because then what if someone? What if she does collapse? Then you're fucked. Yeah, but it's just whatever. Yeah. Again, it's that individual sport. It's the pressure on. It's uh, you know, it's mind game. It's more mind than physical because they can all hit it back. Look, they're, mm. they're just hitting back to each other. Yeah, mm. that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, it's but just it's that, that easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's great to watch from here. I've had seven beers, so I'm <laughs> give me a racket, Babs. Let's go. Yeah. So the course. To wrap up the men's division, Nadal got beaten by Sitsipas. Uh, Which so yeah, again. last night. Yeah, last night a great great match. Yeah. Um, so Sitsipas, I think he's number five in the seeding yeah, for this. Yeah, he's yeah. five. Um, Djokovic has just won his semi, so Djokovic is in the final. Uh, um, did it? Did it easy? Did it straight sets? Unfortunately. Shout out to Aslan Karastev. Uh, yeah, he was he was uh, qualifier. So qualifier. Yeah. Yep. His first ever Grand Slam. Ranked one hundred and fourteen in the world. Yeah, ranked outside the top one hundred. So, so for awesome. him to make a semi final is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He's he's also twenty seven. He's no spring chicken. No. Yeah. So yeah. I think his and his career price money is under yeah. a million. Yeah. So so yeah. Sissipas's first team, uh, Medvedev. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say semifinal. Medvedev is a short favourite in this. I will uh, four, four versus five and one, of course, being yeah. the, in if, the if our unofficial sponsors over there at sports, but uh, paying any attention, if I was to have a little punty la la tomorrow. Uh, Sitsipas might be interesting at $3 something. Well, Sitsipas, that match against Nadal was wild. Nadal was mm. up two sets to love and it was six all, five all in the tiebreaker. And then Sitsipas yeah. won the tiebreaker, won the next two sets. Like that's TM coming back. Like 
he's literally on the brink. He's nearly at match point. Yeah. There, yeah. And against the Dahl as well. So. I will toot my own horn um, last week or the week before on the yeah, You've been back in Tsitsipas. The like people I back with, Tsitsipas, <laughs> Medvedev and TM. So yeah. Zverev was in there as well. He three had out three. Tournament, so. Tsitsipas currently 296 on Sportsbet. Mm. Put that in with the Colts and the Dolphins to win the divisions <laughs> and you, you're looking juicy money. there. Yeah, that's money. the on the, on the hope, Esky bet. Hope your printer's working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the women's side, uh, Asaka just knocked out Williams, so she's through yeah. to the final. Pump no, that too. No uh, equaling Margaret Court's 24 grand slams mm. in this tournament. Yeah. Serena obviously on 23. And uh, oh, it got dominated too. I don't. Well, yeah, dom- maybe not dominant. Right no, no, she's right. No, the match. Yeah, Na- Naomi really had the wood on her. You'd, yeah. you'd think probably Naomi uh, has the edge over the twenty-second seed, Jennifer mm. Brady. Mm. Yeah. So Brady won her semi-final and is through to the final. So mm. they're the two. You can't, question, you can't question Serena's greatness, but obviously a little bit of history between these two. The mm-hmm. first time, yeah, yeah. Naomi uh, beat her. I think it was the U.S. Open. Yes. Was sort of Serena was making it all about herself. That m- massive meltdown she had, mm-hmm. like, and you saw Ma- Osaka accepting. She, melted, like she, she felt bad about winning yeah, her Na- first Grand Slam. Naomi like. was tearing up as a nineteen-year-old Grand yeah. Slam winner and yeah. playing against her idol. Mm. She said, yeah. "She said pre-game. She said I get nervous playing Serena every time. Like I, I grew up worshiping this yep. person, and I have to play against. So I have mm. to try and beat her. And then, and again, this is why." We, we hate tennis players and you know Serena Williams greatest tennis player of all time perhaps mm. but the way she acts on the court and off the court like Naomi Osaka couldn't celebrate her first Grand Slam because her idol was behaving like a fucking child so <laughs> don't meet your heroes well, there you go yes. don't yeah. meet your heroes that's what they say so to finish off the last point so they've the Melbourne lockdown has ended so they now have 50% crowds back at the tennis so mm-hmm. there will be people in for the finals uh, but it was quite interesting to see the such difference from say the Kyrgios match mm-hmm. and going to the next day's matches where there's absolutely no one there mm. there's no atmosphere mm. like it's such a mm. different way to watch tennis um, yeah it takes away from it doesn't it it's, like, it really yeah. does like it adds such an extra element where you know especially with Curious being a showman, um, as the example, like it's such a different spectacle versus um, them just hitting a tennis ball back and forth. Honestly, and then at the end of the game, it, yeah, it, it takes all the air out. And again, we say it every January rolls around, we get into it, we stay up late, we we'll put a bet on someone we've never heard before because yeah. oh, you know, we saw him <laughs> play. Like it's yeah. it's great, but that's that's is the good thing about the Oz Open. But I don't know this year, obviously, like most things, just doesn't feel the same doesn't feel right so i've just clocked i've just seen my first super rugby ad uh for stan <laughs> yep stan sports so it looks like you're still gonna have to pay for it to see uh. to watch the rugby <laughs> anyway the, the last story to finish up uh dylan alcock wins his seventh straight australian open mm-hmm. to take it to 12 grand slams i uh, just wanted to give dylan a shout out for his mm-hmm. effort and his work unbelievable uh, so you know dude you've seen the size of that bloke's shoulders yeah, he's an absolute weapon on the tennis court. A little bit of chat. He's uh, sometimes on Triple J. Uh, great sh- commentator. Does a, great, a lot of great work around. So yeah. Shout out to Dylan. Well done, boys. We we got through it. it yes. So I think that finishes tonight, up. Nearly, well, yeah, we've covered three. cricket. Yeah. Uh, what do we cover after cricket? The domestic sports, NRL, AFL, <laughs> then NFL, NBA, soccer, UFC. A little bit tennis. of everything. A little bit of everything. Uh, well, even some MLB for a change. 
no NHL, of course. No, but we, obviously. <laughs> we're still, we, still we, growing in that sport. Full disclosure, we have no idea what we're talking about when it comes to baseball and hockey. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, we we, we think we got a reasonable idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a reminder, uh, we, we've got an Instagram if anyone is yep. watching and wants to fo- uh, follow that on the yep. Esky uh, on is- Instagram. Jump um, in, subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us yep. and, you know, more of this content coming your way every week. Thanks, boys. We're working on OnlyFans as well. So. <laughs> Mac is OnlyFans. There we go. That might take off. I <laughs> <laughs> like the Pepsi this weekend getting married. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you, boys. Um, it's funny talking to the old boys down the footy club or wherever. I'll say, yeah, oh, I'm getting married. Why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> you know, it's the same response all the time. But uh, Hey, you got to make that mistake once. So Yeah, well. Hopefully only once. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, not that I've, well. done, not that I've done any of it, but uh, planning a wedding can uh, suck my ass, so I don't want to <laughs> do it twice. So I might just do it once and that's that. And Yeah. Shout out to Sarah if you're three hours. Which she will be because she's a queen and she'll be a marvellous Mrs. Pizzolo. Mm. Mm -hmm. Thanks, boys. Thank you, boys. Thanks, guys. We'll chat soon. We'll see you all next week. week. Thank you. Good chat. Bye. Bye. Bye.